Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming at you! It's Monday, January 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching on Facebook, on YouTube. Thanks for listening on your podcast shows. The new Publix app coming out Friday. An easy way to listen that way as well. Looking forward to that. Thanks, everybody. Got a great show lined up. No Supercross to talk about, which we will touch on the uh, postponement of Oakland and more. But we do have some arena cross action or arena crash, as they call it sometimes. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We have some great guests tonight. We uh, have some uh, ah, some entertainment all across the uh, the board tonight. I think uh, I think you people will really like it. Got three amigos in studio that are in the Moto Media. And uh, all friends of mine, and uh, looking forward to talking to them about uh, all the things that they're doing this year in the uh, Vital MX Takeover. Uh, Kay Clayson coming on tonight. Friend of the show, Kay Clayson, was involved in a very hectic night of Arena Cross in Prescott, Arizona. So we'll have Cade call in and talk about all the things that happened to him on and off the track. Uh, trainer of the Stars, uh, a rider, a, a trainer who has taken many riders. To many, many championships. Alden Baker will be calling in. Looking forward to talking to Alden again. Uh, also, Chris Elliott from Solitaire Racing Team. Uh, he will call in. Chris is a co-owner of the team. And interested to talk to him about ah, owning a small privateer team in the pits and, and how you uh, and how you do all that and everything else. So looking forward to talking to Chris. As well, uh, we've added Denny Stevenson because he has some thoughts on Arena Cross. So we'll get into that and more tonight on the Pulp and Mech Show. Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles. we got the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs tonight. Race Tech Suspension Engines, Race Tech Rant. I was a victim of another social media bullying campaign, and we'll talk about that and more as part of my rant. Renthal Bars, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherbies, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, OGO Power Sports, ORW, Guts Racing, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, MotorcycleCityJobs.com, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Suspension Direct, Wysco Piston, all on board with us in 10 cycles as well. And uh, and you people, 702-586-7857. Uh, you want to talk about the Arena Cross, the Supercross, uh, MXGP, we have an expert in studio, uh, or more, you can uh, certainly give us a call and, uh, and we'll talk about uh, all things involved in our sport. No Oakland Supercross, like I said, but we'll try to keep you entertained and busy tonight. We have a trivia contest as well for big prizes coming up. But for now, let's uh, let's introduce our uh, co-host for tonight. First up from Vital MX, he was in here three shows ago. He is back in the uh, co-host number two chair, and uh, he is one of the content creators slash bosses over there at Vital MX. Michael Lindsay, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Bring your mic up a little bit. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming in again. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago that you were in? No, I was but... the end of the show last year, so hopefully yeah. uh, I'll try to mostly be quiet. I, I feel like these two here uh, yeah. need a little more time. Yeah. Uh, we have this gentleman in studio. He was in before. Uh, he was doing his own little pony pod thing. Uh, we changed his life. We've all documented that. He's now part of the Vital MX staff and uh, and absolutely a real uh, media member now Going living in California in January, going on dates with California girls. Darkside, what's up? How are you? What's up, Mr. Mathis? Glad to be in. Yeah, living the California dream. You in California dream? Beautiful sunny weather. Yeah. All, like oh, all, yeah, never rains in California, it ever. Is, it has been real crappy. I um, mean, this next guy you're going to introduce has brought a lot of negative, negative stuff 
to this whole month. Races being canceled, bad weather. Just I don't know what's going on, man. We might have to send him back. A newest member of Vital MX. He used to work for MX Vice. He's been in studio many times before, uh, and now he is a member of Vital MX, covering the American Supercross and Motocross scene. From a jolly old England, Lewis Phillips. Hello. G'day, mate. I am. Uh, I'm Mr. Negative, the aforementioned Mr. Negative. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Oh, no Vital problem. MX. Yeah. If you told me when I was in after round two last year that I would be sat alongside my colleague Darkside. Yes. Do, do I'm you, not sure what I would have said about that. Do you have to? Do you call him Mr. Side? Do you, no. Do you um, call him? I have a new pony? nickname. Oh. Hair Man. Hair Man. <laughs> because he's only famous and known for his pony. Mm. So he is Hair Man. Hair Man. That's I the like only it. reason. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah. Hair um, Man. Um, so lots to get into about Vital and all the and congratulations on working with these two. Star-studded that, lineup. That, that should be interesting. Uh, I do want to talk about the dynamic of Vital and how things are working and what's going on and. And all of that and, uh, and and more. So we have a trivia contest. There is not too many things that Mr. Side knows better in life than Star Wars. I don't know how accurate that is, but proceed. You have Dark Side tattooed on you. Yeah. Sad. You're sad. There's, there's, not, <laughs> there's, there's not too many things you know more about than MXGP, no, Lewis. No, I don't think so anyway. So tonight, I'm going to ask Lewis Star Wars questions, and I'm going to ask you... MXGP questions. Can't wait. And the winner is going to take home quite a haul. So um, Sounds like it. So looking forward to seeing this battle go do you, down. Do you want to know the good thing about this? Yes. If I look stupid over Star Wars questions, <laughs> I lose no reputation in the industry, no face, nothing. If he looks stupid over MXGP questions, his status in the industry crashes. Big okay, time. Okay. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> okay, all right, he okay. has everything to lose. Right, okay. I mean, fair enough, Lewis, but when you were last in here and we did the Music yes. trivia. I feel like you did take a bit of a hit. I remember my success well. Okay. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want me to sing it to you? Or? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, I'm good. I, I just, uh, yeah. What the hell happened? All right. Uh, working the pictures over there and, uh, and working on the app and uh, working on Pulp MX Fantasy. What'd you score on Pulp Fantasy? Oh, not good. Like 170. What'd you get? 246. One and eighty something. So I was the worst. I got one sixty-two. So tough, tough go. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Hi. What are you doing? Team. Yeah, we're good. Team. Yeah, yeah let's team. do it. Yeah, we did a new thing today. Yeah. Start a new. I rallied team the on three. Like uh, uh, Leonardo in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I know you've seen yes, it a bunch. Yes, of course. Uh, I rallied my troops before the right. show. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we don't yeah. end like Leonardo did. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Marks, we forgot the the Mr. Side intro. Really terrible. Oh. My my bad too. I didn't. I'm gonna just throw it in at some random time. You guys aren't yeah. gonna know about yeah. it. I did, and you just all have to yeah. shut that up. I think just needs to playing, die. So. Uh, taking your phone calls over there. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. The CEO of Beta, Talon Taylor. What's up, man? I'm CEO now. Yeah. All right. I'll How are you? Make sure and let them know. Please, uh, please tell Kiefer that I asked you to go dirt bike riding on Sunday, and you were out of town. I was in Anaheim, yeah. Right. I, it's hard to go riding in Vegas. No, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not coming down on you because you were gone, but... Let Kiefer know that... I'm making yeah. an effort to go dirt bike riding. What, what happened Thursday? Thursday. Weren't you supposed to go with Kiefer Thursday? Uh, yesterday. Oh, no, yesterday. We're, we're no. going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. All right. Uh, Augie's excited. Uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, don't, hey, I got some things to announce, too. The privateer race is coming back. We're doing it again in Denver. And uh, we have the raffle is up. It's 20 prizes. 
Uh, Yamaha, uh, YZ450, 2023 up for grabs. Thanks to the folks at Yamaha. 30 bucks a ticket, so the, the link is on pulpamex.com to go there and buy a ticket. Uh, so please check that out. Also, live shows, live podcast shows. Tickets are up now on pulpamex.com. We are doing one before Houston, and we are doing one before Indianapolis. So uh, looking forward to doing those. Those are always a lot of fun. Uh, maybe we'll bring Lewis up to uh, answer uh, questions from uh, the audience or something. I could do uh, that. Yeah. Uh, but please check it out. Come join us. Uh, me, Weege, JT, Kiefer, uh, Daniel Blair at some of these. Um, so please check it out. Thank you. Uh, the link's on pulpamex.com. Uh, Amazon widget as well. Go to Amazon. Make a pace. Make a uh, make a, uh, 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 a purchase. And we get a small piece of that. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, let's get into it. So we got a lot to talk about Arena Cross. That series got a big boost by like 20 oh, privateer huge. island guys <laughs> hauling ass out to Prescott. To, uh, to race there, um, and we'll talk about that more because Cade was involved with that and uh, a Mr. Stank Dog as well. But first of all, the big news, Oakland Supercross postponed. Uh, Davey says it happened before in like 79, the second day of a doubleheader in Oakland. It rained so much they held up, they canceled the race. So they didn't cancel Oakland, they postponed it. But it does, um, what was weird for me a little bit though, I'll start with you, Michael, is I get it, like it's been raining crazy up there. We saw the photos and everything else. But then the football game was in San Francisco the next day. Now, I know San Francisco isn't Oakland, but it's pretty close. And it looked like a nice day in San Francisco when the NFL game was going off. I couldn't quite wrap my head around that. I, well, I, <clears throat> what, the NFL game, though, is south. It's down in Santa Clara. It's not even in San Francisco. True. Anymore. It is a decent way away, and I'm guessing most of it had yeah. to do with more or less not maybe quite the conditions at the stadium, but also the fact that there was just flooding throughout Oakland, people yeah. displaced from their homes. It, I know it wasn't I'd, good. Yeah. No, and that stadium's technically under sea level. It's older, probably doesn't drain as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, on one hand, I agree. You're, we were watching the Santa Clara game because was that your Niners were playing? Yep. yep. Yeah, so we were watching. I was like, oh, man, it was decent, but you know, it is. Knowing it, our luck, if we would have gone, it would have been. I terrible. was uh, so excited because, well, not so excited, but they gave us two off weekends in, in 17 races, and I'm yep. like, sweet, that's awesome. I may or may not have been looking forward to a trip to uh, away that weekend off. Yeah, not anymore. And and then they just took it away from us. So we go one round. <coughs> get a break. Get a break. <laughs> really it's weird. Been, it's been a yeah. long season. We <laughs> need but to get this weekend off. Mr. Phillips here tweeted about Anaheim seeing like it was so long ago. And I, I'm with you. It does seem like yeah, like this so feels like ago. we're deep in the off season. It does. <laughs> like it does. It's weird. Like when you said yeah. about um, the fantasy score, I genuinely was like, "Well, what race are we talking about?" Because like Anaheim <laughs> one just doesn't score? seem yeah, like a recent yeah. thing. Do, do you guys think it hurts or helps the racers at all? I'll start with you. Do you think it hurts or helps the racers at all? Like anything? I don't. Know. I don't really think it affects them at all. Uh, I think it hurts them come what is it, February eighteenth? Yeah. When when they were expecting a little bit of a break, a, yeah. a, few, little, a few races into the season, now they don't get that break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's going to hurt them more. I in, in a few weeks. Yeah. I, I, any momentum you had at Anaheim one, uh, whatever. Like it's just one race, right? It's not like you were going. F- you know, Tomac looked amazing, right? But yeah, what I don't know if that's going to necessarily continue. Not many guys rode, so you know, nobody nobody was really riding during the week weeks off because so much rain in Southern California. Uh, it's it's a tough go for sure. I think the uh, the number one surprise for me at Anaheim, uh, Michael. I'll start with you. We'll just recap this a little bit. I just how good Tomac was. He was really good. He didn't qualify fastest, but won the heat, crashed to the main, still won. Like, and those conditions were crappy, and they were easy to make mistakes on. And he looked great. Now I know I've been yelling about bike of the year and all of that, blue crew, but he looked great. I was really surprised. 
I'm surprised, but in a way that I'm I'm almost scared for the season. I know we can't base everything off the first round, but if Eli was that good at round one and if he can carry this, now I'm just slightly worried and disappointed because I was banking kind of all the talk of, oh, he doesn't start the season, you know, on fire. Mm -hmm. It is a new bike. Maybe some other guys will be able to build out a lead. Again, it's only round one, but if you, if you want to really play it up off that, now I'm like, ah, I hope I hope it doesn't continue this well, way. Yeah, I mean those guys. I thought it would take them. I mean, look, we haven't had it. Wasn't a dry race. It wasn't a true Supercross per se, like a normal one, like we, what we're going to see most of the times. I thought he would struggle with bike setup a little bit. I thought new bike. You know, Eli's already notoriously kind of finicky. They they look great. They look great all day. And Ferrandis' starts were good. Uh, second in the heat, I think Dylan got, and mm-hmm. then and then the main event. Almost got on the podium, so those bike those bikes look ready to go, no problems. Uh, and Webb, I don't know about Webb. I'm he rode great, but he also got on the podium last year at the opener, and we were like, "Oh, Webb's this good." So I'm gonna wait on that one. I know the thing I will say was good about Webb though is how far he came through, and on a track that had so many, again, potholes, curbs, yeah. all the gnarliness, is the fact of how consistent he was. That he's talking about being able to put the bike wherever he wants it again. I would say, if anything, uh, my surprise list is a little bit AC, um, which Lewis can get into because some of the stats stuff he looked at, um, but also Webb. I, I was super stoked watching Webb come through the pack and watching his race craft well, again. I don't know if you're aware, but Webb's back with our next guest, Alden Baker. Yep. So maybe that's Lewis, the dangerous combination. I just liked Webb's, like, okay, the track stuff is whatever. Yeah. I just liked his demeanor, like his facial expressions, the way he held himself. Yep. You could tell that he was back to being chip on his shoulder and believed that like haha watch this right um and yeah you say about anaheim one last year when he finished second like uh this year his fastest lap time was closer to the fastest lap of the race i think by like half a second mm-hmm. uh, more positive uh, he was fastest he was the fastest rider on four of the 21 laps in the main event last year he wasn't the fastest at all yeah, on any lap that makes sense so like there yeah. is some yeah. little things to cling to i mean look it's not much is it gonna does that define his season no but I feel yeah. more encouraged than I did the week before Anaheim one. I like when he was on our show and he said showing up with that helmet was a bad idea. <laughs> <We're probably laughs> like, what yeah. off season? Oh, the best yeah. off season yeah, ever. Yeah, best off season or whatever. Well, uh, what are your AC stats? What, what do we got? Hmm? What do we got? Uh, AC nothing, stats? nothing too special. He was just a far in the main event. He had the fastest time in segment one and three, and segment oh, yeah. one and three were the majority of the track. Like segment one was the finish to the turn where Sexton passed Mookie, mm-hmm. whatever the yeah. baseball term yeah, is the for that. Thing, yeah. And then segment two was just literally that straight, so nothing, and then segment three was the rest of the track. That first segment... There's only three segments? Yeah, there always is. I don't think there's ever more than yeah, three in Supercross. There's well, there's only three this time. Okay. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Sometimes there's four. Um, <laughs> but segment one, which had both whoop sections, he was the fastest rider by half a second. Really? His time was 0.581 quicker than anyone else. Really? Again, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, these are well, the AMA sheets. I'm new here. Yeah. I don't know whether to trust these AMA sheets. I don't know hey, if you heard how, yeah. how little trust but we put in the AMA. These, they, these, this is the information we yeah. have been given. He didn't, think all the lap, he didn't think all the laps were on the lap sheet either, so. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> that is true. The sheet, the, the, I mean, the times are the times. We should trust them, but yeah. we shouldn't trust the AMA too much. Okay, I yeah. will take. And also, yeah. if you really want to double down on this, um, AC set his fastest time in segment one on lap 16, which mm-hmm. was later than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. So, positive. Huh. Now, I can be again, that, that and five bucks will get you a double frap because yeah. you got ninth. Yeah. 
or whatever. But still, yeah. yeah, positivity. No, yes, positivity. I am Mr. Positive. I heard Dave Luongo told me that you're not positive about anything, so this is a good start. But yeah. I am a new yeah. man. Welcome to America. Yes. <laughs> right. Being around someone called Dark Side has forced me to lighten up a bit. <laughs> light side. Yeah. Yes. Light yes. Side. Light Bright side. side. Light side. Right. And teach him in the way. Right, right. Uh, no, going to no concerts, listen, so. that's all good stuff. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like uh, that's surprising a little bit to me. Uh, and then on the, on the negative side, like, Craig didn't ride very good, but wicked practice crash. So I'm not even, you know, wait, I got to yeah. wait. I got to wait. And you could see, like, from the second he hit the track in the heat, like, you could see it was off. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. not yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Um, AP was good, but crashed twice, I think. Mm-hmm. So whatever, right? But, look, but looked so much more aggressive than he has. He did. He looked like, he, yeah, he was going after guys. Marv went backwards. Bad race for Marv. Which in those conditions, you would think they'd be good race. Mm. Um, you know, and then is Jack going to win every single race? I think so at this point <laughs> because my, my preseason prediction was only him and Forkner would win on the West Coast. I, we've lost Forkner, so I have to stick with my prediction and say, uh, yeah, perfect season. Let's start the talk. I'm going to say no. R- RJ is going to get one. Uh, RJ looked really good. If he I can th- keep it together and not he, do RJ things, he no, can win one. He did. I think McAdoo – I would put McAdoo slightly ahead of RJ in my odds to win, but flip a coin. Yeah. You don't, know. You think, um, don't you think McAdoo is, like, not rated high enough for what he's done? Like, I feel I look at yeah. McAdoo as a good, strong contender. Other guys, like these guys over here, yeah. kind of look <laughs> at him as like, eh, whatever, he's a top five guy. See, clearly he doesn't read I mean, the, my interviews on Vital MX because I talked to McAdoo and – Felt um, like he could win a race. You were positive. Yeah, with no, him but in wait, an wait. Winning a race is one thing, but title contender is another thing. Which he, Lewis is saying, you don't think he's a title guy. Uh, See? Yeah. yeah. Negative. Right. <laughs> Negative. He can. I mean, he, you know, he's caught the jet and passed him, which is not many people have. Yeah. So he's done straight up that. But then he's has, has he made it through a whole series yet? Mm-mm. Ever? No. Nope. I don't think he has. No. Right. So. There's a downside. He definitely kept Jet honest a little bit last year. Yeah, so, absolutely. No, yeah. he caught him and passed him at one yeah, race. Yeah. I think it was Indy or something. Yep. You know, so yeah, he can, he can do it. Uh, but so, got a little bit of news about Carson Mumford, uh, who was on the Bar X team, but I believe his dad owns some of that team, so it's probably easy for him to get out of that contract. I'm guessing. Just hey, dad, I don't, I don't really want to ride. I mean, more. I think even even though they're there, the goal of course is. Yeah. No offense to the team. The goal has been to get back on a true factor. Yeah, team. so he's getting a PC uh, r- ride for Forkner starting the next Oakland, or starting Oakland, not the next one, Oakland, February 18th, which I'm actually surprised. His wrist injury was disgusting. Yeah, and he's uh, been back on the bike for like two days from that or something. I don't know. Posted? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but 100% we're presuming that he found out that the pro circuit thing was an option. And then forced him, like, kind of pushed himself to get on a bike early, right? Maybe, maybe. Like, uh, that's, that's kind of how I, I mean, put those two things together. February 18th is a new date for Oakland. That's uh, a month away. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like that's enough time to get ready. Yeah. But, I think it's interesting. His, he's had a relationship with Mitch. He was a Team right. Green kid back in the day. Um, I know his, his parents get along good with Mitch. And they've, he was uh, one of four riders that did the fill-in tryout two years ago when Joe got it. It was Harrison, Masterpool, uh, Mumford and Shimoda all tried out. And Lopes, and Lopes. Lopes? Somebody yeah. mentioned that, but I never yeah. heard Lopes yeah, rode Lopes. that day. Lopes went there, uh, rode, got blisters, told Mitch he couldn't ride, and Mitch is like, yeah. yeah, we'll just see you later then. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. We don't really care about your blisters. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he was one of those guys that when Harrison got it, right? No, it was uh, Shimoda that got it. Okay, We're talking I'm, about... Talk, I'm talking about outdoors then. No, no, I'm okay. talking about Sorry. one that happened basically when I ended up with him because when okay. we had sent him an offer. All right, no, he I'm did talking a PC outdoors offer. at Glen Helen. There yeah. was a test. Harrison got it. 
yeah, Harrison got it. So then they come back to Supercross okay. and they need to pick somebody. And they did a two day test between four riders. They did Masterpool and I think Mumford on one day, mm -hmm. and then Harrison and Joe on another day. I might yeah, have that whatever. Right, scrambled. But, right. But anyways, he's tried the bike before. They've talked about it, so he's he's yeah. getting that shot. I know Mumphy pretty well. He was pretty frustrated at his whole situation, right? What 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 to do? What what's going on? I told him, in my opinion, like he wants good equipment. He, yeah. You know, he hasn't had good equipment in his mind for a while. No offense. He wants a factory bike. No, he wants a factory bike. And yeah. there's a difference. I told him, don't sign anything. Just be ready. Practice your balls off on whatever brand you want, yeah. and be ready to fill in. Now, he he got he got out of his contract anyways. Yeah. So it was no problem, but. Like, if you want your shot, I was telling him, this is what you got to do. And then you have your shot. McAdoo yeah. got a shot. He's yeah. never been off it since, right? He, yeah. Uh, he took a shot. So, yeah, here we go, Carson. <laughs> Here's, this is what you want. Yeah. This, that, <laughs> it's a big gamble when you think, though, of how little prep time he'll have. I mean, it's, it's kind of sink. I'm not saying it's going to be the end-all, be-all, but it's a little sink or swim-ish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, he's looking for this opportunity, but unfortunately he got it at a really bad time. Yeah. So if you go out and do really, really bad, who knows if you get another shot? No, absolutely. But yeah. if you don't take it, no. who knows if you get another shot? If you see a chance, take it. Yeah. No one else will fake it. That one, That's all. That, I, I hear you, man. You know what I'm, I'm talking about? I, it's, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Lewis is just gone. Add that to your list of motivational songs when you're... I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable now. What is that song? <laughs> Anyways, no, yeah, it ain't ideal. Your wrist was in an L-shaped, yeah, you know, right. six weeks ago. Yeah. But here it is. You because, cannot pass this off. And you guys know if if you perform for Mitch, you, you know, like, he'll keep you. He'll make uh, room for you. He likes this kind of stuff. Now, I'm curious if you had already heard this far... Is it just for Supercross, though, with Ryder D coming up for outdoors? I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume so. I, I don't know. I did not know for sure. But I, but I guess, like, there's always a shot that someone else at PC gets injured. So, yeah. Like, we're yeah. early enough where things yeah. could change on yeah. that front. Yeah. Do we have any idea of Jet Reynolds racing Supercross? No, not happening. Oh, we know as that? As far as I'm aware, okay. I've been told he is out till outdoors. Okay. That's All at right. least I've asked preseason and asked like a week before yeah, I so won. So they got Schmoda and Hamaker going east. Yep. And then they'll have McAdoo and Mumphy west. Yep. And yep. then come outdoors, bring Reynolds back. With and, Ryder D? And Ryder D back. That's what I'm saying. So like. Is he going to be healed up by then? Who? Ryder. Uh, yeah, because it was just, what, Carbo? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. Carbo. He'll be back on the bike in four right. or five weeks. Yeah. Um. All right, before we get to Alden Baker, good, good luck to Mumphy. We're all pulling for you. We like Mumphy. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan, so I hope he takes his shot and, and, and does it, man. Any chance he got this opportunity because he let all the teams come right at this place? And it just kind of <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, totally. Um, Arena Cross. So, Kate had himself a hell of a night. Oh, man. I Every, saw, everything I saw on social was him under bikes, uh, yes, off the me track, too. upside down. I was getting texts, Cade fast, Cade down. Cade up, Cade taken out, cops involved, Cade punched, Cade, Cade in a podium. Hey, what did, what did you hear more? What word did you hear more of over the weekend? Arena cross or Cade? Probably Cade. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was cool for the series, though. Uh, Robbie McQuarrie, we had him on our show, I don't know, a month or so ago, uh, talking about this new arena cross series. They revert the um, uh, minivan order for the second night, right? So um, they revert that, or for the second race, I should say. Um, so... Stank Dog, our guy Stank Dog. We already know I'm not a fan. I, I'm not not letting him in my race last year, not letting him in my race this year. 
Objectively, though, anybody see anything wrong with what Kay did in the first turn in that heat race? Absolutely not. I mean, I, no, no. Like, no. I, there was anything wrong with that? That is the no. most situation that falls under the category of a racing incident, like, right? But is is anybody saying there was something wrong with that? I think. Well, Mr. Stankog was <laughs> well, saying well, that. taking food <laughs> yeah, out of the but, dog's mouth. I think the man who punched the other man was probably but no, quite I think upset. He, I, don't think, I don't think Stank thought there was anything wrong with it. He just thought, well, okay, you do that to me, I do it back to you. That, no, that's okay. He clear, no, he, he didn't said do anything food. to him. Well, yeah, he said. I'm not he, saying he, this. He said Cade took money off his table. Can, food out of his mouth, out of the dog's mouth. Yeah. Can we get the prize money for Arena Cross easily? Because if we work out where. Stank dog. I hate saying that. Just like we're grown ups. Stank dog. Um, <laughs> just say Jared. I don't know. Nicknames well. are so dumb. I'll just call him Ryder. Yeah, nicknames are so dumb. <laughs> Ryder. Um, Ryder A. If I'd like Person to figure out, like, based on his times, how much money was taken off of his table, because I'd imagine it wasn't much. You know what? You know what? A really good way to get money taken off your table is uh, punching a guy getting DQ'd. But like, so if you watch what K did in that turn, yeah. What was the alternative? K just literally like backing out and stopping and letting the man uh, go around the so, outside like he waits a lap Cade's leading and then he just cleans Cade out sets him on the concrete which by the way Cade, se- take all. Cade sent me a still of it and it's fantastic he's upside down <laughs> it's great um and then he gets so then they get into it in the tunnel afterwards and Stanky according to Cade we'll get the story from Cade punches him and gets DQ'd thrown out of the building go home so he got DQ'd because of the punch yes not because of the retaliation apparently the punch is what did it so the punch did happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't clear on whether the no. punch was like made up. Or yeah. No, was punch happened. Thing. He punched Cade in the throat, I guess. Oh, sad. Yeah. Poor Cade. So, poor Cade. So, but like, it's such a baby move getting lapped and taking him down. Like, hey, you're mad about it? Cool. Whatever. Get your ass in the main event and take him out there or beat him on the track or whatever. But he also waited for Alessi one time. He took Alessi out. Alessi was lapping him. And he fucked with Mike. So this is what Stanky does. He gets a lap down and then decides to be a baby and tries to take people out. I think it's a chicken shit move. And I think if you want to really, if you're serious about money and you're serious about racing, get in the main event and then fucking T-bone the shit out of Cade in the race. I got no problem with that. Right. Yeah. I got no issues. I don't think what Cade did deserve that. But if you think you got wronged, then taking him out in the race or, or waiting till Oakland or waiting till San Diego, I should say. You wait to San Diego or whatever. Like, I'm all down. But a lap down and the guy's lapping yeah. you? Like, well, that is just cheese ball. And, and when you get it out of context, like, the first thing I was sent was Jared getting Jared getting Cade back. And my first thought was, okay, Cade did something to him before, and this is another heat race. This is the main later that night. I get it. It's arena cross. And then I find out what the original incident looked like. I'm like, okay. Don't know if that really warrants it. And then I find out it's the same race and a lap down. I'm like, dude, it's just, it's just lame. Okay. It's lame. Uh, like, okay, you're mad. Cool. I get it. I didn't see anything to be mad about, but I'm not a racer and I wasn't in that situation. You're mad. Right on. He pushed you off the berm. Got it. Mark it in and get your revenge later. To, uh, like, same thing with Bogle. When Bogle was a lap down and he launches bike at Barsha, I came on this show and said, you can't do that. You, de- you deserve to be DQ'd. And Bogle came on and said, I deserve to be DQ'd. That was not right. Right. It's not cool to do it a lap down. No. Not at all. And then the other one, me and Blair debated this a bunch yesterday, is uh, Stanky's post on it. First thing he does is come out and says, I was wrong for doing this, but then tries to defend while he's wrong. Yeah. Well, are you wrong Dude. or not? Like, pick a, pick a stance. Just like he went off on me that, for what I said, he misheard, he misheard me. I did not say what he thought I did. His only comeback to me on the phone should have been, hey, man, sorry. 
I just I lo- I didn't hear you right, and I apologize. Oh no, he doubled down. Mm-hmm. Doubled down was more angry with me than ever before. Like I don't know what this. Just say you're sorry, Stank. I'm sorry. It just it's really easy. It, it's it's actually it's kind of manly. It's kind of shows a maturation and, and and being a man. It's a you big dog move. It's a, big, a puppy. It's a big dog. Yeah, yes. Not the puppy um, no, it's all quite <laughs> the simple. big dogs say sorry. It's all quite simple. Yeah. You can wrap it all up okay. quite simply. Um, you would think that everyone out there is a racer. You would think, because they're going racing. But not everyone. Some people are out there just for attention, to get their name out there, and to basically feel like a big dog. Mm. And we all want to feel like a big yeah, dog. I yeah, get it. Right. I also would want to feel like a big dog if I was a racer. However, I would not let that need for attention get in the way of my actual racing of making clearly, money because apparently money is very important yes Cade took money off his table no, he took clearly, money out of his own table by getting himself that's what i'm saying food. like yeah. so if money if, if you're so mad at Cade for money here's how to get money make the main event and I, I now have two cases that prove that this man is not interested in racing or making a name for himself as a racer one he raced a two-stroke yes so right yeah, really competitive yeah, right. really after the competitive yeah, side right. really after and money really after two, money if he was even given the slightest thought to, oh, I want to race tonight and make money and do well and show everyone how good I am on a bike, he wouldn't have done that move. So clearly, while he's riding, all he's thinking about is, oh, Instagram, oh, Instagram comments, oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, sad. I just... Poor what, what? So the last time you were in here yes. was after the Oakland. I'm almost like your expert. I only get brought in when the... <laughs> when he, he's when the he, material when, when he sent his mob after after JT's sister. Yeah. Who sister, hasn't been seen since. She, yeah, she hasn't... She, Kidnapped, I don't know. She hasn't been around since. She's ashamed of everything. And her jeans. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, so... I Look, again, Cade's my friend. I get it. But I think my history on this show is I'm not afraid to call a spade a spade. I think that was bullshit. I think that what Cade did was perfectly fine. Yeah. And I think waiting a lap, just like with Bogle... Waiting until you're lapped down and taking the leader out is also bullshit. Yeah, I think there's two two separate inc- incidences, obviously, the on-track and then the punch. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I've never had a problem with Stank. He and I are fine. I, I talk to him. He's cool. But Cade's a friend also. I don't like the on-track stuff, the waiting the lap. I think that yeah. was, it was just he racing. Just, he definitely – You want to get him back, decision. do it in yeah. a real race. It was an immature decision, which I think we've all made stupid decisions when we're heated. Especially as racers, you just talked about one last week, didn't you, with your buddy? Or you, you were mad and you threw the and broke the, the roll-offs, right? You're heated. Yeah. That was a dumb thing to do. Yeah, but it was in the heat of the moment. But the post-race stuff is really where I had the biggest problem with Stank. Is I, I've got buddies that think it's cool, and when you get when you get wronged, you fight. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And I think it's more mature to 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 handle it with words. And and eventually you guys you, you guys work it out. And there's three sides sides to every story. There's gonna be Cades, Stanks, and what actually happened. Yeah. But um, I, all right, let's uh, let's get to our oh, next guest. Here. Real quick. Oh, so, yeah. Do you know who loved all of this? The guys that own Arena Cross. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they were great. The true victors. No, absolutely. Uh, I want to think about Renthal, Renthal bars. Uh, what's your bar of choice? You you got to take those purple off the blue. What is everybody's issue with it? I it, like them. I don't no. care what everybody no. thinks. Well, that's fine. Yeah. No, you run it then. I, I, yeah, I like them. You, you fly the flag. But it's gross. You do you, hair man. Yeah, it's gross I have it's gotten disgusting. over overwhelmingly they're they're ugly. Yes, a couple they look cool. Purple and blue. The man is called Dark Side, yet he has bright purple bars <laughs> on a white bike. Because <laughs> hey, make thank, it make thank sense. Thank you, Paul P, for the. I also have them on my husky, and people don't like them on the husky either. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I'm talking about the husky. I think that's the worst thing. It, yeah, it's apparently there's only one or two motorcycles you're yeah. allowed to wear purple bars on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. run. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, thanks to Renthal. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Red Bull KTM, whether it's uh, Factory Honda. Whether it's a Monster Kawasaki, Red Bull, or Red Bull, 
Rental. The Undisputed Global in manufacturing design since 1969. Twin wall bars, uh, 7 eighths bar. Fat Bar 36, the old Fat Bar. I just put on a new set of Fat Bars on uh, Blue Crew. So thanks to uh, the guys at Renthal as well, Renthal.com. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Renthal.com, grips, bars, sprockets, chains, mountain bike stuff as well. Uh, so thank you to the folks at Renthal bringing you our first guest of the night. He is uh, one of the most renowned trainers our sport has ever seen, and uh, he's doing it again this year with another roster set of roster, uh, another roster of riders. Alden Baker, what's up, Alden? How are you, man? Hey, Steve, man, all good, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and I, I appreciate the kind words. No problem, man. Thank you for coming on. I've been meaning to check in with you for a little while. Obviously, no Oakland to talk about, but uh, what'd you <laughs> what'd you think of uh, Anaheim for? Um, this new pupil you have, Cooper Webb, he, uh, he's back in the roster, and he showed us something, man. Yeah, no, and look, I, you know, I think we all know his potential and his capabilities, and uh, I mean, he's back, and, and, you know, he was committed this, this last, you know, this offseason, and um, he's motivated, and uh, I think we're, you know, we're in a good place, and uh, I think we'll see a lot of really, really good stuff from Cooper this season. Uh Everything seemed to go well in the off season, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm excited. I think it'll it'll be really solid. We uh, we had him on after um, Anaheim won, and then I've had some conversations with him too. And he he's admitted, like he, I think he's being really mature in saying that you and him butted heads, you and him had issues. When he yeah. got back together, he said that you and him had really good talks and hashed everything out. And like men, like professionals. You threw everything away and started, you know, from scratch. I think that's 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 admirable because I think people egos get in the way of everybody. I like what he's told me about getting back with you. Yeah, no, and and I agree with him. I think there were, you know, a few things that where we did butt heads, you know, and and that I mean, look, my job is you know is always finding the faults in these guys. So sometimes it's not pretty, uh-huh. um, but um, I feel that. You know exactly what he said. We we hash things out. Um, you know, I have my agenda and and what I feel is needed to be done. And mm-hmm. and you know, he had some some ideas too that that I totally respect. And and look, like I said, we threw it all out there. Um, and then once that was done, everything has been phenomenal. And I feel like we got a great understanding and and a good direction. So yeah, uh, yeah so it's it's really good. Yeah, that's awesome to see. Um... How is it? So you got Christian Craig over there this year, and RJ and Malcolm and Webb's back, and we know like Marvin and Anderson and maybe Zacho and Coop that a couple of years ago, like yeah. like there, there's there's a dynamic of personalities that you know you have to manage and they manage mm. yours, and it has mm. to all work, and it hasn't always worked. Sometimes there's been some feuds. Yeah, what? How do you balance that, Alden? How do you make sure like? Look, this everyone's encouraging. Like everyone's happy. I I don't know. Like how do you how do you manage that? Because that would be like one bad apple, and I don't even call in those guys bad apples. They just weren't happy. Yeah, can sometimes bring things down. Yeah, Stephen, that's a good question. I mean, look, that's always the challenge. Um, you know, I don't I don't get to pick, you know, per se all the riders. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm contracted to the KTM group. Uh, we all sit down together and we have a fair idea of who's, you know, uh, their heavy hitters or their main guys. Mm-hmm. And then it is my job to piece that group together. And, and it's, it is challenging. And everyone 
you know, is expected to, to be winners, which they're all capable of. So that adds to that whole dynamic is that they all can win. And if you can win, you can win championships. So it's, it's, it's a balancing act. And, and some years have been a lot harder with mm-hmm. the different uh, mentalities and, and, and I'd say um, the diversity of, of the athletes. But, uh, I mean, you work your way through it. You, I, I always say I pick my battles. You know, I, try and, <laughs> sure. I, pick, I focus on what I, the, the main goal, and that is to get them race ready each individually to the best of their ability. Um, and then it's day by day who I kind of steer towards in pushing or backing off a little bit. And that, that's what makes, you know, that's why you're a personal trainer. It, it is a group, but it still becomes very personal. Right, so, right. <laughs> it is tough. Though. I think people don't understand um, what all goes into that and how that can get. But uh, I've got to give it up that this group, you know, and, and I was concerned, obviously, with a new guy coming in, there's a lot for him to adapt to. So Christian was that guy where, okay, how's he going to blend in? How's this all going to work? And what can we get in? And overall, uh, Steve, you know, it was actually... I'd say, for the most part, a really pleasurable off-season training, mm-hmm. to be honest. Okay. So I'm happy because they all had their days when it's not pretty, mm-hmm. and but they all actually understood that and gelled well and still stuck to their job of giving it the, you know, the best that they can day by day. Sure. Hey, Alden, Jamie, yeah. Jamie from Vital MX. Uh, you talked a little bit about you and Cooper talking and kind of squashing the issues. Before he left, I assume some of the tension that was between you guys probably seeped out where the other riders maybe felt some of it. Uh, before Cooper came back, was there any discussion with those guys about, you know, how do they felt about it or how you guys were going to handle things so that that tension didn't kind of linger? Yeah, well, and, and that's a good question, Jamie. I, the the I had a whole like when Cooper basically left, I almost had everybody changing their plans, um, <laughs> and it was just one of those perfect yeah. storms. I mean, look, Zach was retiring. Um, Marvin was going to go to a one series only deal, so that changed that dynamic. Uh, so, and then there was I'd say the only one that was sort of the stable sort of single guy left in the pack was RJ, but he's always kind of blended in i've never felt like i've had an issue with rj um he's very i'd say smart and good at staying out of stuff um and not letting things get to him so Mm -hmm. you know when when and then obviously i had ap coming in as a new guy um so he wasn't really you know any sort of issues it was just more of okay i've got a i've got a new guy here then i had um you know RJ and and then obviously Malcolm was new, so it it actually changed over to a whole pretty much a whole new pack, which was a you know to be honest a breath of fresh air considering sure. the previous pack had kind of developed, they'd all done well, they'd all they'd all got to their point where you know hey what's next and what's next for each individual in their own particular way. So I'm not throwing stones at any one of them; mm-hmm. they all had different dynamics to deal with. Um, so going forward, it was, it was a new crew and then it sort of started. And then obviously then there was a return of Coop. But I think 
it was also a breath of fresh air for Cooper because he's always got on well with AP, so that was solid. Um, Malcolm was new to him, but there was no sort of animosity there. Um, and I say, so it kind of just eased back into another good group, which I felt, man, I'm sure due for a good, and not to say the, the, the other group was bad. It was just yeah. circumstances created an issue where they all were changing the dynamics of what they were either doing or where they were going, you know? Uh, talking about changing dynamics, so literally like you, Ricky, Stu, you know, RV, these guys now, how much do you change up your program, Alden, from year to year? Like, you know, I've, I've talked to enough guys about kind of what they do under you and, you know, what, what kind of bicycle mm. work it is. But how much do you, like, um, and I don't even mean adapt to each guy, but as you gain knowledge, as your years of experience add in and you say, huh, RV like that and James like this and Ricky thought this, mm. do you change your program year to year to just, I don't know, either adapt to the latest things that you know or to sort of make it more fun for these guys? Do, do you change up much? Yes, and, and that's, Steve, you hit it on the nail there. I have to evolve. People say that you, you know, that, oh, maybe my program still, but it's evolved a lot. And I'll give you one example. There's no way that any one of these guys could do the load that, like a Carmichael did okay. um, back in the day. Or So each individual, for me, it's to find out, firstly, how they react to training and how they can react to certain loads of training. And that always depends where they're at in their career and also what they've been doing prior to coming to me. So, you know, to answer your question, I feel it changes a lot. Now, it still has the same what I call curriculum. Mm -hmm. You can't get past the riding. Right. And I mean, that's yeah. not going to go anywhere. So the job is riding, but the rest of what I call the training, meaning the cardio and the strength stuff, does evolve and change accordingly. Now, remember, too, I do have to have the group working together. Yeah. Otherwise, and the goal of that is I get the best out of the riding, which is the main focus in the training. Mm -hmm. So now when you put the group on the cardio stuff, well, you've got different levels already right there. But they do have their own heart rates. I am pretty good over the years. I feel I've learned a lot at adjusting their position in the training to get the best out of them. I can soon find out who's more sort of a dominant in one area compared to another. And right. that's where I blend each one a little bit. And it goes to the same thing in the strength training. Look, strength training is strength training. It's needed. It is a part of the training. But that has evolved a lot, and it all depends on who I'm dealing with. And there again, to keep it fun, I do change that a lot. I mean, that just to give an example – Strength stuff has changed every week. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not the same Monday. Now, they may sometimes think that, but it's definitely not. And, <laughs> when they're, and look, when they're complaining, yeah, when they're complaining. Yeah, right. that's <laughs> the thing. is all, They all have that point where that it, it's, they're going to start whining. Mm -hmm. I mean, my goal is to push them in areas that they haven't been pushed, mm -hmm. and that's my theory on that is that's the only way you kind of grow and, and adapt to something in a different at a different level so i have my long-term goals and how i navigate there is there's always a plan 
I'm, I, I feel like yeah, maybe I'm a little too much in my planning, but I do feel that that, that is critical to the program, and I make sure that they are going to be accountable, and uh, we, you know we go from there. So I think it's evolved a lot, and it, and it will continually. I see that even with some of the youth that is coming through, that you know it's just different dynamics and, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to change otherwise it's it's honestly not going to work right uh Renthal bringing you alden baker on the show uh speaking of things that you have to like adapt and stuff have you gotten involved in like the mindset mental health stuff a lot more recently like uh we were talking to ap last week and he said that he struggles with like overthinking things that happen on race day putting too much emphasis on one mistake or one issue with bike setup mm-hmm. do you get involved with that a lot or do you kind of try and stay away from that stuff no, no. I mean, that's a big key thing. The, the, the mental side of, of being a racer or, or a high-end athlete is critical. How you, get, you know, and, and people sometimes I think they overcomplicate it a little bit. It's not like you can be what I call a shrink and sit the guy down and say, hey, man, that's a bad thought. You need to get rid of it. A lot of it is habit. And a lot of it lines with confidence. You'll find that a guy doesn't really have much mental issues if he's very confident but he has to be confident in his whole program. So so give an example that you mentioned AP. Yes, there are areas that he lets get to him and then it can actually be a deterrent, meaning if he makes a mistake, he sometimes will let that drag on too long. We see that in the training and it's, I have to stay on him with that as he practices to get rid of that habit. I all believe that all these little things are honestly just bad habits. Um, and he has to acknowledge that in his mental state that, okay, hey, uh, my method of how I approach or how I think about something's not right. And then there is a plan, okay, you've got to acknowledge this problem, but then you've got to work on it getting fixed. So we do plan on that. We do talk a lot about that. And there again, each guy's different at what makes them mentally the best that they can be to go racing. But, um, I don't necessarily go and study what I, I do feel like actually, to be honest, if it was just the training and the hours and the loads and the heart rates and all that, my gosh, my job would be a lot easier. <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest thing is I feel like over the 22 years, I have become per se a shrink that you can read what this guy is doing and thinking and how am I going to navigate him off that that rail per se. So, was it, it, uh, was it, it a big part. Was it 75% shrink with RV and 25% <laughs> yeah. training? Good God. I would say for sure. I mean, and, and that was the guy, you know, you soon learn what, what are the habits of, 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 of an athlete that makes him tick or drives him or pushes him beyond his, his comfort zone. And there again, if I talk about RV, we butted heads more than I'd say any other athlete I've mm-hmm. ever had. But that's what he thrived on. Mm-hmm. So once yeah. I recognized that, okay, his, his actual strength is to almost get me pissed off. And he would thrive <laughs> on that. So there's a mental state that I've never seen in another athlete right, right. where he's actually trying to push my buttons for me to really push hard back yeah. in order to get him to do his, his yeah. job. So... Yeah, you got to read your, your athletes mm-hmm. really, really well and find those areas that I feel like that is that mental state of 
Right. What he pushes and drops him. He told me he's in better shape now than he ever has been a couple of weeks ago. So just <laughs> FYI, Alton. Yeah, oh, I, I saw him at Jack Walker Day one, uh, even. Yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was curious, uh, talking about all the stuff you do directly with the riders on the bike, off the bike, in the gym, uh, talking more about your actual facility, the, the Baker's factory, speaking of things changing the last couple of years, have you had, do you feel like you've had to adapt anything different there, whether it's changing up the tracks more, letting them get rougher, prepping them more, setting them up a certain way where it matches, it allows the guys to replicate race day more Have you, have you guys changed the way you go about actually prepping the facility and getting it ready for these guys? Yeah, that has evolved also a lot. I mean, I think um, the preparation of the track, I, the biggest thing is, look, the East Coast, our tracks, they tear up a lot more than what I call our, the West Coast tracks. It's the type of dirt. We get a lot more moisture. Um, it's, it's different. But that, to me, is more relative to the racing. Um, I've done a, you know, in the past, a, you know, a decent amount uh, of trying to learn. Obviously, Dirtworks builds the tracks. We've even had them come by and build the tracks so we can see, okay, is there anything unique or different? And we have learned stuff on how they build tracks today that that have passed into how we do our tracks. Um, we do let them get pretty rough, and but there again, it's got to be safe because we've got to make it to the races. So that balance is is always something that you have to focus on with the tracks. Um, although I put, you know, at least eight riders out there on a track and it will get, it gets tore up a lot. So what I'm finding now is the tracks evolve the same way as the track kind of evolves towards the main. Um, so I think we're, we're well in the, in the ballpark there. Uh, the only thing now is the maintenance side of it is a lot because the way we go, we almost have to prep the track a full redo before we start the next day. Um, and it is, it's become that that's just the nature of the animal. Um, but it is in line with, I feel, how things develop at the race. When you look at when we go to the night program, you know, the 250 guys actually start off with a pretty much fresh track, but then it goes south yeah. quickly. You know, and that's kind of the same. So I feel we have a good understanding, but there again, you've got to analyze where the riders are too. You know, you know, thank God I deal with a lot of experienced and good riders, so you can let the track kind of go a lot more than if I had guys that, that are really new. And, and I do in the 250 side, so I have to be mindful of also keeping that balance mm-hmm. or at least in between, which was something we never used to do where we may have to prep sections in between the sessions just to keep it, I'd say, relative and, and also being that we don't get ahead on, on, on things not being safe to, to the to the point. Four strokes, man. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, one little follow-up to that do you, is because you are a big planner. Even when we're talking about like your time of year when you're in boot camp, when you just need the guys to do laps, do you go a little more prep, a little safer on the track because the guys are getting more wore out? And then when it comes closer to race season, do we go a little rougher for a couple weeks when they're testing? And then same thing as you get into season, do you go, okay, they've been riding enough. Do do you even adapt track prep depending on kind of what time of year it is? Or do you go that deep on, on analysis? Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, 
I believe when the guys first start out, we can't have the tracks crazy, although that's when the tracks are brand new, so they're kind of beefy. Um, so we we have to you know keep it a little mellow, but then as the season gets going and they get better and better, we tend to try and make things a little bit more peaky because that's kind of how the races develop. So we are aware of how things go and also how their skill level improves and what what they are capable. And and that is a lot to do with, you know, also just monitoring week to week and kind of seeing where they're at and how they're evolving. But uh, we do, things do evolve towards the end where I feel like the whoops, we, we make them, I mean, pretty dang realistic by the end so that it's not a shocker for them when they do go racing. I'd rather that they come on the weekend and they go like, oh, this track's a lot easier than what we've been dealing with. And that, to me, also relates to that mental side where they're really mentally confident now just in that. So there are those little pieces that have to align, for sure. Hey, Alden, I know you help the guys with the on-track stuff also, technique, et cetera, a little bit. Hmm. Um, I've heard a lot the question of, you know, what does Alden, Alden know about that? He's never raced at that hmm. level. How do you, you know, how do you handle that? Do you ever have any riders that say, you know, how do you know what you're talking about? I'm doing this. You haven't. Yeah, and, and that's that's true. Um, you know, and I think I get a lot of sort of almost heat from arbitrary people regarding, well, he has never raced, so what does he know? Well, I can say that this is my 22nd year doing and watching this, So, and with a lot of good guys. So my point is I've seen enough, I've heard enough, I've been around enough other riders that have also given their input and so on to kind of know what I feel are the main critical points. Um, to what I see when I watch a guy ride. Um, but I have to be careful because I do understand that if I look the rider in the eyes and tell him, listen, you need to stop chopping the throttle when you come into the whoops, I can read his eyeballs that he's looking at me like, yeah, you take my bike and go. <laughs> right, right. You know? So there again, it goes back to where the rider's at and how much trust he's putting into you. If I pick up that the rider is not really trusting my words with what I say on track, I find another way of getting that opinion to him. And I may even use another rider, but mm -hmm. I will find a way to make sure he understands where he's not looking good. So there's many ways to, you know, to do it, but I am well aware that, okay, heck, I was never a, a supercross or motocross racer, so... Yeah, that's that's a part of it. But there again, I do feel there's stuff that I see through my eyes that I don't think a racer would see because he's done it his way and not with many eyeballs per se. Right. Meaning I've looked and watched at the best of the best in many, many years in so many different situations and so many points of their career that I feel pretty confident that if I say something or I mention it, that it's is realistic and legitimate. All right, we got a phone call for you here, Alden from uh, from Sean. Sean, what's your question to uh, Alden Baker? What's up, guys? Um, Alden, I was just curious, man. You know, all the riders you've trained in your uh, during this time. Um, are there any crazy stew stories you'd like to share with us? <laughs> Sean, I don't know if we've got enough time, man. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just no, anything, look, man. Just, just, just make my night, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'd say some of the most craziest things 
would have to go back to Villa because, I mean, really? he would, you know, he would actually push my buttons beyond. <laughs> where I, we'd fight sometimes literally on the ground, and I'd be like, man, I want to hurt this guy. I really want to hurt him. And, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not proud to say that. I mean, it, it's, it's just one of those things. But I do remember the one, I mean, the one thing that still catches my thing with, like, Villa was, he, we're up on the jump in obviously full summer deal in Florida. We in, in the heat of motocross, and I, I said something to him at the top of the jump, and he must have not liked it. But I knew what was coming. Was he? He saw an, an opportunity to push me off the jump. <laughs> but I, but I, said, I happened to read it before he did it, and yeah. he, and he was a little slow at doing it, and so I grabbed his arm and then stepped around him and then kicked him in the bike off that whole jump. And I'm with a big jump. So, he went rolling down there and, and obviously face full of dirt and all that. And then obviously now he was really <laughs> upset. So I thought, oh my gosh, because he came running up the jump and now wants to fight. But um, I grabbed him by the helmet and ran down the jump with him with my hand in his helmet. And that <laughs> put more dirt into his face. And uh, then it, anyway, the short story was, yeah. I mean, it got a little weird for a while, but um, something that definitely not normal and then the <laughs> no, best was once, no. once he decided all right he's had enough he's good he started his his session and i think because he was still sort of wound up i think he hit like the second roller and swapped and went over the handlebars oh, <laughs> and, nice. Dude. Oh, and, then, awesome. and i actually felt for him i was like oh my god that's not good yeah but then from my end, I couldn't give him an inch. So I told him, "Hey, get up and get going. What you waiting for?" And he was, yeah. <laughs> but he was tough, man. He, he he carried on, and and that was good. I mean, we. But yeah, there were some we, stories there that I think was. Un- we have open. a YouTube. We have a YouTube clip from either RV or Jake. I don't know who was filming. Jake was must have yeah. been filming. You and RV are wrestling on the ground, and our, I think yeah. Jake was filming. And yeah, it's just it's. <laughs> This is your trainer and your rider, and you guys are just wrestling on the ground. Like, it's great. I, I, I know. And those are the things we, I mean, I'd go home and think, like, what, does, what has happened? <laughs> what is wrong with what this What did guy? I get myself into? Right. Yeah, yeah. But there was that love-hate relationship where, you know, we, we, know, we, can't, we knew we needed each other in a yeah. way. You know, I needed him to perform, and I knew he could do it. He needed me to push his buttons and, right. and vice versa. But and then we had a lot of success, which always makes up for any any issues. But the craziest thing he did tell me that when he did finish up, and we we were chatting, which I was a little bit taken back. He told me, he said, "Man, there were days where I'd hate the sight of you." <laughs> <laughs> you, know, oh. you always hope that a guy doesn't really it doesn't get to that point. But that's to me how deep you get into the relationship with the rider. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, Sean was asking about Stu. I'll ask you this: Was there a day when Stu just didn't show? <laughs> there was one. Yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah. he's just like he's not doing that today. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually thought in the in the big scheme of things, there'd probably be more of those days, but there was only one that strikes me yeah. where. <laughs> I, I called him and I said, where are you? Because, you know, I'm yeah, waiting. Yeah. And he said, man, uh, and he was pretty good about it. He said, yeah. dude, I, I'm, I've, I've just hit a little bit of a, a spot and um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just you got to give me a day here today. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> okay. And I said, well, I said, well, wh- where are you? What are you doing anyway? And he's yeah. like, 
I'm on my way to Miami. I need a breather. <laughs> <laughs> just for the day. Yeah, just going to Miami, man. That's great. But otherwise, there was right. no, no issue. Thank, thanks, Sean. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Alden, what's uh, what's up with the bicycle company Alcalve? Alcalve, how do you say it? Um, okay, you say it, you say it like Ferrari, Alcalve. Alcalve. So, okay. All right. Alcalve. So yeah, I mean the shortened story of Alcalve is you know it was um, my partner Alfredo who was also is involved in bicycles. He's more in, in BMX, but mm-hmm. um, and I helped him uh, a few years back uh, just with some of the ideas that I had with regarding to sport. It was kind of like a side project, but we we became such good friends and we were chatting and he said to me, you know, hey man, wouldn't it be cool to you know own your own bicycle? Because we'd always talk bicycle and mm-hmm. I'd always talk about things that I liked and things that I wish could be done better or you know, the whole thing. And that developed into where he said, well, hey, what would you be interested? And I said, well, for sure, but I think it's overwhelming because I wouldn't even know where to start, you know. And the interesting thing was he actually did a lot of the the groundwork um, with the connections in Asia because you've got to get, Mm -hmm. you've got to have a good frame builder and you've got to have someone that can do all the testing and do all the ideas that you have that you put forward make it either realistic or not possible you know so that was five years ago that we actually started the project um and it evolved now the biggest thing as you know my my focus even for alfredo he was in the last olympics he's in a in a well-accomplished uh, bmx athlete so he had his focus and i've you know got my focus and mm-hmm. still have my focus so it was kind of like a little sort of project on the side you know hey can we do something and develop and it kept growing and and as we would tick sort of the little points off that we'd have to get to before you move to the next point or to the next and uh and then gosh yeah five years later yeah we are with what i call sort of my perfect bike and the whole reason also for pushing for this was i wanted a bicycle that fitted kind of everybody meaning uh, you know, I train athletes that are not really typically good cyclists, but I have a range. I have guys that I feel like probably don't even know much about it, and then I've got ones that are really into it. Right. But my goal was to have a bike with the right geometry that would cover the whole band, which translates then to what I feel that 90% or 100% of the public are kind of in, you know, mm-hmm. where not everything just suits everybody. So... And it's a big training tool for me. I mean, it's 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 what got me to this country. It's it's always it's and one of our slogans is it gets you there or gets you gets you there. And it it got me here, and it's mm-hmm. obviously also got Alfredo to where he is. So there's a lot of passion, and there's a lot of um, sort of this is a special project for us, and and it aligns with that's one of my biggest training tools. So. Yeah, we are, and it's launched obviously, you know, middle of November. And it, to me, it's a boutique bike. It is. There's not going to be many that are going to be sold. It is special. There's going to. Our goal is to have a better connection with the people that buy it, meaning the bike fit and everything mm-hmm. that aligns with the bicycle. Um, so yeah, we're we're evolving and it's moving along really well, and 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 we're really excited and happy with it. A L C A V I. Sorry, I B A L A L C A V I bikes dot com. Uh, I just want to yeah, give it a website. Yeah, Alcalvi bikes dot com. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it looks nope. really good. I've talked. Seth's got one. He loves it. Says it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks like you guys are making really good quality bicycles. So that's cool. Nice yeah. yeah. Now that's the goal, and it's kind of aligning with the Baker's factory where it's exclusive. The factory is. Um, basically, it, we we put everything together there, so it's not it's not assembled somewhere else. The quality control is is done to what we feel is the best. Um, and then obviously we are busy aligning with um, you know specific bike shops that we feel that the connection is going to be good with, and that's that's our goal is to mm-hmm. connect with a limited amount of of them and and then grow the brand you know from there. I did have a question for you about the bike. I used to be a little bit more of a road bike nerd, but uh, visually looking uh-huh. at it, looks kind of like an aero frame style build, but you're talking about having a range of guys, some of them that aren't road bikers. So is it, you know, all stiff? Is it a little bit more from uh, the dimensions and cockpit side, a little bit more endurance-ish, a little more comfort than maybe your standard aero bike, considering, you know, you said it's a little bit for everybody or? Yeah, and then, and that's exactly right. We 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 wanted firstly, I wanted the shape, and I wanted the clean line, the clean lines, and then it being very aero, which it is. But I wanted a blend between a good climbing bike and a good um, sort of GT bike per se. Um, so we we did tweak the geometry, which we feel if we've hit hit it right on the sweet spot now, where it's a, a more comfortable bike. Um, its feedback from the road is is really nice, um, and it's not obviously you have to have stiffness in the right area, and that did take us a while and and a couple of models and test runs to get that right. But we feel like we've hit that in in, in the in that what I call that sweet spot. So that was the goal to make a bike that's slightly geometry different, but encompasses both the best of both worlds. Uh, nice. Yeah, looks looks great. We got a question from Nick. Uh, is there anybody that Alden wishes he could have worked with? Anybody that you wish you could have worked hmm. with? I know, right? Like you think about all the guys you have worked with. It's yeah, like, geez. I know. I mean, that's a good question. Eli uh, Ferrado. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's. Uh, I think look, looking at Eli this last season, he didn't need any help. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I. It's crazy. I've never really thought of wow. You know, gosh, I wish I'd had that that guy. I'm trying to think now if there's any. I think um, there's been a few. I mean, like Chad Reed, I think would have been good. That would have been a good, mm-hmm. you know, at some point. Um, and then we, that that obviously never never happened. Um, hmm. What what about somebody that you see now that you feel like he could use my help? Oh, you yeah. <laughs> I mean. A Ray, can we get A Ray down there? A-Ray, our, yeah. our friend A Ray. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I mean, the only thing I would say was I, heck, and and you know, my plate. I feel like with the group that I've had, it's almost given me no option to even think of anybody else yeah. because I've had so much on my plate. So I'm not trying to say that I, you know, like oh, they have, but I haven't really given that. I mean, much thought. I do feel that if I had to say something, I think Kenny left at the wrong time. You know, I, I enjoyed my rookie year. Well, his, it was his yeah. rookie year, and I felt there was massive potential there. And and you know, he chose a different direction. Um, and I and I look back at, you know, what I mean. Hey, the past is a past. I mean, he's an amazing, talented rider. But I do feel that there could have been a lot more positive things that if if he had you know stuck right. to stuck to. So I'd say 
that'd be about the only one that I felt. But my biggest thing is I hate investing time in a guy because, like I mentioned earlier, you're you're really deep into it. I mean, and the relationship is it's like it's it's love yeah. or hate. You know, you've got to be um, all in. And I, you know, I get a bit, you know, it's natural that you 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 feel that little bit of sort of like your girlfriend just left you that mm-hmm. feeling yeah when yeah. when someone leaves and you feel like the job hasn't been been done but i know that that's part of the business i mean jason anderson's another one i mean i love old burrito um so i was kind of bummed when when he moved on too right um but so it, it's more linked to guys that you've invested a lot of time with and effort and when they leave you know even with coop when they you know we were butting heads and, and i totally understand and all that but it i mean it it always it hurt you know, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be real about it. So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for calling in, Alden. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks for the uh, uh, the time. Good luck with the bikes, no. and uh, yeah, yes. we'll, we'll see you in San Diego, man. Thanks again. Yes, thanks, Steve, and thanks, 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 everyone, and appreciate the time. All right, All right. see you later. Thanks. Uh, that's Alden Bake, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Thank you. Always a good interview. Yeah, you know, lots uh, of information. He always is pretty. We we got we got a little bit of uh, YouTube feedback that you know enough pedal talk. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. If I listen to the YouTube people, though, I think I'll be. Well, yeah, business, you wouldn't you wouldn't you know. get anywhere. Uh, Lewis loves to listen to the YouTube people. Yeah, we're gonna get into that maybe later. They hate me. So, <laughs> Mr. Side uh, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works uh, from beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, magazine tests. Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Pulpamex twenty three is the code to save. DecalMX.com, PulpMX23 is a code to save. No, uh, Decal Works, number one, for many reasons. Thanks to those guys for coming on board and bringing us Mr. Side. Thank you as well to Firepower, Firepower Chains, made in uh, Japan, Firepower Lithium uh, Lightweight, feather, uh, Featherweight. What? You're I getting am. tongue-tied tonight. Little, little, I little, am. Little. Yeah. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. Uh, featherweight lithium batteries uh, are absolutely uh, a game changer for a lot of race teams because when, the, when you come to performance and weight, they can really notice a difference with the f- folks at Firepower. Firepowerparts.com at your local shop, motorsport.com as well. Over 50 years' experience in the industry, firepowerparts.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. And go to pulpamexshow.com. All the codes are there. All the logos are there. You can say with a lot of our products and a lot of our sponsors. So we'd really appreciate you people doing that. Michael Lindsay. Dark side, Lewis Phillips in studio. Race Tech. Anonymity. Anonymity. Race Tech, ran of the night. Uh, thank you to the folks at Race Tech. Love the guys at Checkers and everybody. Rob and Checkers doing great things for privateers. Doing great things for race teams as well. Motorworks, suspension work. They've got it all. Racetech.com. Tell me, listen to Pulp. Get your suspension oil changed. I mean, good God, Michael. You used to work at Enzo. You know bad oil and bad seals when you see it. And it doesn't even look like oil anymore. It just right. looks like black water what, when it what comes you, out. It looks out what used to, like when you rang out Darkseid's old uh, do-rag. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the same like. thing. Right. Exact same, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. So, uh, oh, all boy. right, we're race around the night. Lewis, Darkseid, Michael, I need you guys. Look, Darkseid, you, you're probably going to fuck me here because I give you enough shit, okay? I will never fuck okay. you, I promise. Yeah, but you're like, <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> do you want to take your computer away? That's fine. I'm okay. just monitoring the Sounds situation. Gay. Okay. He's on YouTube, so at least. He's... So I need you to be honest here yes. with me, and I need you. I need you all three to be honest here. Oh yeah. Again, I need your side of the story because I've well, heard keep. Well, hold I don't, on. I don't Do we have a little, Can we get a gavel? This feels like we're judging jury. I, right I now. just, I just need some honesty here. And again, dark side, you could totally just side with Kiefer on this because I, I will I've given you I, enough shit. I will if I agree with. So is so he. So I understand. So is he. So. Okay. So 
this gentleman, Chris Kiefer, has been attacking me on social media for not buying this Ulta bike. It's been going on for a long time, and I've got to lay this out. I, my rant is Chris Kiefer. That's my rant because he's, he's done me dirty here. So here's the situation. He has an Ulta. I offered to buy it from him three to four years ago. Okay, he's like, nope, 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 don't want to sell, don't want to sell. I'm like, I want it. I want the Alta. Like, it's it's cool. It's a one-of-a-kind, right, unique bike. So he's like, okay, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And I'm like, okay, like, just let me know. Three or four years ago. So I did say I would buy it. Then, like, every time I go to his house, it's just leaning outside. Still there today. You've seen it. It was there yesterday. Just exposed to, like, Sun, rain, weather. Yes, I know it's covered, but whatever. You're still exposed to the elements out there. It's not getting rained on per se, but I bet you rain got on it at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, I don't think. It's, it's basically in a garage with missing a wall. Come on. Uh, that's a garage that's in Texas element. by his standards. Yeah. No, it's just it's, out in the it's, open. It's just not dying. out in the open. It's, it's out in the covered. open. I mean, it's outside. It's it outside. has a roof over it. It's not. Okay, it, but roof doesn't cover everything all the time. So anyways. Moisture, listen. oxidation. So I asked him, like, I would bug him for this. I would. I would literally bug like, hey, when you like what, three or four years ago, and he wouldn't sell it. I said, just let me know, and he didn't want to sell it, and didn't want to sell it. And then I said, well, uh, you know, you got to clean it up for me because the, at one point I looked at the tires were bald, you know, because Aiden's just doing t- starts and riding on pavement. I don't even know. Wheelie boys. Yeah, wheelie boys. So I'm, I'm like after him, but he's not doing anything. Nothing's happening. And then I say. He said, I want five for it. I offered him four. I never, we never resolved the price. Okay, we never resolved the price either. He wanted five. I wanted to pay him four. Would he, he have got that for free? What? Would he have not got that bike for free? Yeah, but that doesn't okay. matter. Okay. I don't, I don't well, care no, about that. no, he didn't. Apparently, he well, didn't fully they, get they paid owed him by money, Alta, yeah. so that's It doesn't of, matter yeah. if he got I don't even care. Okay. But, but the price was never firmed up. The sale was never firmed up. And then nothing happened. I probably didn't ask him. For a year. Because I was over it. Because he doesn't want to sell it. And then this bike called a Stark came. So think about when the first time we saw a Stark. I mean, look. They need to get the bike bike ready. But that's irregardless of that. The first time I heard about a Stark through Eric Pernard. I'm like, that thing looks pretty bitching. Kind of want a Stark. Right? Like, would like an electric bike like that to try. And I haven't said anything about buying the Alta. For a year and a half, probably. Is that what time the Stark's been around? I feel like Stark, maybe a year? Announced uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, close to. Uh, whatever. Around the Stark time, I'm like, dude, I don't really want to buy that altar anymore. Plus, it's outside in the elements. And the dude's never given me an answer on the price. And I don't know what his deal is. <clears throat> and now, he's ready to sell it. For like, I don't know, three or four months now. And I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not buying it. Like, uh, you, didn't, you, you, you didn't, it's just sitting out there for... Four years now. So you've never it, said you were going to buy it in the last three or four months. Oh, I haven't said I'm going to buy it probably about a year. Okay. See, probably that's, about that's a year. information I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have not committed to that thing for a long time. And we never firmed up the price. In the hot tub one time, we're sitting in the hot tub like buddies. He goes five. I go four. He goes five. I go four. Like, And we kind of just dropped yeah. it or whatever. So he's attacking me on social media for not buying his Alta, for backing out of the Alta. If he had said... Three years ago, all right, next Tuesday, it'll be ready for you. I'll, I'll shine it up. I'll get everything. I would have, I'd be owning an Alta. It'd be in my garage right now. 
I don't feel like I can be held to this purchase when we never agreed on a price and he never got it ready for me. I just, I feel like he should be banned from Twitter actually for saying that. <laughs> We're hitting up Elon so, Musk now. I, I'm as God is my witness, Your Honor. Those are the facts as I remember them. Now, I could be off on exactly the timelines, but I have not said anything about buying an Alta because I don't want it anymore, and I haven't wanted it because something bigger, newer, and the Stark is came coming. Along. Yes, the Stark is here, Man. and Pookie yes. beware. So clearly, what this whole fucked. story tells me is that Jamie's vicious assault on you on social media has spurred on more that yeah. Chris thought he could yeah. peer pressure you and into now, it after seeing what Jamie did my to name you is before Bet Nationals. Drug through the mud as a guy who backs out of deals. Now, I did I say I was going to buy it? Yes, I asked him about it. I want to buy that. Let me know. I want to buy that. I, I, I said those words three or four years ago. Okay. If, and, if, and nothing happened. If you're so hold on, hold on one second. Is he on? Is Mr. he on? Mr. Kiefer? Lame. <laughs> so just you'll have your piece here. I thought you were busy. You said on Twitter you were busy. So another. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting blown up here. I was busy, but I'm getting blown up. <laughs> hey, man, so, you beaten off? Okay. Yeah, he's beaten off. So, all right. So that's my side of the story. Okay. Chris, go ahead and tell. Uh, Has, did he hear everything that you said? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I. I didn't hear anything. Well, but. we'll give you the, the cliff notes. He okay. claimed that he asked to purchase it from you, asked years ago. Many that, times, though. Many yep. times yep. that you delayed and that you guys yep. have never settled on a final price, that he offered you a price and a different one back, and that you guys have never agreed I told him I'd sell it to for four grand. You never said that. You never said I that. I said. I said five, and then you said four, and of course you're my buddy, so I said four, no problem. Nope, you did not say that. You said you were in the hot tub. Do you remember that? We we're in the hot tub. Wait, listen, what's Heather, the hot Heather, tub? Was, Heather was yeah. there in a beautiful yellow bikini. I remember that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a switch. And, 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 and that's how it went down. That's so a, That's a good bikini, too. Yeah, so that's when it happened. Easy. We never agreed on a price, and I I just – should I be held to buy this Alta well, for this here's long? Here's the thing. I don't know the timeline of what you said, but yeah, you were asking for a, a while, and I I was said so. All that is true. I said no several times, but maybe six months ago, I was like, "You want to buy it?" And originally, he said, "Yeah, I'll buy it." And then I was like, "Okay." So I got it ready because I know it was a little bit worked, right? A so little. I put new tire. I put new tires on it. Made sure everything was good. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's okay. ready to rock. So I said a year and a half. He says six months. Let's make it eight. Let's compromise and make it eight. Should I be right. held to standards to buy this Alta eight months later because I committed yeah. to it? Okay. All right, if you, Lewis. If you, Lu Lewis, hold on. Uh, Lewis. It depends on one thing. Was there like another buyer who was denied because it was reserved for you? I don't know that. Well, Chris will know yeah, that. Yeah, yes. Uh, no, I'll be the honest. No, there was not. Okay, then case closed. Yep. There's nothing. There's no argument here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm good. Yes, you won. Congratulations, Michael. I'm good. I think you're good. And also, Mr. Saad. Man, I think. Uh, eight, oh, here it comes. Yeah, yeah, here it comes. I, I, I don't think eight months is that long. I think uh, it took a little bit of time, and I think he, you guys still should have had had a conversation. Um, and we yeah, did have I, a conversation. I, I said I don't want it anymore. Conversation we, was I don't no, want it anymore. That's that's actually false. He did not ever say I don't want it anymore until recently. Why? Yeah, well, like, that's, well, why? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. The last. Why was it eight months before the social media bullying campaign? I said, dude, I'm out. I want a Stark. 
Like, I want Stark. But I don't like that. Oh, something shinier came along, and you changed your mind all of a sudden. That, that, but but, eight but months. you're okay with just sitting around for months and months and months? But why was it eight months? Was this Chris's fault? Yes, Chris's fault. He doesn't fault. need an electric bike, though. So what's, what's the So why do you want him to bike? You're, you're, you're Stark? countering yourself here. It just here. sat outside. for eight, It sat outside for three years. Yeah, you're not in a rush to get it. You said, I'm not in a rush. Don't worry about it. Three years so ago, yes, getting, I probably said, did say that. Chris. Yes. His exact words, Chris, when you get ready to sell it, let me know. No, yes, that's I not will. true. Please. That is not true, sir. No, nope. Chris, I, I will say I'm very disappointed. For all the shit you give Steve about needing to get him to ride more, want him to ride more, he wanted to buy a bike from you that he was genuinely excited about. You could have had this he man ride. riding in his backyard for all we know, and you denied him this. Wait, wait, so, wait. Let's face it. He has denied. a brand new Yamaha. He doesn't even ride it. He flaked on me this week. Flaked. Oh, they, well, I, Just like you did on this yeah. Alta. Sir, say, we're say dealing that. with one case yeah. at a time here, sir. My, my <laughs> that will be tech, next week's episode. Yeah. My race tech rant's coming up. It okay, might, that, that might be part of it. All right, so two to one. Marks, I don't even know if you're I, paying I'm attention. I'm kind of iffy. <laughs> I was. Hung jury. Hung jury. Sorry. Marks? No, it's two to Listen, two as to much one. as I'd love to give you some shit, because we all know how much I like to do that, I think you're good. Thank you. Yeah, Ooh, sorry. Talon? God. I love Chris, but I think you're good on this. Oh! Wow, four to one. Four to one. Wow, and yep. the one is a man named Darkside. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. I mean, Chris. I, like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. Darkside, would you like to buy it? I would like to buy it. Actually, I have a backyard that I could ride that thing in. Um, well, problem solved. Yeah. We found a new purchaser for the bike. <laughs> okay, but wait, well, I'm solved. I mean, I'll, if I'll make you monthly payments. Someone listening to the show will buy this bike off Chris now. I'm sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, so, I'm, grand though for I mean, everybody else, I'm driving home in two weeks. We can throw it in the back of my truck, what'd you no say, problem. What would you say, Keith? Five grand for everybody else. So Five grand. Four, four grand what would, would it be for Darkside since out. he's the only one that agreed with you? Yeah, I'm Look out. It. I don't even want to go there right now because it'll start up $800 conversation that we don't need that right now. <laughs> so, Chris, you can't take credit. Chris do, you, do you promise <laughs> to stop the social media bullying campaign? Yeah, okay, fine. I'll, I won't say shit anymore. Okay, thank you. I just I, – I, yeah. You should have, I mean, I wanted it three years ago. I was ready. Still leaves a bad taste in my mouth, though. No. <laughs> you can sir, get fucked. You have to talk to the judges here, sir. <laughs> but can we talk about now? Can we move on to how you did not show up to go riding? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Oh, okay, race tech rant. Dark yeah. side. That is an you issue for me. We, yeah, okay. when when buddies tell you you're going to go do something together and you get excited, yep. mm -hmm. I drove up the hill. Excited that Steve Mathis was going to come ride. Michael Lindsay was going to come ride. I get up at 5.30 in the morning. I get a text at 6 a.m. Hey, I'm not going to go. I got work to do. Then I get to Chris's house. Steve's not coming. That's bullshit. I wanted to ride with my buddies. I got to ride with a couple of my buddies, yeah, but not all my buddies. You rode with, with well, Aiden and Chris. At least Michael, at least Michael had, a, had, had a good excuse. Steve's text no, was, I overslept. That's not I a good coming. excuse when you work. 18 hours a day, seven days a week. So, it's not a good excuse. Take some of us have to to get shit done around Dude, here. Dude, listen, Chris. It's two hours and 45 minutes to your house. And, and it, that's a big ask to get up and go out. And you said it was going to rain around 1, right? So you're like, ah, we can probably r ride to 1. It was cold. I overslept. And I said, hey, I'm going to leave around 7. And you said you got to leave at 630. That's what you told me the night before. And you're right, though. 630 would have worked. That would have put me at your house at like 9. So, yeah. So 6.30 really needed to work, and I slept like shit, and I slept through my alarm. I hit, I hit stop, and, and that was it. Like, I, your friend overslept, you know? I mean, He texted me at, like, yeah, 6.56. I did. says, I slept in. It was thir literally 30. I could have waited an hour for you. 
well, at this time, I was in my bed. I would have to load my bike. I did. Lo- I get my. I got my gear ready the night before, so I was all ready to go. I even th- packed in my uh, winter uh, gloves, you know, because I figured it was going to be a little bit cold. Um, and I apologize. It looked like a fun track. I, I want to go ride that track. Mr. I, Side said he I felt. I prepped the track for you. Oh, actually... for me. For me. I did. Prep the tracks. We know how hard it is to please you. You and Travis Preston are the are the worst to please, right? So out there prepping the track late at night, having people stand on my ripper all night just so we get enough, you know, rippage for you to come and you don't show up. That's a hell, and that I was dangerous. just tired. I, I just I just was. <laughs> that ripper's an experience. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I don't know how you don't fall off there and then get. Oh, you do. Yeah. You just try to fall backwards and hope you don't fall right, forward. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, and Chris is like, that's why I drive slow enough. So if you do fall forward, I'm like, no. When you're standing on it, you're driving really fast. You just yeah. got to wear motorcycle boots. You're safe. It's fine. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, rippers yeah. won't go. Th- uh, no. <sighs> Alpine Stars, no problem. Yeah. You're, you're protected. No. What do you think? You're Iron Man in those things? Um, I smell a lawsuit coming. Listen, I. Uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to buy Chris's Alta, 5K, DM me yep. or DM Chris and. He's got it ready, apparently. Apparently, he put it's all ready to it's go. All ready to go. So, I know. Dark side said he buy it. I put Mathis graphics on it already. It's oh, <laughs> pictures equal proof. Both yeah. MX graphics on. Not anymore. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad a room Wait. of my peers of reasonable people. Fuck you, Dark Side. <laughs> agreed with me. So, yeah, I do have to point out something while we have Chris online. We have a, another topic that really needs to be discussed while we have Chris available. Okay. Yep. Jamie's date. It's about you getting married? No, Jamie's oh. date that you uh, you guys set up for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We didn't yeah. think we were going to get to discuss really it with you, but since we, we got her, you here on the phone. I didn't know we were doing Do you this. want to get into this now? Um, yes, I yeah. do want to get well, into Well, I don't know. Well, we had things scheduled, Chris. <laughs> there was a call maybe being made where uh, the other party. Well, can we call her? Can she call uh, her? I can text her. but Chris needs to talk to her. Okay. What's her name? Jennifer? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know information. Jennifer Guida. Sounds nice. Unless Chris can commit to coming back. Mr. Mrs. Mr. Side. Mrs. Side. Uh, I don't know. I find it a little strange. I'll be honest. I don't know if she's listening. I don't know if her brother-in-law listens. I find it a little strange that she drug her sister and brother-in-law out on this date as well. Lewis? Um, not to harp on this too much, but the man's name is Dark Side. That could mean anything. Exactly. Uh, attacks people in dark alleys. Uh, <laughs> man of the night. I don't they, know. They No. They had been talking. She knew your name was Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's how most, I, like, I would like to know what you're right. in her phone yeah. as, the, the reality is, I didn't even know she's a woman, right? I only know what, well, I hope she, what she's telling wow. me. Yeah. Same for her. She yeah. only knew right. what she was hearing. Okay. She doesn't know who I am. But, like, I, I just, Chris, do you, are you with me bringing the sister and brother-in-law? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's a date, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it just be them and they should go out and have a good time. Like, he. Right. She kind of already knows what she's getting into if the brother-in-law vouches for Jamie. Yeah, right? the brother-in-law yeah, has heard you and seen yeah, you. Yeah, but he show. doesn't really. I, come on, she's just trying to be safe. Don't don't give her too much shit for that. I, I'm a, it's not a big deal. We're, I'm not going to give her shit. I just think it <laughs> yeah. would have been a lot better date. Yeah, I'm not giving her shit. Oh, it, I just I agree. It would have been a better date. We didn't have a ton of conversation. Your date was with the brother, right? <laughs> Aaron and his his wife Mindy, they were great. And yeah, Aaron Aaron's a fan of the show, and I right. appreciate him. Putting yeah. this together. Um, I saw a photo of her. She looks yeah, very she's, she's uh, very appealing. She's cute. Yeah, she's definitely. Cute. Yeah. Did you sit across from her or did you sit next to her? Sit ne- sat next to her. Okay. Did you grab her hand oh, or anything? Here we go. No, we here we go. none of that. that here's no. where Chris gets south. No kiss goodnight. No, That's no. Right. It, it didn't really go like that. 
It was just. What, what do you mean? How would it didn't go like that? It, How does it go? It just went a little bit of conversation, and it it wasn't like a real date. It was just sort of hanging out. I don't know how to. It's like, but when we left, she's like, "Hey, well, I, let's go have lunch this week sometime." So I think we're supposed to have oh lunch with God. the wife or with the no, just her and I. Just her and you. Okay. Yeah. Now that she's comfortable, right? With Darkside. This is where now it's, he can unleash his criminal. Still not a real date. Yeah. A lunch hey, is man, a date. Not, Why is it not a date? No, because a day date is not a real date. He's hoping. He's <laughs> hoping for you know. Oh, let's go back to your place after drinks. It like you know. Listen, it t- I mean, I don't know. I went on dates like uh, two or three times before I hooked up with chicks. It's not like you're gonna hook up right away. Right. Like, uh, Listen, I'm I'm fine with not hooking up. I'm saying you go out at night. You don't go on a day date. Day date's like a <laughs> wow. Ship, go for coffee. That's a random. <laughs> a day date's a date. It's a date. It's a date. It's fine. Nah. <laughs> Chris has, I didn't know Chris are was we talking so about night well. like a certain time of day are we talking about it just has to be dark like wh- wh- yeah, why are we so specific dark dates let's do this <laughs> what if he's on bright side mode can't do it no I just I just feel like it's too friendly already like it's not gonna work what were your expectations <laughs> from this Chris wow. you just thought it was yeah. a slam like dunk now. <laughs> hey no Chris doesn't want them to date Chris just wants it to work he's yeah, just yeah. forcing it you're just trying to force it man it's I, not right like, it's not right you know, when I went out first with Heather, it was an actual evening date, like dinner, a movie. And, yes, that still works to this day. You can still go out at night. Like, you went out with a bunch of friends for the first time. Now you're going on a day date. You're setting yourself up for failure, Dark Side. Look, Dude, nobody could argue with you that a normal date typically would be at night. I'm not arguing that. But this is the option on the table right now. So date, I feel like dates – I have your back on this. Dates can be in the day. It's fine. Yeah, I it's mean – Typically, that would be probably after the first night date, I would think. But right. So, where'd you go with the double date? Uh, it was some restaurant called the Whisper House. It was kind of a... Yes! Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's yeah, what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Yes, uh, the Whisper House. Dark. <laughs> Do you know how many times I heard that yesterday? What? Chris, go ahead. I was doing this all day. I walk around the house sometimes, and uh, he's not even here. I just go... Yeah, I just say it because it sounds. I mean, fun. Heather's doing it. Aiden's doing it. Right. Well, Aiden, Aiden just calls you dark dick. He does like to say dark yeah. dick. Um. All right. Yeah. Well. No. Apparently, no answer from Jennifer. So oh, maybe maybe gonna, later. Okay. All right. Maybe later. There it is. Day dates. No answer. Hey, um, she's on a girl trip here in Vegas, so I don't Chris, know, man. If, uh, she might be loaded if right she now. She calls in later. Perhaps if you're up, yeah. uh, we'll we'll reconnect with you. Yes, please. All right. <laughs> yes, please. He I will have, answer I have time for this. I have time. Yeah. Yeah. This one, you'll stay up. And I'm sorry about the loss. On the Alta, bro, but uh, Sucked. the people have spoken. Uh, we're sorry well, you missed out on the day we had yesterday. It was I awesome. Am, I wish I would have gone, too. You know, who was, cooked us burgers. you know who was most upset at me at not going? Pookie. You? Pookie. Oh, really? Yeah. Pookie was most upset. Yeah. Yeah. Because he needs to hang out with his buddy more, and he doesn't. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris I was upset. just tired. Between you not showing up and his team. I feel tired. You sound like Marks when he comes out. I feel tired. <laughs> tired. I feel tired. <laughs> Uh, all right, Christopher. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Thank you. See you, bud. Chris Keefe, everybody. Uh, thanks. Thanks. I thank the court, not you, the court, for their honest take on that assessment. Do we have a gavel? Can we certify this? I, I would like to. I yes. feel like um, I feel like the victim sometimes doesn't get enough attention. So, are you okay? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> do you do you need us to like go to one side so you can vent a little bit, or are you okay? Race tech ran the night. I was done wrong by Chris Kiefer and my friends, except for Jamie, agree. And, Ra- uh, Race tech yeah. pr- uh, presenting sponsor Race tech of the Moto X Pod show. Pony Pod. Yeah, no, Moto X Pod show. 
Uh, listen, uh, Lewis is from Europe, and a Cherbies is based out of Europe. So Lewis Phillips brought to you by folks at Cherbies. Uh, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories with over 40 years experience. Barsha, AC, Anderson, uh, Cooper Webb, and more uh, rely on a Cherbies uh, for all of their products for their bikes, whether it's frame guards, disc guards, hand guards, chain blocks, slider kits, and more. At CherbiesUSA.com or follow along on social media by searching for a Cherby at a Cherbies USA. Uh, Max Volan, Cherbies rider, rode great. Although I didn't like Oldenburg getting him. Didn't like that. He should hold off Freckle. I, I agree. But he still he looked uh, 150 times better than he did last year. So I was yeah. going to say a million. A million? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. We are <laughs> lining up for round two. That is yeah. a massive yeah. improvement. Yeah. Well, but so. Talking of round two, on the failed emails, they said that round three will be held in San Diego. Yeah, we haven't adjusted so that yeah, yet. But is San Diego round two now, or are we going to officially no. call it round three? I don't know, round but Mark needs to adjust fantasy then because it looks like it's hey, round three. Do we, round hey, do two we just in February. I was say, do oh, we just randomly so. get to Oakland? Everything well, says round two. this is the type two. of thing that keeps me up at night because <laughs> like, I'm not comfortable calling <laughs> San Diego problem. round three. I feel like emailing somebody at Feld now to delay the change as long as possible just to see how much sleep you're going to lose. We're just, it's not, I'm not comfortable with this situation. I agree. <laughs> I feel round two I is feel in February. victimized myself. Just don't make sense. All right, we're going to commercial break here. Uh, we have Chris Elliott coming in when we come back. We have uh, Kay Clayson calling in as well. We're going to talk to Danny Stevenson, I think. Uh, we got much more to talk about with the Vital MX crew. I want to get into um, the, the inner workings of Vital and who's responsible for what and who's getting yelled at. Who's I not. have a lot to say on this already. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay, fantastic. I have right. some grievances. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that and more uh, coming back after this commercial break. But thanks to Alden Baker for calling in. Thanks to Chris Kiefer. And uh, we'll be right back after this, everybody. Oh shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, Choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection is impossible, but 
getting to perfection is always the goal. And I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards. And I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, 
go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. 
In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Star Cross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Star Cross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, 
but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but 
getting to perfection is always the goal. And I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards. And I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started GUTS Racing. GUTS stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. 
In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and the folks at Fly Racing. Really appreciate um, Alden Baker coming on. Kay Clayson, Chris Elliott, Denny Stevenson coming up here as well as the uh, see no evil, hear no evil. And uh, I don't know what the third one was. Vital MX. Make, speak no evil. Speak no evil, see no evil, hear no evil. Vital MX crew. Which one is speaking no evil? I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'll go speak yeah. no Definitely evil. not not Lewis over here. No, no. I, I don't speak much evil. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, yeah, I've already had this talk with yeah. this. Uh, to he's my too nice, end. so he's speak no um, evil. He said he doesn't talk shit on people, so I said we will work on that. <laughs> I mean, if it's warranted, but yeah, I'm right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Vital MX looking for some content creators. They're gonna have they're gonna have two <laughs> openings real soon. It says here. Well, that's depending so, on, depending on the no, outcome one, of, the, of the trivia contest. Yeah, one depending on the yeah, trivia contest. Yeah, Star Wars trivia, MXGP trivia contest coming up right away. I'm actually excited, and I don't know why because I don't care about Star Wars, and I know I know nothing. I think that's I need to reword <laughs> this. Actually, there will only be a position open if he loses the MXGP trivia to the to the Star Wars because yeah, if he loses Star Wars it doesn't online. matter right. but if he loses MXGP it yeah. does not look good I, for I him I just enjoy competition so okay. the fact that there's a competition I am okay. uh, revved up All right. I, I was informed yesterday that Kiefer Inc. might want me so that's okay okay fantastic <laughs> motorcycle industry job is he going to pay you with an Alta upload <laughs> a year later <laughs> upload, your, <laughs> upload your resume for free today if you're in the industry looking for some the best people out there go to uh, motorcycleindustryjobs.com to find some people for your company I understand that hiring people these days can be a yeah, bit of a grind Sometimes you got to go over to England and get a guy even. That's how desperate you get. But uh, district manager for Kawasaki, full-time job uh, based out of Utah. Uh, Utah, Idaho, Nevada, Oregon, and Wyoming. You are a um, uh, you develop and maintain a dealer network to sell Kawasaki's line of vehicles by assuring fair and complete Kawasaki product representation. So this is like a district sales manager, district regional area manager, something like that. Uh Travels with assigned territory to call on existing and potential new dealer prospects. Solicits dealers for the wholesale of vehicles, parts, and accessories. Check it out. District manager for Kawasaki. I know a guy who works for Kawi in, in this job, but out in Texas, and he loves it. Uh, so please check it out. District manager, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week. Also, it didn't help Mr. Side, but troll training can help you. It's an online training <laughs> program for riders of all skill and fitness levels looking to get fit and go fast. Alex Martin, John Westling are behind this. Uh, a couple of really smart guys when it comes to training. And you know what Alex didn't have when he started his career? Someone who could give him all the shortcuts on what not to do. And all of Alex's training and racing mistakes are your gains. Alex and his John Westling share similar passions for health and fitness. Whether you're a young up-and-coming amateur racer, a vet rider, trying to beat your buddies. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, I, mean, I got beat by some vet buddies. 
I you, mean, were, you were on troll training, though. and this Supposedly. Look, let's be fair, and you've already touched on this. It was more to mess with you. I was never on troll training. I just asked for him to put, make a post to kind of mess with you, and it did me no good. Terrible advertising. So that's Tro- the I worst mean, look, part. You did it just to fake it. You really yeah, couldn't yeah. go I, on the program? I, sh- I would have absolutely smoked Mathis had I actually went all in. And Alex tried to get me to do it, and I didn't do it. Wow, so there's the commitment. There's the seed for next year. Oh, but the yeah. race isn't happening. Yeah. Uh, Steve may come back. Your buddy last week said he wants to come out. If, he, if Will that change your opinion if he comes and races? What buddy? Your uh, Canadian buddy, your Manitoba buddy that was here. Oh, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good, uh, by the way. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Good stories. Um, if he comes down and races vets, will that change your opinion to go maybe do it? Yes, I think it would. Cool. Yeah, yeah I think it would. Yeah. Uh, so please check it out, trolltraining.com. Uh, we're going to have a podcast drop in this week with John and Alex taking some of your questions. So trolltraining.com. You know what's actually pretty cool, though? Like A-Ray and Thurry and Henry Miller and who else? Are we listening? Troll training? Well, yeah. yeah just yeah. pro guys are actually using troll training and, and doing the work and doing the logs and getting help from John and Alex and using it. So you know what really works? These guys are super smart. So thanks to those guys. For coming in uh, and coming on the show, and uh, our next guest uh, brought to you by Ogio, Ogio Power Sports. Do you pack a ninety eight hundred for two nights? Uh, I do actually. Okay, well yep. you and Kiefer will get along great. Uh, <laughs> please check out Ogio Power Sports if you want a discount from the folks at Ogio. Email me using the contact form on pulpmex I'll get you a deal. I love the backpacks. I got the new layover bag with the four wheels. You guys got that yet? Either uh, one of you? No, I haven't. No. I have the you have layover. The old, the, you have the two no, wheels. Yeah, two wheels. Uh, yeah. I got four wheels. I mean, in most situations, we prefer two over four wheels. Who do I speak to about an OGO hookup? Is that you or the HR department or? Uh, what would you like, sir? Uh, just some bags of some kind. Some bags of some kind. Yeah, I'm not picky. I okay. kind of need one of everything. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see <laughs> what we can do. everything. Yeah. They're yeah. All, I, have all, <laughs> I have all the fly-branded stuff, which is yeah. now an issue a little bit oh. with our new – not oh. with ML, but with uh, – How's your phone, ML? Good? Everything good? My phone's great. Yeah, okay. Good. We, cool. I'm our, good. I'm here. My show has new sponsorship, uh, and it's a different gear company. So all my OGO stuff is the fly-branded stuff, but it, it's fantastic. I use the backpack, which ML's got one right here. It's wrapped oh, up in the chair. I'm going to I'm gonna remind you, you can't take that to the <laughs> event you're going to next week. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Literally every bag I have, I have four bags with me, all fly racing. How Branded. has this OGO thing gone off the rails so bad? Like, I you're don't trying know. To pick oh, up I'm sorry. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it just happened. You're, you're trying to do like a um, teleprompter uh, sale. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Look at this bag. Look Home at all shopping. these accessories. Home shopping Let's network. Go. Feel, Let's go through every zipper. I feel uncomfortable again. <laughs> Just putting it out there. That didn't take much. OGO rules. That was the, that was the bottom line. All right, OGO is bringing you our first next guest of the night. This gentleman is a fellow Canadian uh, team owner of Solitaire Yamaha out there. They got a new hot sauce uh, sponsor as well. And he was at this past weekend's Prescott Arena Cross, so he's got a lot of things to say. Chris Elliott, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, boys? I'm actually just still trying to get my heart rate to come down from this weekend. <laughs> what... what uh, what was the craziest thing you saw? I mean, out of all of the things that we saw, and our buddy Cade was all over it, and Stank involved, and, and then we saw the Wagemans have a one-on-one race, uh, B-Ray and someone got into it, I think. Chris, what was the nuttiest thing you saw? Well, I've been, I've been sitting around all day looking through dictionaries on the internet trying to find one word to describe this, and I, and, and, and I just can't. It was nuts. I mean, everything about it was crazy. And I want to start off with saying, like, 
Rob, Sean, everyone there was great, but the event was an absolute zoo uh, in the best way. I, I would definitely say that the takeout on Cade was the craziest thing I see in the arena. But I mean, during the day we had, we had stopped qualifying because a one-year-old had gone missing. Uh, they found the one-year-old and apparently oh, wow. there was a dead body in the front of the building that they found like- What? It, it okay. was, what? was nuts. I feel like he's exaggerating. <clears throat> is this? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you talked to Cade yet? No. What the okay. fuck? Yeah. Cade will confirm this all. So we, we were in qualifying and they stopped qualifying. They shot bikes off. They came up with the intercom and they said, hey, look, there's a one-year-old missing. Um, we're going to not start until everyone takes a look. So check your, check your haulers, check your rigs. Let's, let's look around. So I'm sitting. I, I looked. I did my best to look around. came back. I sat in my lawn chair. I'm like, oh, this is kind of a bummer, right? And my photographer comes in and goes, well, they found the kid. But they also found a dead body outside. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. wow. So, wow. so that, that, that was a bit of a side short of the day. But, yeah, no, the, racing, the racing was insane. And, Everything the, about and it the dead was, body was wasn't Cade after Stank got through with him, right? That, it wasn't Cade? No. Okay. Could have been, yeah. Um, yeah, it seemed like they, uh, they had some things going on, and our buddy Cade was involved in a lot of it. Good, bad, ugly, all of it. <laughs> so I come back after that heat race, and um, – we were pitted right at the, the basically the exit of the where the hangar was, and there's two things going on. There's what Kane's. I basically I went back to Chuck on Kane. I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he's walking back, and all he's saying is, "He punched me in the throat. He punched me in the throat." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I keep walking, and then I see them basically telling Stang like, "Hey man, you're not back in the build. You're not back in the building." So he was pretty upset with the whole deal. Um, it, it escalated quickly. It didn't take long, but that was for sure. Yeah, no, it seemed seemed pretty nutty. Uh, that's what happens when the privateers, when there's some money up for grabs, privateers yeah. just lose their minds. Yeah. They all of these oh. islanders, they go crazy. Uh, did you like the format of inverting the second main? Did you like that? So I think, like, as a fan, ten out of ten. Um, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, as a racer, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, KP the hates it. Is, yeah, like, Kyle Peters oh, yeah. hates it. Right. Yep. The, the thing is, it's so chaotic, but it's almost uh, by necessity. I mean, like, the minute the gate drops, the, the track is so tight, and there's not a lot of time, and there's so much going on that, like, you almost, if you're going to make a pass on someone, you have to make it stick, and you're better off putting it on, putting them on the ground, and you have to do it in a hurry because you don't know if you're going to have another chance because there's guys that are on the whoops, there's guys on the face of jumps, there's hay bales, there's guys coming from other lanes. Like, so when you get up to a guy you have to make that move and then you have to run. So it's like, even like watching a guy like Robbie, like I've watched almost every lap he's made the last three years in Supercross and he is so smooth and technical and calculated in what he does. And even watching him try to like navigate the cast that went on, it, it was interesting to watch because again, like if you don't make a move and in a hurry and just basically run for your life, they're coming right back at you. So it just creates chaos just by, by that alone. Dude, it seemed like, seemed like another, another, another nutty night in arena cross history. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey Chris, Jamie here, Vital MX. Uh, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? It's good talking to you. The the yeah, truck, you the team has a new look this year with the, oh, we're, the done with, we're done with arena cross. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, the truck was there, right? The team was there. Yeah, Same sponsors. Yeah, okay. right. I mean, right. sorry. Right. Moving on. Just moving on. We can... Jamie has declared we're moving on. Well, Go ahead. Okay. No more arena cross. What was the, do you have the same sponsors with the arena cross team? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, so we, we just, okay. yeah, we just, we maintained, yeah, we just showed up and hung out with everyone kind of deal. <laughs> it so, was the super cross team. They just, you're right. Well, cross. that's my point, Michael. So the new, the new sponsor, the new look, that stuff is pretty stressful for a, 
smaller privateer team like yourself, and it sounds like it came together the last minute. Just kind of tell us about how that team, that new sponsor came together and getting all the, the signage. So, I mean, the, the sponsor came together um, with, with a lot of time left in the offseason. Um, we actually, someone from the company reached out last year, um, and we tried to get something done before Denver Arena Cross just for like a one-off uh, round with the Slayer gear. But we couldn't make it happen, so we just kind of maintained contact and, and talked about it throughout the summer into the fall. And, and uh, you know, it was more or less, I mean, they're involved in UFC and NASCAR. So the biggest thing with them was just kind of reassuring them that, like, you, you're, you will have signage. I mean, you, you will be seen. It's going to be a deal where um, I don't think they realize, like, the scale of, like, logos and, and, and how hard we would push the brand as itself being like mm-hmm. kind of the title sponsor so that was just more of like getting them to understand that but um no i think to what you're talking about is like really i mean dude getting the truck wrapped and just the last one of the things that everyone kind of goes through it's like that truck left wednesday night at like 11 o'clock at night they couldn't get it out of the bay after they wrapped it it was just it was it was chaos but i mean like every a1 it comes together in some way and and we go racing uh what is the hot sauce company tell us a little bit about those guys so Heartbeat Hot Sauce is a obviously a hot sauce company out of Canada. Um, Alan Nancy, it's a guy that it's actually so that it's it's a long story. It'd be a story for like a privateer pod or another day. But like long story short, they're from my hometown. Um, uh, shout out to Tanner, a guy that worked there, reached out to us on Twitter. He followed us and he basically said, "Hey, like my boss would probably really be into this." And I get a lot of those. So I said, yeah, sure, man. Like, uh, let yeah, me know where we get right. this information. And, um, you know, at the time when I first sent it out, I did not realize that that's where they were from. So once we started talking to them, you know, um, I, I obviously I researched a little bit more and, and realized they were from Thunder Bay. And, and after that, we kind of had that connection and we got got to talking. And, and they have grown so much in, in their marketing and the way they've grown their business has been been crazy. So it was, uh, it was a natural fit, really. Nice. Yeah, that's that's great. I know going back to uh, the rebrand, I know that like a rebrand for a factory team when there's a change of manufacturer or sponsor costs 50K or around there. Um, for a team of your scale, I'm guessing it's not that much or is it close to that figure? Um, it's probably pretty close to that figure. I mean, we just, I mean, it's really, it's the big things, right? It's the truck, it's the, it's the marketing materials within the pits and that sort of thing. So you're not far off. Um, I guess it is everything, I, I, isn't it? <laughs> It's, it's, it's everything. It's everything. I mean, the, the thing about us is we don't have, uh, I guess, the infrastructure and the amount of staff and, and things we'd have to worry about to scale like them. But for us, it's a lot. But, yeah, it's pretty close to that, and it's definitely a big, uh, big thing to overtake. But it's, it's a lot of fun as well. Uh, what about uh, – so you had – yeah, you had Robbie on your team, Robbie Wageman, put in some really good results the last couple of years. He moved over to Bar X. I'm guessing it's more of a money thing. Like, you know, just he wanted to make more money. You guys couldn't offer him. You picked up Thurry. Um, how'd that go? How'd that switch go for you? Yeah, it went good. I mean, Robbie, obviously, we, we miss Robbie. We love the guy. It was really a matter of just Robbie wanted to race the Nationals, and we don't race the Nationals, right? We kind right. of just kind of stay in our lane. Um, Dominic, again, going back to Denver Supercross, he actually came up and just kind of introduced himself and said, I, I want to ride for you guys. I, I walk past her every weekend. I, I see the vibe. I see the feel, and mm-hmm. I want to be a part of it. Um, and Dominic's an, Dominic's an older kid. I mean, he's... He, I think he's 28, 29. So he just, um, it, it was a good fit for us because it's someone that just, he started late and he just really, really, really loves the sport and he's happy to be here. I think a lot of times when you, when you get those kids that come over from uh, Europe or wherever it is, it's kind of a dream of theirs. So it's fun to be a part of that because I think they have an appreciation for it that maybe you don't have if you're, if you're from America or even Canada or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's been, uh, 
it's been a really cool transition. Yeah, it's kind of kind of neat. Uh, and what about the other guy, Cole Thompson? Um, <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why him? Um, I mean, again, uh, me originally being from Canada, I've I always. I mean, you can ask Myrtle. I've been on him vote McNabb. I, I just, I always, I want to see these guys come and, and race. And, and obviously, um, I've tried in the past, and I just think that, like, y- you'll regret it when you're older if you don't come down here and race yeah. for some period of time. And and Cole's been back and forth. And, I mean, we worked with Cole back in 2016, right? And and I know Cole has rubbed some people the wrong way over, over the years, and, and I get that. Oh, just, I a do. I, just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. But I look at it like, um, it's the same deal with Dominic now. He, Cole's 29, and for a different reason. I mean, Cole appreciates it more, and I think he has a way different outlook. And and just talking to him and like kind of deciding whether or not we we're going to do this, he's definitely he's definitely changed, and, and he's been great to be around. And, and so far, so good. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we can hopefully we can change the minds. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm just not a fan. I just everyone in Canada has had run-ins with him, like numerous yeah. of my friends, like not just mm-hmm. one friend or two friends, like. Yeah. Everyone in Canada is like, what is this guy's problem? And yeah. he rides like a bit of a goof and mm-hmm. he seems like a bit of a goof in real life. And uh-huh. like, I just don't, I don't know. I just, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He took someone's gate at Walton for no reason. You know, he moved mm-hmm. over on it. Like he just, he makes yeah. bad decisions to me. That's where I'm at, Chris. I mean, I guess he seems like an okay guy, but over and over and over, I'm just like, what is he doing? That's where, well, I, that's where my issues come in. The way that I choose to to believe and look at it is like this. It's like, it's like, um, like an example. Like I feel bad for Savachi because Savachi, when he was younger, wasn't as marketable as he was now. He didn't get along with many people. He mm-hmm. even say it himself, right? Yep. But the problem with these kids, it's like when they're 16, 17, 18, even in their early twenties to mid twenties. I mean, think about when we were in our early twenties to twenty five, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, there's a lot of things that I did or said that I'm not proud sure. of, but the difference is, is these guys are in the spotlight and, you know, that said, there's no excuse for it because when you're in the spotlight, whether you're a hockey player or a soccer player or a dirt bike player, I mean, you're held to a different standard. Um, I guess for me, I just have a soft spot for some of them because it's like, yeah, it is tough being that young in the spotlight. And when you make those decisions that maybe people look at it as a negative, mm-hmm. it follows you around and you have such little time in the sport where like by the time you're 23, 24, and maybe you're coming into your physical prime, people have already written you off for the things you've done as a kid. So I'm just trying my best. Like, yeah, hey, hey, listen, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm so, not, I'm not coming down on you like for doing it. It's, it, you know, like I understand that everyone has different opinions about different things. So go ahead. Yeah, listen. for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, going back to your sponsors, do they like appreciate the fact that you've got international guys, or would they rather you have an American on the team? Like, do you actually get feedback on that front? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely done by design. So like last year we had two kids from Southern California. And the reason why we did that was because we already had Robbie, we had Ryan Surratt. Um, both of those kids had fast dads. Everyone knows their dads. Everyone watched those two kids grow up. You spend the first three, four rounds in Southern California, and then our pits have a lot of people on them. So it's, it's kind of the same deal with, with the international riders. Um, like, you know, like when someone comes from a different country, everyone's watching that. Um, the, the amount of people that are actually watching it, depending on how popular the sport is in that country, varies. But you definitely see an uptick in it, and it's definitely helpful helpful for a smaller team like ours that doesn't necessarily get media coverage every week unless we're forcing it to have those countries and those outlets reach out to us. So it's definitely extremely helpful. And then obviously the sponsors see that uh, a lot. Right. Hey, with what you just said about Cole a minute ago, almost sounds like a father figure. Uh, you don't want him to suffer from decisions he made 
he's making at a young age. Did you actually have that conversation with him? Look, you've done stupid shit. Let's not do that. This is the reason why. Um, not really. I mean, after we had a test session with those guys in California, me and Ryan rode back with them. And like I said, Ryan and I had worked with him before in the yeah. past and we understood. And uh, like, I know, I know, you know, what, where Steve's coming from with some things. And so we just, I mean, we listened to him talk. We listened to the stories and his perspective. And it's not like, look, man, I mean, we, we are a complimentary piece to these guys' programs, right? Like we don't, we're, we don't have the infrastructure of a PC or a Honda or anything like that. So we are, we are just really there for them in the off season. We're as, there as much as we can be during the week. But I mean, we all have full-time jobs and we're not all at a shop every day. So um, we kind of watch that line where we try to like get too involved, but at the same time, like, yeah, we want to make sure that they're going to be a positive um, part of our team with all of our sponsors. So we kind of vetted the idea and listened to him talk. And it was like, we just, yeah, he's, he's grown older and he's down here. And I think like he's at an age where he's done well in Canada and he's done well, fairly well in the States when he was younger. And, and he just wants to enjoy the last three or four years of riding a dirt bike. And it definitely shows um, in his overall demeanor and how he handles himself. Were you happy with uh, Thurry didn't make it in? Cole did. He rode all right. Were you happy with their Anaheim one rides? No, no, no. Okay. no. I mean, I mean, Thurry, I mean, he'd be the first one to tell you he rode, he rode tight all day, just was mm-hmm. forcing everything. And, you know, Cole, same deal. I think he just, he, he said, he's like, I just, I rode tight. And I think that track kind of caught everyone off guard a little bit. So kind of gave him mulligan on that and, and right. kind of moved forward. But yeah, no, definitely not too thrilled with those results. When you and Ryan Clark, the other owner there, and Michael's got a question for you next. When you and Ryan Clark, the other owner there, when you guys have an argument, how does the tie get broken? <sighs> Dominic's dog. Oh. Dom- Bailey? Yeah, <laughs> Bailey. 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 I don't know, man. I think, like, Ryan's the bigger person that kind of just says, whatever, dude. Like, he's, he's definitely <laughs> okay. more mature than me. But, no, I, I think we have a really good balance where, like, you know, we know our roles in the sense of like Ryan, Ryan was a bad dude back in the day. And I think that like, if it's something to do with motors or riding mm-hmm. or something with the guys, like it would be um, just, it would be insincere of me to think that I would have something more productive to say than he would. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of there um, when it comes to like marketing and the business side of things. I think he's a little bit more receptive to okay. what I have to say for sure. sure. Yeah. You each, you each have your own areas, right? Of expertise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I was curious because I've been in, in your same boat, of course, on this a little bit, is rider choice. Yeah, and you, I know yeah, you almost died that year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, team. Or killed Ooh. himself. Yeah. Well, I did. I, you did walk by me at the truck one time. Yep. I did threaten to jump. Yeah, you were up on top taking the tent down. You're like, I'm jumping in Mathis. I'm jumping. I'm like, it'll get better next yeah. week, man. Well, no, my exact – I think you asked me if I was going to jump, and my exact words was, well, I would, but it would be messy as hell for the next guy to clean up. I'll walk into traffic, but that'll suck as well yeah, for somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but down to rider choice, because you guys have kind of done a, a few different ends. You've had a rider such like Mitchell Harrison who's come down from a factory team. You've brought mm-hmm. guys up. You've taken international. Uh, I was wondering if you could kind of give people a little bit of an opinion on, on the difficulties with that, because I'm sure most people think they see that token factory 250 guy that gets left without ride every year. And they're like, well, if I had the money, I'd go hire him. Why aren't these teams doing it? And as me and you both know, that is not quite as easy as said um, yeah. for, for give a few him a different ride. Give him a ride. Exactly. Yeah, there yeah. there are a lot of positives and negatives. I'd, I'd love to hear your take and kind of you share your, your opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a loaded question. I mean, I, I think like the first thing, the first thing I'd point out is like the tricky thing about the 250 classes and, and, and I'm so sorry if I, if I bum anyone out, but like, in my opinion, unless you win, no one cares. Like you can't, 
you can't tell me who got third in Oakland last year. You can't, you know what I mean? So like, we're not there. We just simply, we're not there to chase results. I mean, our guys have to be in the main event. They better be top 15, like riding around in their sleep. And we want to fight for top tens when, when the uh, opportunity allows. Um, that said, it's really hard because it's like, to, to your point, I mean, you know, you can either be the team that gets the kid that comes out of amateurs to be that reality check that, hey, pro supercross isn't what you thought it was going to be. And that's just the reality of it. Like, there's not the million dollars you thought was there. It's not even the hundreds of thousand dollars you thought it was there. I mean, you also don't want to be the slap in the face coming down to reality from, say, like say like Mitchell. Like, Mitchell went from highly touted factory, factory amateur rides to the factory teams and then to us. Um, looking back at that at the time, I don't think we were ready for that. And we definitely learned a lot from it. And I think for us now, it's more or less just like staying in our pocket of like, you know, we can't, we can't control what these guys do. And we also can't give them the infrastructure to say, Hey, we're going for a championship. So all we can do is try our absolute best to give them the, you know, the, the equipment to, to, to be competitive on, be safe on. And we focus on the idea of like, Hey, we're giving you the tools we're not transactional. You're not going to make a living off us. What we are is transitional. We are going to focus most of our efforts on your bike as per Ryan, because Ryan knows how important that is. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you, like Robbie, like, you know, you live in a bar X or hopefully you, you move on somewhere else. But, um, you know, it's not going to be a situation where you're making tons of money and you're, yeah, it's, it's, so to answer that question in a, in a roundabout way, it's like we just want to get those guys that are competitive, that keep our sponsors happy, and then we focus, we focus on the things that we can control, which is like the marketing and, and, and that side of things. Do you get good feedback from other teams and such on social media stuff on things that you do, like, you know, the Slayer stuff, and Liet appears to be really on board with you guys, Race Tech, Yamaha, all the – like, do you, does that seem to be appreciated by sponsors and people in the pits that you are – like doing something different and being cool and being funny and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, others, I mean, some like sponsors get it. Some don't, um, you know, Lucas Myrtle said some nice things to us, um, this summer about some of the things we do. And that was, that was nice to hear because, you know, whether we, we get involved with Comic-Con or nuclear blast or Slayer or whoever it is, I mean, it's, it's us trying to do something different in the mainstream because we understand that like our media and you guys are all very nice to us and, and very cool with us. But like, uh, if we're not putting in the results and we're not, you know, changing our stuff all the time, it's, it's not necessarily going to be, be shown mm-hmm. all the time. So I think a lot of people get it. It, it's surpri- it would surprise you, though, like a lot of people don't. Um, and and hope, we're trying to change it a little bit, but it's definitely been an uphill battle. Right. No, I, I think it's cool that you guys are doing that stuff for sure. Yeah, their they're Twitter. Yeah. Their Twitter, if you're not following Team Solitaire yeah. on Twitter, you need to. Right. It, it, they don't. They're not trying to uh, make anybody happy. They're, mm-hmm. they're saying what they feel and yep. being pretty funny. I enjoy it. Uh, Chris, with the team, sticking with kind of what Michael Lindsay brought up, the average fan walks through the pits and sees your setup, and it's not that it doesn't look that far off of like a factory team, but there's a, obviously a major difference. The, the setup looks nice, but to kind of talk about the difficulties of being a team your size. Uh, some teams your size have had issues where maybe they don't pay their riders in the end because there isn't the money just isn't there. That maybe the sponsors don't pay. It's not as easy as a factory team might have it. Kind of talk about those difficulties. I think it's just, you know, from the very get-go, um, it's like, hey, whether it's riders or it's mechanics, can we help you? If we can't help you, we don't want – if you don't want to be here and we can't help you, we don't want – you. we're not going to talk you in anything, right? Um, and then it's really just like kind of 
what's the saying? Um, under promising over delivering, you know, it's yep. just like, Hey, this is this, this, we just don't lie to people. Like that's the main thing. We're not going to lie to you because Ryan and I have Ryan and I are mechanics. Everyone, we all have full-time jobs, whether you get 10th or you get 20th or you don't make the main event. I'm still going to go to work on Monday. It's not going to change mm-hmm. my life. Right. So I'm not going to lie to you. And if you get 10th, uh, Yamaha's not calling me to tell me to back up the truck for five more bikes. So again, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Yeah. The main thing is just not lying in whether it's your sponsors or your riders, just keeping everyone's uh, expectations in check, I guess. And I, and I think we do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a real key thing for sure. Like ex- you're exactly right. Like, look, great work. You got 10th, great work. You got 14th. Nobody knows and yeah. nobody cares. And you know, you represent our sponsors well and thank you. And let's move on, you know? And mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I'm curious, Chris, from your position right now, I know you've worked hard to get um, your guys' new title sponsor, some people in this year, so you've made some some small, let's say, like budget improvements, maybe been able to spend a little more in different areas. But if somebody were to walk up to you at the next race, hand you a hundred grand, what could you? What do you feel like you would spend it on to help the most? Because I'm sure a bunch of people go, "Oh, would you just go outdoors? Would you well, hold hire?" We, we already went through this. Chris on Twitter, blasphemous. Said he, with ten million dollars, he couldn't build a, a bike as good of a factory team, and and I and I highly no, highly no, protest. No. No. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I, I what my point was is you can give me ten million dollars tomorrow. I'm not going to replicate the infrastructure that Mitch has built over twenty years. Yes, you are. You, yes, you no, can with ten million dollars. Yes, you can. You would just hire those people. Yeah, you just go <laughs> hire those people. And there Literally you go. take Mitch's. Mitch's you would take yeah, Mitch's you infrastructure. Just, you just. But, but how long does that last? I mean, how long does that? How far would that ten grand get you? Uh, ten million. It was ten million. Uh, oh, yeah, ten, ten million, grand, not fall. Yeah, ten grand, not fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a weekend. Uh, yeah. No, but but yeah, that's. I'm just and, making. And a that joke, was but, my yeah. point. The hundred grand, like some people go, oh, you could spend it on this or that. Like there's stuff no. that's flash in the pan, and then there's stuff that could be done. Not not saying you would spend yeah. once. What what would you? Is there something you would particularly you have your eye on that would help you going forward? That's a long term play. Basically, I said, if somebody came up and gave that to you, what what would help? What would you use it for? Honestly, that would just – I'd obviously want to take care of my mechanics a little better and my truck driver and things like that. But I think, like, the biggest thing that I would do with more budget is just throw it into marketing, um, whether it was co-ops with the companies or, or, or what have you. But back to the whole $10 million thing. What I was getting <laughs> oh, there we this, go. Hey, what I was getting at is this. No, this is what I was getting at. Okay, you give me $10 million. How much does the goat farm cost? No a million? I, yeah, a million, I think. Right? So I'm saying then, like, how much does all the equipment cost? How much does the fuel cost? How much does the... Yeah, but you could just like, I, you just pay Jason Baker to ride at Sandbox. There you go. Boom. Yeah, that's that's 30 yeah. grand, I think, for the year. So 30 grand, you're riding at Sandbox all year long. Yeah, per rider. That's 60 grand for two riders. Boom. There you go. Now they're at a groom prep supercross track all year long by Jason Baker. Right? So that, that handles that. You buy, this, you buy the electronics. You buy the transmission. You pay your mechanics more. You get some more bikes. You're on your way. You got a guy. You got you got good guys. Well, if anybody wants to give me ten million dollars, I'll do my best <laughs> to prove you guys wrong. I will um, spend all that money to prove you. Listen, wrong. if it's just gonna go right up your nose and coke, Chris, you could just tell us. <laughs> you could just tell us. You know. How about um, we take because you're so good, you're you're so playful on Twitter. Let's get you ten million and then let people on Twitter vote every day how you're gonna <laughs> yeah, spend it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd go south. Fast. That's mar- hey, I feel like that's it. I feel like that checks all boxes. That's yeah, marketing right. and <laughs> uh have you ever gone too far on Twitter, Chris? On on Solitaire? Have you ever did you get your hand slapped anything for any any time or 
No. Well, I'm I'm HR, so I'm I'm good. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I just met with a sponsor. That sounds or really familiar. No, 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 no. you know what? I, I don't think I have to. Like, I don't think I cuss, and I, and I, I I try to. Yeah. If I do say something, I just I just tweet out that our account got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um. Hey, uh, uh, Yamaha and Racetech have been two companies that have been behind you guys for a long time. Uh, they're big parts of your program. They're, Obviously, Yamaha is a big part of everything that we do here at Pulp and Racetech as well. Have been on for years. I think Checkers and Racetech have. What year is it? Twenty twenty three. I think they've been on with me for thirteen or twelve years. Uh, they're big, big, big uh, fans of yours. Yeah. No. I mean Yamaha. I mean once Jim came into the picture with Yamaha, our lives changed. I mean not to be dramatic, but like right. you know we were. He he supports us and, and he understands what we're doing and it's it's for a team like ours for someone like Jim to come by two or three times a weekend. Oh, does he really? Does us. he really? Oh, oh, dude, yeah. he, he's such a good guy. And 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 that and when when someone does that for you, um, I mean, you you'll run through a wall for them because you know how valuable his time is. And and you know, we can't. There's not enough. There's no way to thank Jim enough for what he's done for us. And, and he's really stepped up for us um, every year more and more. So um, we're we're really happy with Yamaha. And then obviously Race Tech. I think uh, after. 2019 with Mitchell, I mean, we had some problems with some things, and basically Ryan decided that he wanted to just kind of oversee the development with Race Tech, kind of like on our own. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, Andrew and all those guys have just been just been super generous with their time and, and, and helpful and listens to us. And whether whether we're right or wrong, they like let us mm-hmm. let us try it, even they know. So yeah. no, they everyone's been been super great and just kind of grown with the program. Yeah, no, it's it's great things, Lewis. If there was a team solitaire in, in GPS, what what would it be? What, does one come to mind? Out of the current teams? Yeah. Yeah, does one come to mind? No, because there isn't really, like, those filler-like teams what? in GPs. It's either factory or nothing, really. No, if there's... Come on. Yeah, because even, um, even, like, the non-factory teams are quite close to the factory Like, teams. high level. Like a standing, like standing construct. Yeah, yeah, but... Budget. Like, even Hitachi KTM have support from KTM, like, Austria. They get bikes from Yamaha, so I'll take bike. Okay. Who's a fun team is what I'm trying oh, to get. Oh, I don't yeah. think they're all fun teams. Okay, so fun. <laughs> no, okay. The GPs are all fun. miserable. No, they are fun when I go by and make them fun. Okay. Uh, say, I, I feel like if we're talking about your relationship, Standing Construct might be your fun team. Yeah, Standing Construct is fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your question? For <laughs> um, That's fun. No, yeah, talking about Yamaha, uh, I just wondered if you've actually had any offers from other manufacturers and whether you've seriously considered them, whether they've come close to Yamaha, whether you've even been offered more but chose to stay loyal. Um, we've never really, con- like, in light talks, we've never considered. I mean, we'll listen to anyone, but at the end of the day, like, it would have to be, knock our socks off to consider. Just just from a from a loyal standpoint, I mean, if, if you look at a lot of our sponsors, I mean, we've, we've kind of stayed with everyone the entire time, and, and it's just, I'd rather grow with people than, than get a little bit bigger and, and try to leave, you know what I mean? I think it's, yep. well, I, I mean, I understand that, and, and uh, I mean, Steve will probably kind of, loyalty is not going to get you far a lot of times in the sport. But for me, just at the end of the day, I would just rather be loyal. And if I, and if I burn down doing that, then, then I can, I'm fine with that. You have had, you have had interest then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. There we go. Um, you know what you should, you know what I think would be a cool, like I've all like, so people come to me and be like, Hey, Put some money into a team, Mathis, and then you could pick a rider. Like, you know, be a team manager, pick a rider. Yeah. Like, I've had people just tell me that over the years. It <laughs> would be kind of neat. And honestly, Kook Nutbar Rhino was onto something with this. I hate to say it. But you know that <laughs> IB Corp had that little tryout team for, the, yeah. for them? Yeah. Like, it would be kind of – I like that. I think that adds some drama to it. I'm not saying put it on a vlog. 
update people on Instagram every day or, or have voting or, you know what I mean, for that second spot. Some, for, oh, yeah, some like, fan yeah, interaction. Yeah, like, and yeah, here's our four. So they get invested. Why should we pick one of these? Because, like you said, Chris, they're all the same around that level. You know, Dominique Thury yeah. to Cole Thompson to, you know, uh, Carson Brown. Why isn't Carson Brown racing? Is anybody? Just because he's kind of doing his uh, – I asked him very briefly, and okay. I just – He's enjoying doing the pit bike thing, doing vlogs more. Okay. I think he knows how expensive it is to do it right. Well, why didn't Solitaire hire Chris Carter? We, we, we have talked to Carson before. I mean, okay. Carson has a pretty cool thing going on with, with his pit bikes. Right. And with those pit bikes kind of comes the, the problem with some restrictions of what you do, depending on the manufacturer you're with, right? Okay. So, well, um, and then I know he had some good deals before that he didn't want to get out of. Yeah. It goes so, back to the idea like, hey, man, like if you're not – if we're not going to help you and you're yeah. going to lose money doing this, yeah. then I don't want you on my truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 I appreciate no. you and I respect you. <laughs> well, let's let's do some sort of fan interaction for our second spot next year. There we go. Yeah, I like I like it. So uh, all right, we got to run. Or, do you need to wrap it up? Yeah. What, what, what do you got? I was just going to ask about getting the word out, promoting the team more. One way to do that is to have your riders maybe come to some of the, the, the post-race press conferences and what, they're, what Feld is trying to do with the media scrums. Dude, are you even we, aware of that? Because no, yeah, no. I just Sean called me and gave me shit. I'm like, Sean, I had no idea. Okay, you'd be the first guys there. We'd be handing out hot sauces, high fiving everyone. Like whether well, we're this covers our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That nobody actually. Yeah, right. But I just I think it'd be good. <laughs> even in all years past, they've always said they invite all the riders to come. So yeah, it'd be cool to see some of your guys, even if it's one a week. Listen, Sean. Sean, I love Sean. He yeah. didn't do a great job yeah. of that. Post race he, media, he admitted corral. to me on the last okay. call that yeah, he's yeah. like I yeah. probably should have yeah, really informed them all a little better. Interview. I uh, I got the I got Grant Hall. Everybody you're got Dylan Ferrandis. Ferrandis got a lot of attention that week. <laughs> Chris, thanks for calling in, man. I, I told you this before, but uh, yeah, I like everything you guys are doing. Yep. You should come up here and co-host a show with me one time. That would be fantastic. Um, Anytime, and, man. And uh, and all of that. So thanks very much. Good, good job on everything. And uh, and yeah, we'll see you at the races, man. All right, guys. See you this weekend. Hey, go buy some hot sauce. Okay. Absolutely. All right. We'll do. What? Wait, wait. What is it called? Uh, uh, heartbeat, heartbeat hot sauce. Heartbeat. Heartbeat <laughs> hot sauce. So, all right. Yeah. I'm kind of a pussy with hot sauce. Like, I'm not a. Nah, no, the hotter dude, the better. It's not bad. No, it's not, not bad. bad. Just, me too. And I, and I can eat it no problem. Give me is, give me some bottles. Is this like salsa or like Tabasco-ish? No. It's, it's, it's just genius in your mouth. Just okay. come get some. It's out Perfect. Of Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, boys. Thank you. All right, take Appreciate it. Uh, new Racer X yeah. magazine here. We'll go over that yeah, Chris, shortly. Chris is good people. He like, is good knowing, people, yeah. Knowing That's why he's on my show. the music I'm into and stuff, yeah. he, every year, the last two years, he sent me one of the Slayer oh, yeah? jerseys and the Slayer shrouds for the studio. So it just Without me asking, he just sends the stuff. He's, he's rad. Cool story. Okay. Uh, all right. Coming up next here, Kay Clayson. And a few. Uh, San Diego. Santiago. Sorry. Santiago sent us $140 or no, what? That's Guatemalan. Guatemalan. It's about eighteen dollars US. It's eighteen yeah. bucks US on YouTube. <laughs> That's Thank you. Pretty <laughs> solid. Still, I went and I googled it right as soon as I saw it pop up. Uh, Devin Miller, four ninety nine. He's he's given Mister Side this money bucks. to hurry up and slam the rest of the fireball. Oh, I can do that. He all, is that the same guy that sent? Oh these? no, that guy is five bucks. Somebody gave you twenty bucks I, I for keepers Devin. down payment. Oh, Devin sent you money yeah, also for, for the, the uh, for the altar. Twenty yeah, bucks. Twenty yeah. bucks so, down. So payment. five bucks. Well, that's a lot of that's a lot yeah. of fireball to do down. But Sean's driving home. Ah, oh, Mr. Side. Damn. Saucy side. I mean, it was five bucks. I'd do a lot for five bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what else? <laughs> 
What else is on the table? After After dark. dark. All right, Lewis, did you know Wysco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years? I didn't know that. Tell me more. Did you know that Wysco supplies teams like the uh, Club MX guys and the factory Honda with pistons? I want to know more. Whether you ride a two-stroke or four-stroke, Lewis. Okay. Either Wysco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wow. And there's a deal at PulpMexico.com. Really? Yep. Or go to your local dealer for Wysco. So also, their garage buddy, Kevin at Wysco, just sent me this. They have a garage buddy. A garage buddy is like a bike in a box, right? So you get the, you get the pistons, yeah. you get the gaskets, you get everything. Right. They got a garage buddy give back. A portion of sales at the end of the year, they go to Fido's Companion, a nonprofit animal rescue. So someone send this to each. Can you, can you dumb that down for me? Because that's a lot of words. Animals? They, they gave $5,100 to a nonprofit animal. Uh, 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 so that operation. Like, for like endangered animals? Yes. Okay. Come on, uh, with you. From the sales of Garage Buddy rebuild kits. So someone send this to Weege ASAP and because uh, he loves animals. Yes. And so thanks to the folks at Wiseco. And again, if you want a, um, a deal from those guys, uh, go on com and you can see the code to save. Four-stroke, two-stroke pistons. Let's bring you our next guest of the night. This gentleman certainly had himself quite a Friday. Kay Clayson, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, you know, I'm here. Let's get this over with. He sounds terrible. <laughs> he punched you in the throat? <laughs> uh, you know, okay, so I don't know if he meant to punch me in the throat, but we both had helmets on, and, like, we had both, like, like he ran up to me, pushed me, I pushed him back. <clears throat> sounds like shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if he meant to or not. It doesn't really matter, like, either way, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he, he said that you were threatening to kill him or something, but you're, you're saying yeah, he, that didn't happen? No, it didn't happen. I, we exchanged plenty of other pleasantries, yeah, but yeah, those yeah. words did not come out of my mouth. And, in a, in and an official saw that, and that's why he was DQ'd, the punch in the throat? Yeah, yeah. So, like, so like when you came off the track, you went down one side of staging, and then to get back into staging, you went down the other side of this uh-huh. like little crawl thing. Yep. And uh, I came off the track first because I – or second, I came off of Paul Telly, and I gave my bike to my mechanic. He went outside, um, and I walked back into staging to try and figure out where uh, what semi I was going to be in. Mm-hmm. And he was coming off the track, and we were like exchanging words over the little corral area. Yep. And he just dropped dropped his bike and ran towards me, and I was like, "Well, that didn't go that didn't go well." <laughs> so I may have poked the bear. A little bit. I mean, I'm. I'm honestly the off-track stuff. It's whatever to me. I don't even. I don't even care. Like it's. It's not that big of a deal. The stuff that happened on the track is more upsetting to me. Like that's. That's just not racing to me. Well, so. until until he does some damage to your throat in some way, and and you don't get your voice back or something over this jerk off punching you in the throat. So I don't. Well, I, my wife said it's kind of sexy. So oh, I, okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Steak Dog. Yeah, I. Yeah. Listen, no, I, it's way better today. I, I don't know why. We just ate dinner, and now it's actually more raspy than it was. It wasn't bad a little bit ago. I, uh, I dove into some comments, and like people are like, Cade should have known. So you're supposed to know that you pull a, a move on a guy that when you lap him, he's going to just blow you over a berm? I don't, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't get that you should have known. You know, I, uh, so I caught him actually on the finish line, and he like started like going fast again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, is he going to, like... Oh, okay, so this is, yeah, so this was already giving you an idea, right? So I, he, I, like, jumped the rhythm section behind him, 
And then we get to the straightaway, and he, like, pulls off into the mechanics there. I was like, oh, okay, we're good. And then I hear him get on the gas, like, behind me going down the start straight. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool, he's behind me, like, no big deal. And I go into the berm, and then, like, when I'm mid-berm, I hear, like, a blip of the freaking two-stroke, dude. (laughs) And sure as shit, quarter of a second later, I just get blasted in the side. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you know, him and I were, were friends, right? Like, I did, I've never had issues with him before. You know, I didn't think of it was anything of substance really that happened in the first turn. Like I maybe bumped him a little bit, but it's not Dude, like I blocked yeah. him. I mean, um, I don't see the know. issue. I don't see the issue with your pass in the first corner at all. And neither of these three guys either. And I mean, I just, I don't see it. I put myself in his shoes. I used to race. I don't see how he could be angry about that in an arena cross. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think back to, like, the Rod Bell thing last year with mm-hmm. me and him. Like, I did something like that to him. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, the hate I would get for that. You know what I right, mean? And right. Like, looking back on those situations, like, I apologized to Rod Bell for yelling at him after the race. Like, a couple months later, like, I went up to him, like, hey, man, I'm sorry I was so heated after that. You know what I mean? And, like, the same thing kind of happened in this situation. Like, he could have came off the track and yelled at me push me I, I would have been like i'm sorry man i didn't mean to bump you off the track like that and right, right. you know we would have gotten over it but yeah i mean i was more heated about the stuff on the track yeah than than the stuff off the track yeah but i just i don't I, you know guys, look and you know, I, as we said at the beginning of the show pick your bike up get yourself in the main event make some money and then take kate out in the main event if you want if you're racing with him or get him back at San Diego or whatever. It's just to wait a lap, to wait a lap down, whether you're Justin Bogle or Stank Dog, is really cheap. Really cheap. Yeah. You know, that's all. Well, that's what my biggest problem with it was. is After I got cleaned out, I really didn't know if I could make the main. I had to start back row in the heat <laughs> and in the LCQ. And like I saw only- a photo where you were just trapped under the bike. You were just <laughs> stuck under a bike. Dude, I was trying to, I was the only one in my semi skimming the whoops and I freaking clipped a kid's back wheel and went into the tough box and fell and then I ate shit again. And the next one is the one that really messed me up. I, I like fell on that little double before the finish line and I got like the gnarliest Charlie horse on my thigh and my thigh just like blew up. It was so big, and I could barely walk, and then my voice is gone, and everyone's like, what the heck is wrong with Kate? <laughs> my dad, Come my race dad, arena cross, they said. Yeah. Come, come have a good time, they said. Speaking of speaking of whoops, what hurt worse, getting punched in the throat or Denny's comments about your whoops in the main? Dude, Den- oh, man. Denny's comments in general on Twitter were so outlandish. Oh, my gosh. I had to bite my tongue so many times. It was mind-blowing. Oh, but I yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it that uh, if they didn't know why I wasn't skimming the whoops in the main, like I, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it was. I was honestly in so much pain in the LCQ that I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that the whole main event. And I just was like, I, screw it, I'm just going to commit to jumping these things and trying because that was the first, the first lap of the first main was the first time I jumped them all day, or besides the last lap of the LCQ. But I just doubled through. Like I had never like even considered doing it until i was like i kind of have to and i was good at skimming the whoops too mm-hmm. like it wasn't like hard for me but when i can't squeeze my bike it's it's a little more it's a little different uh it's amazing you made the main yeah and, and got it got a third good job 
Oh, I got second. Second, I sorry, got second. <laughs> I got second. So, I need, I need all the help I can get after that shit show. Yeah, how how, how did that go? Like, I didn't watch the main, so I don't – how did it, it – you had a bad gay it, pick, but you just – what? I got a bad gay pick, but, like – okay, so here's my only complaint. This arena cross race was actually a lot of fun, but for the mains, there's 12 guys. Yep. They have eight gates, but for the main, they say, oh, no, we're going to have six on the front and six on the back, and we're going to not let you use the inside and outside gate. And it's like, okay, so then the outside gate was open. So I started behind the last guy on the outside. Oh, and just. And when the gate, the gate dropped, I just kind of, I didn't go around him, but I got next to him and didn't have to follow him. Yeah. And I ended up coming out like fourth. Right. Um, so that worked out really good for me. And then I, I, I told my mechanic actually before the main, like KP and I were talking, I wasn't going to race. Like I, I was pretty like dizzy. Like my leg hurt really bad. I could literally barely like do a squat. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, and my mechanic's like, "Well, just go do some laps and you know jump the whoops and you know just see where you're at and if you can make it ten laps and just try and make it to the end." And I was like, "Fine, like I'll do it." And it's kind of hard to pull off when you're riding around in second. And, uh, <laughs> and that's why, like in the second main, like I just had no yeah. fight or urgency to even want to go to the front. I was like, I don't even really want to be out here. Yeah. <laughs> and, what a weekend. Jeez. Uh, but that sucks because, like, you know, I have last gate pick for the first main. I get last pick, right? Yep. Um, so then I'm the last spot on the outside. And then I've got – I get second in the first main. And then I've got second to last pick for the next freaking main. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. KP, so, not I, a fan of these inverted gate no, picks. No, no, I'm not no. a huge fan of it either. I mean, I think it'd be cool, like, every once in a while, like how they used to do it. Like, you invert each row mm -hmm. or you invert – like half of it or do something like that but just change it up each weekend but yeah to fully invert it each weekend is kind of chaotic your guys situation a little different so Cade's main or sorry kp's main reason he doesn't like it so at this race kp and i think bitterman were the only two regular yeah. arena cross guys in it. so yep. it's all dudes that are hitting all the rhythms kp's main complaint on the reverse is he said on a normal weekend he said in the reverse at the first lap the like two couple worst yeah. guys to get put on the front row don't even jump the catapult the first lap, and they almost land on right. KP said he mm -hmm. almost killed a dude. Yeah, like yeah, no, that makes ago. sense. That that makes sense. Where I think he's almost up. more okay with it. Like if the field's deep and right. everybody's doing yeah. anything, it's actually sure. less sketchy. Right. No, that makes total sense. Hey, Kate, sure. one other thing. Be proud. You were trending on Twitter for a very short time <laughs> during this whole arena cross mess. Dude, I was. I, I when I looked, there was like fifty thousand tweets or something that mentioned my name. <laughs> so <laughs> poor Kate. So you were. He got DQ'd for punching you, but. I think he should have been DQ'd for the taking, like 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 Bogle, waiting a lap down and taking you out. But you're fine with that as far as a DQ. I, I mean, I don't not fine with it, but, I, but I'm saying like whatever. Yeah, I would have rather him been DQ'd for the stuff on the track. You know, like right, right. the stuff in the pits. Like, dude, stuff like that happens all the time, and nobody sees it. Mm -hmm. He just got in trouble because we were standing in freaking staging. Right, right. You know, like it is what it is. Like we're just two dudes that kind of just said words to each other and whatever it escalated but um yeah the the ama didn't see it that way did you um, think his social media response was correct or fine uh, i mean i'm, I'm whatever uh, other than him putting words in my mouth like i didn't say that so mm -hmm. i uh well, what did you yeah. say that was my next question what did uh, you say you know, we said a lot of things you know <laughs> I, I maybe said if you come near me knock your teeth out and he said some stuff but you know whatever like i 
I'm not going to fight someone in the in staging at the race. Like it's not going to happen. Like we can push and shove each other all we want, but I'm not I'm not going to fight someone and and risk my career over someone someone else's stupidity. You know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is. I I probably shouldn't have said what I said, but uh, you know he said some stuff too. But you know, like he was yelling loud enough. I had my earplugs in and I could still hear him just fine. So everyone else heard him too. Uh, but yeah. it, like I said, like the off the track stuff, like it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal to me. Like we were both heated, you know, he was obviously heated. That's why he did it to begin with. I don't think clear headed. Anyone's like, yeah, I'm just going to wait a lap and clean somebody out. Like that's never a good idea. I wonder if the AMA, cause this is an AMA arena cross AMA this weekend. I wonder if anything's going to carry over or AMA is going to, yeah, the super cross and AMA is going to be like, Hey man, it should do, shouldn't it? You wouldn't you think. think. You don't think the disqualification but is enough? No, but if something happens in Supercross, oh, they're going to be oh. like, hey, man, you already have a DQ yeah, on yeah. your record. Okay. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I I think. So they called me and, like, asked me about it. And I was like, look, like, you know, I basically just said the same thing to them that I said to you guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. This is actually, like, the third, I guess. Yeah. I saw um, one with Alessi. He waited for Alessi for a lap and then fucked with Alessi. Yeah. yeah. And then. I had a team manager call me today and say something too. And I was like, I was like, look guys, like I'm not here trying to like, you know, get this dude kicked out of the sport. Like, am I bummed on the situation? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I, I guess they're looking into stuff because I mean, but I have like, they just called me, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But it's, I, I think something could obviously happen, which is a bummer. Right. I mean, I think he brings, uh, a different I don't want to say a different kind but he he has a different set of fans that obviously our sport needs but you can't there's certain things you can't do and he did some of those yeah yeah I, I think I would agree with that comment Daniel's on uh line three Daniel you have a comment uh about this with Cade yeah so I'm definitely team Cade here um I saw that start and stank dog he's raced arena cross before he knows to protect the inside like that that move was 100% legit. He should, he should know better than that, honestly. Yeah, I feel like from the comments I see on social, everyone's like, that move was nothing. That move was fine by Cade. Mm-hmm. I don't – I mean, maybe some of his hardcore fans don't like it, but, yeah, I don't – yeah. Hey, I feel, I feel I, like the roles I, are reversed. I, 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 Go ahead. I know, and I like Stink Dog. Like, on social media, I like him, but, like, that – he should know better. That's all I should yeah, say. No, yeah, no, I agree. I think if Thanks, role, roles Thank were you. reversed – uh, Stank does the same thing to, to yeah, Cade. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, but Cade didn't do anything. No, that's well, the point. No, yeah, yeah. So, I like, mean, if roles were reversed, it doesn't matter because I guess, yeah. Cade didn't yeah. do anything. Cade's not waiting a lap down to take the T bone him. No, take him off. It's, yeah, it's just, it's, I have no words. Well, it's just shocking. Like I said to him when he, no words, he went, when him and I talked the last time, I said, Are you, is this a, is this WWE? Are you a character right now? Is this real? Are you real? Are you just, am I, is this a skit? Do I need to, like, play along? Like, I don't get why you're saying these things. Like, I don't understand. This, so. this says it all. If there was no retaliation, we wouldn't talk about the move once. Because no. Because the original move no. is irrelevant to no anything. No one would bring that up. No. No, no one would be like, did because you it's see, not, it's not did you see Cade's point. move? No one would exactly. say that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, Cade, I'm really looking forward to a bunch of people picking you in Pulp Fantasy this weekend in San Diego and, uh, and you getting them, uh, you know, 52 points. Really looking forward to that. You know, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Really okay? stopped on that. Yeah. I... I've been riding quite well, and uh, I think it. I just everything came at me kind of fast at A one, dude. So I I hit the deck. I've hit the deck a lot in the last two weeks. Let's just say that. Um, 
It, did, you, uh, did you pick yeah, him? Did you, who picked him here? I didn't. I didn't. But what he's saying right now has got me scared to pick him for San Diego. He's been hitting the deck a lot. I, I, maybe I need to see a week or yeah. two more. <laughs> right, right. You're riding well, yeah. Kate. You're yeah. right. You look like you're riding well for real. When he's not crashing, yeah, he looks yeah. good. I mean, we've worked we've worked pretty hard. Um, you know, I, obviously A one didn't go great. The heat race crash was my own fault, just getting sideways and then mm-hmm. trying to save it. And a kid T boned me, and then all the other crashes were just whatever, dude. It happened, so couldn't really change anything. But why skill yeah. Pistons bringing you K Clayson on the show? Yeah, you could change a lot. You could give them an event for people to yeah. pitch you. Uh, yeah, two-stroke and four-stroke yeah, pistons, Wisco.com, motorsport.com. Uh, I had a quick one for you, Cade. Uh, you're back with the bro. same team that you were with two years ago. How much has improved? You know, PRMX looks like, at least from the outside in, that they've uh, made quite a few changes and up their level. Yeah, I agree. Dude, they've, they've upped the game a lot, honestly. It's, uh, it's quite, the, quite the show over there. Um, we've got a motor guy. Our suspension guy is going to come to, I think, somewhere between 50 and 75 percent of the rounds um obviously i've got a full-time mechanic now which is so nice i've never had that before um he does basically everything for me he's been a a big rock in my program holding me down it's uh it's been a huge help and then our bike's really good um yeah honestly it's been a lot of fun so far uh i've i've really enjoyed it and uh, don't have any complaints, really, except for myself. Except for your voice. I would get a little more upset about you at Anaheim. I am upset. But we went to dinner Friday night, and you're like, dude, Yoder's riding really good. Like he's in, I said he's in the main because he's a 13 handicap, so in the main is double points. And you go, oh, yeah, no, he's in the main. Like you were really confident in how well Hunter Yoder had been riding. So on your advice, and then he was good in practice. And on your advice, Kate, I picked Hunter Yoder. So, and, and I followed because of your suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, Cade was the but, one who said Yoder's been good. So I was kind of hard on him after the race because, like, he's done some motos with me, and he keeps me, you know, honest at SOB when we do motos. And I was watching him ride around in the main, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, we don't do motos like that, on, you know, during the week. And he's like, I don't know what happened. So <laughs> I'm hoping he's going to keep getting better. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he, he has been. He's been working pretty hard. He's kind of been my, my moto partner when we're back home and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun group, honestly. Like we've we've worked really well together, and uh, yeah, like I said, man, it, there's no complaints really from me on the team. I've uh, I've just got to be better. Hey, Cade, going back to the arena crosses for a second. Anything really surprise you? Uh, I had a buddy text me and say that he was noticing your line choices were quite a bit different than like KP's, who is a regular arena cross. Uh, was anything surprising? Anything you pick up? Um, I just uh, you know, like I said, I was skimming the whoops, being on a 450. Um, those guys were all going inside and then jumping the whoops in practice. So I think that's why the time gap was a little big in practice. Mitchell started skimming the whoops towards the end of the day, so it, um, he got closer as well. Um, and then, yeah, the, the rhythm, uh, it was fast. To stay out of some of their blown-out, like, cut-down lines, I was just trying to run some different lines, and it, it was working for me. Um, so like I was going over the table three and then jumping into the berm and it was just like, it was flowy and fun for me. Uh, where those guys were all like going on off three, which I didn't really like doing, uh, cause I knew I, they were going to have to do like 20 some laps and, right. you know, I was trying to plan for main events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, by the end of the night they were, they were had some of the guys had switched to my lines cause they were, they were pretty good. And then they just all started skimming the whoops at the end of the day when I started jumping them. So like the whole speed gap kind of switched. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, KK, K- 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 go ahead. 
honestly, man, I had so much fun. Like the guys were really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about not walking. Fun night. Yeah, fun night. I got blown off my bike. Punch in the throat. Punch in the throat. Crashed eight times. Great night. Because KPN, I trained with the same uh, off the bike guy, uh, Corey from Charlotte, and uh, he. I called him after I had signed up. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I know I said I wasn't going to ride, but I'm going to go race KP on Friday night." And he's like, "What?" (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, we're just we're going to drive to Arizona and go race." And uh, I was like, "Man, like, I like racing, you know? Like, I kind of heard somebody say racers race as the term, and it's like." I don't want to sit in California and watch it rain all weekend and not be able to ride. Like I want to go do something. And I call or uh, DM the series about getting entered and stuff. And they helped me go through it. And then I helped a couple other guys get through it. And um, like, it was well put on. Like, I, like I said, I could do without the inverted start and with them only having six guys on the front row. But uh, other than that, it was, it was fun. And I think they kind of beefed the track up a little bit more knowing that we were all coming, yep. which cool uh if they make tracks like that all the time and they get a purse like that and you know i think they could have a good group of guys that want to come race it all the time uh well said we got uh we do have denny stevenson on the line welcome to the show denny. i don't want to talk to denny he doesn't like me <laughs> denny why, <laughs> no, denny, no. why don't you no, like no Kay? no no hey what's happening no no Kate. do not think that in the least brother much respect just listen to you listen to you the last uh five ten minutes uh, complete respect. You uh, you are a racer. You race. Uh, one of my good friends, Checkers, loves you to death. So if he loves you, I, I'm all about you. And uh, you did a great job. You know, I, I, my argument was simply, you know, arena cross shit happens between you and uh, and Stank. Definitely not against you, not against Stank. I just I, I believe that arena cross is its own entity. Shit happens, but you know, uh, I gave you a little shit for not blinks to the whoops for simply the fact that you were crushing them in the last chance. And then you start jumping him in the main. I was a little surprised. And then you had mentioned your, your injury to your legs. And I, and I said, oh, I didn't realize that. So it made complete sense. But no, man, uh, nothing but respect, nothing but props. Way to show up to a, 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 a race that you're not used to doing and had a very rough beginning to your evening after, you know, qualifying first and finishing second in that first, uh, first main event. Nothing but props, brother. Well done. No, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I probably took a few tweets Honestly, like, the, I didn't get any, like, super harsh DMs or anything like wow, that. Like, because, obviously, hold on, okay, okay, when I had my incident with Stank, <laughs> I <laughs> got lit up. I was going to call the cops on some of the DMs that I got. Uh, people are rotten, man. People are just horrific. So I'm surprised, Cade, that you didn't get any but really nasty Cade ones. Wasn't well, really, didn't, Cade didn't wasn't really, really stirring the pot back. You yeah. kind of were. Because, like, I knew what was going to happen, right? I don't want to stir the pot because, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, I didn't get hurt. Like, it is what it is, right? But I think Denny's tweets, I kept seeing them. And I was like, <laughs> I just, but I didn't have, like, the perfect response because I followed Denny, too. So it's like, right. uh, I didn't have, like, that's what I mean. Like, the one tweet I sent back to you, I had, like, the perfect response of like why this happened but some of the other nailed ones it. like well yeah totally nailed totally it totally in my place i'm like oh well it makes complete sense now right <laughs> yeah but uh, denny but. i do have to say denny i i i respect your opinion great racer championship all that but you are high and or drunk or both i definitely had my moments but not that's not this time but 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 to, how could you possibly say that stank waiting a lap and T-boning Cade is just fine. That that's just it's fine. Just, it's just arena cross, man. I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's not something I've done. It's not something I've done. I don't agree with it. 
I mean, I, I and Stank, you know, obviously said he was wrong by doing it. I think Cade um, is, is you know, he's been very aggressive in the past in last chance qualifiers. We've seen that. I don't think what he did to Stank in the first turn was wrong. I think Stank yeah. definitely tried to close him off. Sure. But there was a little bit of elbow. Stank went flying. But when Cade lapped Stank coming down that front start straightaway, I'm just suggesting there should have been a little bit more awareness. That <laughs> I, I disagree. He, but He yeah. put the Fu Man Chew Man on the ground, and there's a good chance, if you know Stank, he might put you on the ground right back. It's no different than, the, the, the we, than we all were laughing about when Craig tried to go around fucking Freezy. And Freezy, and everybody's like, man, you just can't go around Freezy. Well, well, it is different because it was they were on the same lap. It was they were racing. Yeah, they're positioned. It. Yeah, but everyone thought Bogle was a fucking hero when they did it. To, no, did it the bar show. I didn't. I was on yeah. the show saying you can't do no, that. You I, I agree. A DQ. It's not the right thing, but yeah. it, it, it happens in arena cross. Arena cross plays by completely different <laughs> other rules. The fight afterwards, if they got in a fight in the tunnel. I've gotten in plenty of fights on the track and in the tunnel after <laughs> It is okay. just pure chaos. So yeah. new rule. Arena cross, doesn't matter what lap yeah. you're on, no just rules. kill everybody. Bre- breaking no news. rules. I mean, okay, Kate. We don't De- have rules. Denny, Denny's point, and I didn't know this before we got you on, is you said he started jacking with you over the finish. So maybe Denny has a point where – I'm not condoning this. I'm not, saying, I'm not switching to the side. No, no. But maybe, but maybe Denny's point where, where he started jacking with you like, you should have been like, hey, the long, fast, straight away. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, he just kind of, like, rode in front of me. He, I wouldn't say he really jacked with me. But I was like, when he did it, I was like, I was like, oh, man, is he going to try and hold me up right now? Because I'm pretty sure he's friends with some of the guys that were right behind me. But, I mean, like, like I said before, like, I would have considered, like, him and I, you know, not, like, friends, like, hey, let's go to this race together. But, yeah. like, hey, man, yeah. it's for you. Like, right. see ya. Uh friends and uh i was like well i hope he's not gonna mess with me right now but i I was like planning on just skimming by him in the whoops and then uh he let me by on the trail i was like oh okay like i think we're good here like he got his he got his two cents out of it like but to be completely honest with you i didn't even know that he fell in the first turn from me like i didn't like i i really didn't touch him that hard Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm so, no, I, you, you I really mean, didn't. You just kind of perfectly – he came in with, like, full speed around the outside on the white line. He just came in, you know, pivoted to the middle and kind of came off but a little elbow, and he went flying, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 my only theory was, like – Flying maybe in, uh, in exaggeration. They say he washed the front over the top. Cade was <laughs> no, flying. flying Stank was sliding. Yeah, Cade's yeah. screenshot of him upside down, legs up, <laughs> flying was, was really, really good. I'd put that on your Christmas his, his, card. Yeah, Cade's tweet tweet today asking for the net was perfect. Yeah, yeah, I like the one where he said, "I'm done with arena cross." Like after, <laughs> I'm officially whatever you said. Cade. I just still love the fact that while I agree, like that is the most publicity arena cross has gone in years. I'm still pretty sure I heard Cade's name mentioned more than arena cross over the weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I mean, and they interviewed him. A great interview. I mean. uh Obviously, he was one of the biggest names coming in. Uh, had a long, successful career. Obviously, Kate and uh, and to uh, have the fastest qualifying time. And um, yeah, it was awesome. And that's the main reason I wanted to call in or tonight was just to promote Arena Cross. I love the series. Um, it's obviously fallen off the map since I raced it. And to have twenty Supercross guys uh, drive up out of their out of their own pocket and race, I think it's fantastic. And you know, nothing but respect. And I, I really hope this series can grow and build. You uh, did you race with Robbie, one of the new owners? 
I would have think did, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I did, and uh, you know, I went down to Loretta Lynn's for the week with with checkers, and I was just walking back from one of the races right down uh, pit row. And I see a big arena cross tent, you know, and I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't know the fact that Robbie had, had bought it. And I just kind of poked my head in and, uh, and talked to one of, I think, uh, one of the other guys who, who one of the co-owners with Robbie, McCory, and started bullshitting with him. And he's like, yeah, Robbie's uh, actually getting ready to race, and he'd love to talk to you. So, you know, I waited until Robbie's race was done later that day or whatever, and I sat down and talked to him for like an hour. And we just mm, good, yeah. talked about my kid days and how great it was and uh, and how it would be great to, to just bring it back to the forefront and it's a series like I think anyone could agree that it gave me a career six years longer than I ever expected. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. man, you know, a ton of us who, uh, who otherwise wouldn't have had a job in supercross who yeah. Bowers had a good too. time and you kept know, racing. Bowers, Jeff Gibson, all these guys. Yeah. After their career is over. Right. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Uh, Kate, how much money did you make? How much did you get for your, your, your second uh, and 10th or whatever? I made like 1300 bucks. I think okay. so it was like a th- Second and three hundred for tenth. Yeah, yeah. All right, better than uh, it, well, better than a punch in the throat. Better than kicking the nuts or flying over a berm. Yeah, <laughs> which he unfortunately basically all, did all three. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, and I, I talked to Robbie. I'm just like, man, it'd be great to when you get back to doing double headers. You know, I mean, Friday, Saturday nights like we used to. I mean, for me, it makes sense because they already got dirt on the floor. They already yeah. got the uh, you know the the building rented and stuff. And I remember I, one year, I don't remember what year it was we raced. You guys did triple 17 headers. Or, Seventeen you? or eighteen weekends, four main events, seventy-two main events for the for the season, and uh, we went to over the uh, Switzerland. I think we went to Canada a couple times. I mean, it was crazy at the at the, at the high point with my kid. They were uh, they were really crushing it. Cade wouldn't have survived a double header. It would have been it. <laughs> yeah, and I think I tweeted that too. I'm like, Cade was all sore. I'm like, well, and then I, I you're like, wait till you got to race the next night, brother. Yeah, Kate. I said I. I had to go yell at kids to get off my lawn. <laughs> Amazingly, guys, this isn't even my worst arena cross experience, so I can't even complain. Really? <laughs> What's your worst? Uh, when that flagger ran out in front of me in Canada and like got the whole race shut down, and my oh, bike got him. That's it, right. Yeah. The whole thing in Abbotsford in in Canada. Yeah, yeah that's right. You yeah. uh, you nailed the flagger, and she was seriously hurt, right? Well, okay, she ran into the track. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I hit her mid jump, like I was in the air. Oh, and, uh, damn! Yeah, she she was in the hospital for quite a while, and she actually it was pretty lucky that she even you know was fully healed. Right. But, right. Yeah, the cops was, came, and yeah. it was a police scene and everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that one, that that <laughs> will forever hold like one of the worst days in my life. Is like, yeah. dude, I was I was concerned that, like that day, like that's where like the whole, the big bump on my leg is on the scar wh- where it uh, where my foot peg went into my leg that day. Mm-hmm. There was like a, ba- a baseball, literally like this huge lump on my leg, uh, right on that scar. It was crazy. Like it's almost like I messed up the scar tissue and it just blew up. But, uh, yeah, that, that night was terrible. Break, breaking news, Team Hurricane makes offer to Stank Dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Cade, uh, glad you survived. And uh, thanks for calling in. Um, I'm, still, I'm still glad I went. It was fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad you went because you, you put on a great show. Yeah. And, uh, it was fun for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah no, you, a little it was great for all of us. You know, it, yeah. it's uh, it's not worth it. So, no, I appreciate you boys having me on. Uh, I still wait for my pool invite, Dark Side. Oh well, oh. I you said you couldn't go the other night. Well, <laughs> dude, I literally could barely talk. Okay, like, you could 
Voice is you don't have now. to talk to play pool. <laughs> yeah. You can just hang the, out. Well, originally it was bowling. Yeah, but, but the real reason you guys wanted me to come was so you could get the inside scoop on what no, happened. No, we just wanted to hang out with you. That's how this works. Yeah, no. that's actually not true. We were just going to go play pool in, in the area, and, and ML was like, hey, Cade lives pretty close by. Hit him up. So Cade, I did. Cade saving for the pool oh. show. Yeah. Wait, you <laughs> asked this Cade? That's not the Cade I was talking that's about. That's what I thought you were talking You said Cade. No, I was talking about your Cade. Well, there you go. Oh, boy. Cade does not live in SoCal. I mean, he's staying well, in SoCal. Staying okay, yeah. You didn't even know which Cade I was talking about. No, well, you should have told me which Cade you were talking about. You just there, said Cade. There should be just one Cade. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. many Cades are there? Yeah, I know, right? Well, no, there's Cade. Uh, Cade, Cade that works for Husky. Uh, it's your for the buddy. Awkward. Yeah, Cade. I, I yeah. didn't know that's who you were talking about. Right. No. Well, this is actually. Um, well, this is real boring. This is exciting. exciting. Yeah, great radio. Okay. Great radio. It right. doesn't matter. Okay. Hey, uh, Cade, thanks for calling in. Glad you're all right. Good Good job on the weekend. Um, Thank good luck in San Diego, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it, boys. I'll see you guys there. All right. Thanks a lot, man. That's Kay Clayson, brought to you by the folks at Wiseco. Please check them out. Garage Buddy Rebuild Kits. Lewis, donating to animal shelters. It's amazing. It's great. Also on the line, 125 East Coast champion friend of the show, Danny Stevenson, brought to you by the folks at uh, Renegade Racing Fuel and Lubes. They won championships with uh, Will Hahn and Justin Brayton. They're using the the firepower team now of uh, Max Anstey. Perhaps you're at Max Anstey. (laughs) He's awake. He's awake. And Dean Wilson are using firepower as, or firepower, using Renegade as well. Uh, Renegade fuel racing fuels, they don't say they make power. They engineer it. Renegade is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. The, their, their fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Please check it out. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing. They are looking for dealers and distributors as well. Renegade racing fuels. Check them out on social media and at the website as well. Debo, yeah, some hot takes there, Debo. I, I'm not... <laughs> You know, I don't know how much of it is social media stuff and how much of it is, you know, real serious opinions. I don't oh. think you should wait a lap down and clean out the leader. I just no, I, I can't bad. come around to that. <laughs> well, let me first say uh, hello to Lewis Phillips. Oh. Huge fan of oh. you, brother. Welcome to the United States. Um, I've been following you on Twitter and uh, MXGP. It's uh, nice to have you on our on our uh, end of the world today. So, hello. <laughs> yeah, we're long-time Twitter friends. Yeah. I was worried yeah. that it'd hate me now I'm not MXGP, but... I think we're okay. Awesome. Awesome. But, yeah, no, seriously, I mean, I've said from day one, Arena Cross is its own entity. Um, I don't believe that Feld handled it well. I think they took yeah. it in the completely wrong direction. It's not the little son of uh, Supercross. It, uh, a lot of chaos happens. Uh, I've never personally taken anyone out a lap down, but I've fought on the track. I've been fought in the pits. I've been taken out on the track. I've taken what? out my best friends on the track. I mean, for some Bud Band to swap, for Mike Jones. What? It's just its own. It's just chaos, man, and that's is kind of what it built what upon I don't, to be what it is. What first of all, the Ricky Carmichael Trophy for Arena Cross is a sham, and I like RC. It was a sh- yeah, but to no, not Ricky's great, but yeah. yeah, and and then the fact that I don't and I, Robbie was on our show and I asked him this, put it back in November. I don't know what it's like to get buildings. Maybe it's harder back then, but put it in November, December. Have a TV package. Be the only show that's going on. And you, you'll get some eyeballs. Well, look at the know? prime example. We actually had talent. Like, no offense to the guys in normal era. We had talent show up. We had more than just KP running away right, with mains right. against better. No, how absolutely. exciting it was. And that was our biggest advantage is, you know, they used to start on Halloween weekend at uh, in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And for, like, four weekends, we were the biggest show in the United States because we were the only thing happening. Cover of cycle news, cover of cycle news, magazine features, all of it. Exactly. You know, all the, all the, the brand representatives were at the races. Um, you know, all the magazine guys, all the, uh, you know, before social media, they were all there. 
we were the most important thing going and it it really helped build that and that's what made this weekend so great obviously was the fact that, that Robbie and them stood up or stepped up to the plate realized that they were the only show uh, going on in the United States and and added to some money in there and the mm-hmm. riders were fantastic to to make the drive over and it was awesome. I mean, I think we could all agree that it it, it yeah. represented what I think we all thought and remembered Arena Cross to be. No, I, I agree, Lewis. Do you remember any of that Arena Cross stuff when you were a little kid? Like no, the, no? We, we barely got Supercross on yeah, TV. Right. So, but you guys had a UK series. Yeah, you guys had gnarly oh, what, Arena Cross like, over there. Yeah, yeah, Arena Cross in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had like yeah. UK Arena right, Cross. But UK Arena Cross is gnarly because <laughs> Beaton and these Canadians would always go there. Yeah, well, West. it was called Supercross, right. but yeah. yeah, it was Arena yeah. Cross. Right. Yeah, right. we had like good riders as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I spent one whole day watching or one whole like hour watching the YouTube highlights. I can't remember the guy's name. He, the one-on-one races, he's, he's known for killing everybody. I think oh, it's the British one? Oh, um, Ashley Greedy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's a kind of a yeah, bigger guy. Yeah, he is basically and, and, the stack just, dog. There was like literally 30 <laughs> minutes of him just taking guys out. <laughs> yeah, but he is literally the, the British equivalent. Okay, Danny. So I might have asked you this before on the show. Hardest you ever hit anybody in arena cross and hardest you got hit in arena cross. Well, I, I mean, I've said a lot of times, you know, <clears throat> Mike Jones, you know, we went back to, um, well, I know that was in Supercross, but in arena Supercross, cross, you know, I knocked yeah. him down accidentally into Dallas, uh, Supercross. I came through the pack and it passed him and knocked him down. And I didn't remember. And then won the main event. And then in Pontiac, when I was coming through the pack, Jonesy had obviously remembered that and died bombed me a bunch of times during that main event. Well, you know, we were, we were friends, but it carried over to Arena Cross. And I remember one time, I think it was Hampton, Virginia. There's actually a photo I have of it where I came into him. And, I, you know, that's back when he had orange, you know, uh, you know barrels mm-hmm. marking the corners. And the barrel is blown out of the way. I went through the barrel to just center punch Mike. <laughs> As hard as I could. <laughs> send, as me a fast fo- I could. send me a picture of this photo. Yeah. Send me the picture of this photo. I need to see I'll this. have to find send it. Send me the okay, picture I'll, of I'll this photo. Yeah. And I literally just ricocheted off him. <laughs> like, I didn't even move. <laughs> it was like hitting a concrete brick shit out. Like, yeah. like you know, Mike, you yeah. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Did not, it, it did nothing to him. Like, he didn't, like, he looked at me like, oh, you're down? I didn't even know you hit me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then Chad Pedersen got me. I'd gotten him one time at Des Moines. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'd raced Arena Cross a couple times while I was racing Supercross. One year, I'd raced Des Moines, and the second lap of practice on the 125, my dad's still outside warming up to 250. I crashed in the second lap of practice and break my leg. Boom, I'm out. Like a year later, I decide take it upon my own self it's a san diego supercross weekend but they're racing two nights of arena cross in lincoln nebraska like you know a half hour from my house yeah and i and suzuki's like no no you got to be in san diego i'm like sure i'll be there i'll be there <laughs> so my dad's in san diego and i decide well i'm gonna ride race my practice bikes oh at this arena cross on friday night and i'm gonna catch a red eye to san diego the next that night <laughs> oh that's great that's awesome Ooh. yeah <clears throat> So Fox makes me these pants to say Huskers on them. I, I go do the opening ceremonies. I'm like, hey, man, I'm here for one night. I'm here to kick everybody's ass, and I'm fucking flying to San Diego. So <laughs> let's kick some ass. And the first heat race, I, uh, I'm i in front, and I swap out to the whoops, and I and I get up, and I hop up on the wall, the concrete wall. Yeah. My handlebar gets up there, and it slides on the concrete and smashes my hand into, like, one of the steel poles, like, oh. like the railings. Yeah. And I crash, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I get up real quick, and. My hand's t- numb and tingly, and I get up, and I get second, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, that sucked. And I look down at my glove. My glove is covered in blood. It's just red. So I get back to the, to, into the arena and park my bike, and I take my glove off, and my finger blew up like the end of a hot dog. <laughs> and the bone is sticking out. You're like, buzzer. 
Buzzer. And I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. And I go to the, like, you know, go to the medics. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, you didn't lose your finger. I'm like, oh, fuck, I almost fainted. <laughs> and the worst thing was, all I thought about was like, man, I got to call my dad and, and tell him I'm not going to make it to San Diego tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that phone call is probably one of the worst ones wow. you ever make. Yeah. Worst one ever. Well, so I then, bet. like, the next year I race, go back to Des Moines Arena Cross, like, two years of just complete, just destroying myself in Arena Cross. I, like, I'm going to, I got to try again. And at the last lap, I'm battling with Chad Pedersen, local in Des Moines, one of my good friends. He's from Iowa. And I cased the double on the last lap, and Chad is going to go around me in the bolt turn after it, you know, basically mm-hmm. two corners to the finish. And I'm like, there's no fucking way he's going to beat me to this main. So I just go straight and blow him off the track, just center punch him. He flies <laughs> off the berm. The, hail, the tough blocks go, or hay bells go flying. I take the win. And the crowd is obviously pro-Iowa. I'm just from Nebraska, like this next state over, but obviously pro Chad Pedersen fans and they're booing me. <laughs> they're throwing beer cups at me out of the stands. Oh. It's gnarly. And so I go to interview with uh, Robbie Floyd, <clears throat> the three of us are on the podium and, and Chad, you know, interview Chad, Chad's like, you know, Hey, you know, Dan and I are friends. I would have done the same thing to him. It's no big deal. And then Robbie Floyd comes to me and the crowd just boos. I mean, yeah. it's just the loudest thing I've ever heard. And I basically said, hey, man, you know, you just heard from your, your local rider, Chad, one of my good friends, and, uh, you know, he didn't have a problem with it. And if you have a problem with it, you can all kiss my ass. <laughs> great, great, yeah. And obviously the place booed, you know, and then Art Ekman got a hold of this on Motor World, and he's telling me I should be banned from racing. I should not got my – I should be fined. Really? For, for that? Was, oh, Art, Art lost his mind. Yeah, he hated me. He was a kid. <laughs> oh, my <word>. And so <laughs> the next season, or like when we got into reacross racing, you know, for our career – Swap ended up getting even with me. One one race, it's the it's the one eighty as you came back down the start mm-hmm. straight away, and Chad teed me up so good, <laughs> he sent me over the berm and into the wall. <laughs> uh, like uh, like Bradshaw with chicken at Bercy. Oh, exactly. Like well, he just yeah, he didn't launch, he didn't let go of the bike. Right, he just hit right. me, and I just went, I yeah. just flew into the wall, crashed. And the funniest thing is my, my dad was so pissed at Swap that he just he pitboarded Swap and just never moved the pitboard. <laughs> <laughs> just had one out there. Yeah. And it exploded all over Chad's front number plate. And uh, from this day forward, that day forward, that the mechanics were not allowed to have pitboards. So. Oh, shit. And then, of course, yeah. JT's uh, a great arena cross story of the full Charlie. brawl in Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, with Bogard. Bogard and the whole thing. They're ra- they're literally fighting on the track. Yeah, there's yeah. racing going on. They're going around <laughs> JT and everybody brawling. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the start straight away that we saw this weekend. That two guys were fight. With- imagine two guys fighting alongside the wall for like seven laps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rena Cross, catch the catch the action. Yeah, yeah. We're just going. We like we'd, we would chew the 180 right there, but and we go because back then we'd go over the starting gate, you know, and we're we would go. I mean, we all talked about it afterwards. We'd look over like. Holy fuck, they're still fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. It's a great story. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuels bringing you Denny Stevenson on the show. Uh, anything else for Debo? Anything else, Debo? Uh, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I wanted hey, to get you on and squeeze you in. I hope you're all – any chicken Any uh, chicken uh, talk? Well, I don't know, man. He, he – uh, it's funny. So he – uh, he somehow became really good friends with with Eli when they were at Cowie. I know I, it's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, what a crazy odd pairing. I mean, I mean, unreal. So, I've obviously went from you know calling Eli Elito Tomac and, mm-hmm. and giving him a ton of shit to now <laughs> giving him a ton of respect because, as far as I'm concerned, this is what I've always believed that Eli was capable of, and he's crushing it. So, yeah. I, I did a post on on Instagram, you know, congratulating him on, on uh, being a beast for winning a one and. 
And Chicken's like, dude, you're such a sellout. You can't, you're a pussy. You can't talk shit and all of a sudden be his biggest fan. Oh, I bet. Uh, I'm not stupid, dude. <laughs> Chicken is a national funny. treasure. Yeah, I sent him, awesome. he is- I texted him. I was going through an old cycle news for erasables, and I saw a win ad from him 26, 125 win ad. And I, it said, uh, Chicken roll the bones or something, or chicken rolled bones. You know, it's some sort of gambling thing, right? That's, that's, that's a gambling thing. Right. And so I just sent it to him. I just screenshot it and sent it to him. And he sent me back, like, a very not safe for work response. And I don't even know if he knew that it's me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I bet right. he just saw a number, a number come up with this thing and didn't even hesitate to send an off-color <laughs> comment to, some, to, yeah. to me back. It was great. It was great. It just reminded me he married his his now wife the eighth time in Vegas. Yeah, he last did. Show yeah, when I got you got, I'd love to have both of you here, but I don't know if that could ever happen again because I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Chicken would do it. I don't. I don't know. I, he's luckily made it there. Obviously, um, it's always been a, a joke and a running joke if I was ever going to make it. And you know, the more that we we talked to Chicken, it seemed like that they almost did not make that flight that I, day. I, so. I, trying to get Chicken here is in my top five of things I didn't believe would happen but ever and it yeah. turned out to be a great show and uh, there was a lot of chaos that night but you know that 1990 when i i'd won my title and he would had been leading the 250 points obviously yeah. throughout most of the series and we were already kind of planning how we we're going to celebrate us both winning the titles and whatnot and his mom um was kind of a, a half-ass part-time travel agent and was booking you know flights and stuff one time they act she accidentally booked chicken to rochester new york instead of rochester minnesota mm-hmm, yeah to give you an idea of how she <laughs> yeah. kind of handled things so nonetheless she had booked uh chicken and i like a, a singles cruise like we're gonna go out we're gonna she booked us a cruise to go out i don't know we flew out of LA, or, uh, you know uh, cruised out of, of la and i don't remember the fuck we went down by mexico or something it was supposed to be singles so we both get on the boat and we're hanging out and we, we go to dinner that night. We got to wear, you know, a, yeah. a, a, a certain jacket or whatever. And we're sitting at the table and we notice it's all families, <laughs> all these kids and husband <laughs> wives. And we realized it's a, it, it, she had booked us on a family cruise and <laughs> nice. all these families <laughs> nice. thought we were a gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're looking uh, at us and we're looking at them. And they're like, how long have you two been together? We're like, um, yeah. we just got on the, we just we're got on the boat a little bit ago. Where's the no, chicks at? Are you guys like married or dating? Like, what the fuck are we? <laughs> thanks mom. Thanks chicken mom. That's great. Exactly. Uh, so, well, thanks that's... for the time, Danny. Yeah. Always good to catch up, man. You too, brother. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great night. All right. Thank you. Late. Late. Bye. See ya. Big fan of Lewis Phillips. Yeah. We actually are Twitter friends. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But unlikely combo. Renegade Racing Fuels bringing you uh, Danny Stevenson on the show. X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. Let's do this. X-Brand Goggle. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You know who we're speaking of? Arena Cross. A lot of Arena Cross tonight. Talk. Michael Hicks, X-Brand Goggle. Crushing the other series. The other... Whatever that is. Yeah, General Tire. Uh, General Tire, yes, crushing it. Michael Hicks, X-Brand Goggle. Athlete is along with Freddie Norton. Fast Freddie, X-Brand Goggles as well. Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. EKSGoggles.com. The Lucid Goggle, uh, the goggle choice of one Mr. Side as well. You know who else is wearing X-Brand that people may not know? Hunter Lawrence. Alpine Star Goggles. Okay. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm, 
but they're, they are X-Brand. they're made by X Brand. Yes, yes I, they they're Lucids. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I was told to promote that. That's a good thing. Hunter. I don't think Alpine Star would like us saying that. Well, I don't care. One, one Richard Taylor said, "Okay, go ahead, talk all right, about Hunter it. Lawrence, X Brand goggles, everybody." <laughs> uh, Please bring that up every week, and he wins. I know, right? Uh, also, uh, GNCC. I mean, there is no tougher series than that, and they were X Brand as well. So these questions for you three gentlemen. Submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar? Yep. Yeah, you don't have any then this week. No. Oh, wow. Just you three. Oh, wow. I'm just timing. What? Oh, wow. Really just stepping away from everything, aren't you? Rapid fire. I, I, Getting ready for a life swap when yeah. Chris oh, Kiefer's yeah. here. You don't want me to ask you some? Oh, are they there? I have some for you. Oh. Uh, I was told. Oh, I, well, there we go. <laughs> I told the gentleman. <laughs> Life to, is back to normal. Thank goodness. I told the gentleman to just do the three vital guys, but let's just do that, going then. really above and beyond that. Loose guy. program. Yep. All right. Who? Um, all right, Steve. What moto websites and or articles do you frequent or read besides PulpMex and RacerX? Uh, that's it, mostly. I go to Vital Form a little bit here and there. You read all of Lewis's stuff? I don't. I you pit, read all of Lewis's bits, stuff? I'll look, I'll look at Pit Bits. RacerX, yes. Like everything. You know, if there's somebody on like RacerX that I, you know, I'll read that. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah. Darkside, have you ever committed to buying a buddy's bike, let's say an Alta, for example, <laughs> then flaked and backed out? I don't believe I have. I, I wouldn't stoop that low. 3.2. Michael, what advice would you have for anyone who wants to start a race team? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The same answer I have every time. Just get yourself booked off to an insane asylum right there and then. Get on medication. Do something other than start a race team. All right. Lewis, what's something you're excited about living in America and something you missed from back home? Oh, jeez. In 30 seconds. Uh, everything is exciting, and I miss from home uh, nothing but from GPs for relationships. All right, 9.2. Steve, besides Anderson and Stank, are there any riders you need to bury the beef with? No. I mean, do I need to bury the beef with Stank and Anderson? No, I don't either. No. You you would bury it with uh, Jason, I think. I would have him on the show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. But but I mean, do I? The question was, do I need to? Yeah, oh, right? no, sure. Yeah, I don't need to. Like whatever. I would definitely have Jason on the show. You, well, you said earlier you'd have Stank on if he called well, in. If he called in. I'm yeah, not yeah. You were not gonna like no. say nope, won't no, take it. No. Yeah. Dark side. Now that you've now that you basically have access to any rider and team, who's on your bucket list to interview or whatever. Uh, or whatever. That's what. Uh, that's what the question. Is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Kenny and Jason, but uh, both are on my list. Michael, the best factory suspension seems to change year to year. Which brand and design do you think is currently the best? I'm all in on KYB LSF. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. It's not like somebody else in this room has experienced it. No, not no, at all. No heard it was good <laughs> may have won a world championship victory at a, a certain race pillows well pillows forgot you didn't win you just beat somebody yeah i didn't win as long as <laughs> yeah. I, I considered what? it a win <laughs> <laughs> all right Derek. lewis who has hotter chicks europe or the usa usa 1.6 no hesitation. I've got a second now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he wants to he's <laughs> all in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he needs options. Steve, if there was a wrap-up show 2.0, who would you want to host it? 
Uh, yeah, I was going to talk to Mr. Side about that um, later on or in the show if we have time. Um, Lewis would be really good. I feel like Lewis is passionate about the show and listens to it, you know? Um, I'm Lewis sure... looks very interested. I know, to be honest, when you said Lewis, I wondered who Lewis was, and then I realized you were talking about me. <laughs> check it. I'm not asking you to do more work, but I think you yes, would be good talk. You just um, slide a check across the table. Right, uh, right. Well, no, um, there's a reason I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, but I demand a bigger check. But no, it's because Vital won't <laughs> yeah, let it's me. Fine. Yeah, Vital won't it, let him. It's fine. Okay, well, maybe... Oh, fine. You know what? Honestly, if you just said, this is Roger from England and just... <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, I could be whoever I want. Yeah. 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 Good, good point. Wish I had thought of that. Darkseid, what's the hardest part of working for ML? Whew. It's really not that hard. I just have a lot to learn, and he uh, makes sure I don't forget it. Michael, what do you think they were trying to hide on Tomac's bike at A1? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still a little suspicious. Uh, we've definitely crushed the 22-23 frame thing. I think me and uh, a certain other friend of ours sat on a phone looking at photos for almost an hour and figured out, no, it, it is a 23 frame. Uh, there's something coming up at San Diego uh, this weekend. They'll explain, I guess, why they don't want us in the rig. And I also think some factory teams are getting a little more touchy about the amount of people that are at Anaheim 1, how many media guys are trying to get in the tent, etc. All right. All right, Lewis, last one. What GP rider should have or could have raced Supercross? Oh wow, that's a that is a question. Um, ben Watson oh, <laughs> versus Frotto versus anyone. Third in SX2 in Paris. We're we're yeah, I, I didn't know that. No, you didn't know no, that. No, I did not know that. Do but, your research. But Ferrado's air on his the Instagram is impressive. I I'm sure it is. Yes. Can is I, that a trophy? No. Can I take Mark De River? <laughs> you can take that if you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just go for the entertainment value. I mean, Gumby. Gumby Geyser got fifth at Monster Cup. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a it's true Monster Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's not a true super cost, but there was something there. I feel like anyone could do it if they put the time into it. Was like we're willing to learn yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah, I feel like if you're anywhere half decent, you tried it. Like yeah. Max, Tommy, Townley. You know what I mean? If anybody yeah. was like got a bit of a hope, they came over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like French guys. Like yeah, whatever. yeah. So all those guys are talented enough; they'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's the X Band Goggle Terrace. You want to? Uh, you want to talk to Jennifer? I texted her. I have no answer, but if Talon wants to try calling her, she said her phone would be on. All right. So yeah. give her a call, see if she answers. Talon, let's do that. Uh, Craig Martin's on one. Craig, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, nothing much. Hey, uh, I'm going to ask Lewis if you're not in, you get all the information regarding the ins and outs of the MXGPs. I miss the beginning yeah, of that. You're breaking up, Craig. You're breaking up, Craig. I, said, I was going to ask that if he's not going to be in Europe this year mm. at the GPs, who am I going to get the information from that's going to give us all the inside information on oh. GPs and all the riders and everything else? Not to worry. My fingers are firmly on the MXGP pulse, and I'll still be doing quite a few rounds, and I've got all the riders' numbers, so... Don't you worry. Stay tuned to Vital, Vital be... and my socials. Right, and Vital and, and yeah. You, listen, Craig. He's been he's been in America for one week, and we had uh, Vlanderin being interviewed on the Jumbotron in Race Day Live. 
and, all that. and then now we have Sewer coming yep. in hot in San Diego. And we so, just discussed Ben Watson. And Ben Watson. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, things are happening. Yeah. So All thanks and to this man. I, yeah. I do want to tell you that my buddy Mark and Paul and I, we drove all the way to Michigan for the, the uh, Motocross of Nations just to meet you and <laughs> found out you weren't going to be there. Oh. But we did get to have lunch with Koldenoff twice, and so we talked about you. Oh, wow. So, I, yeah. was, that, yeah. was that a good experience? It was a great experience. Were, were kind words oh, said about me? I just hung up on Craig. Oh, we're never going to find out what was said about <laughs> I me. I just hung up on what? Craig. You need to know. <laughs> know Are we friends or are we not? <laughs> you just hung up on her? We'll never know. <laughs> are we friends? Chris, Chris Kiefer's on the line. Uh, wow. We her? just moved no, on. No, I hung up on Craig Martin. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Let's not hang up on the girl, though. No. Well, what, yeah, do we get her? What's he go, what, I, I don't know what's going on over there. Talon. Uh, he's, he's trying to. He's trying to wheel her. He's trying to wheel her from you. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, you I know? mean more power. Yeah. If he's got the game. Okay, Craig's I, back on. Hold on. So Craig's on here. Craig, sorry, I hung up on you. My fault. What did Coldenhoff say? <laughs> <laughs> so we were just we were just hanging out with him, and we were talking to him about you know how we had driven all the way to Michigan to meet the one guy we wanted to meet, and we told him who it was, and he just like almost dropped the food right out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, he's he probably wishing that he had made more of his chances to meet me. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and we also got to hang out with your your little buddy Jeremy Seward too. I'll oh, see that and, would have been a good time. Uh, <laughs> I can guarantee that would have been a good time. There was a Saturdays yeah. with Seward done yeah. at the MXDN that was riveting. I heard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, but I was you know for this whole time now for whatever four months that we've been hearing this rumor about you coming over, my buddies and I we've all been worried about the fact that if you're not over like you know we're not going to get our fix on uh, the podcast nope. they're gonna do something yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll still be on it like i still know that i like owe those riders those teams coverage and like um obviously they've told me a lot of secrets i know a lot of what's going on what they need so i still feel like a uh debt to the people who have helped me get to where i am today like the riders who didn't need to give me the access that they gave me blah 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 so i'm not um i'm definitely not turning my back away from anything going on in mxgp i'm still driving That's the watson cool. wagon i i don't i don't i don't see james going every single weekend though i i would probably bet against that but who knows right, right. uh <laughs> thanks craig thanks for calling in man thank you yeah thanks. appreciate it. That's craig martin everybody Kiefer, are you there yep i'm here all right let's uh let's bring in uh jennifer here jennifer are you on the line I am. How are you? Thanks for calling in. I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're good. Uh, just have some questions about the date with Jamie, yeah. if you don't mind. Just a little no curious. Problem. He's a friend of ours. Chris is on. Our friend Chris is on the line as well. Chris, go ahead. You can start this off. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for uh, taking our call and braving Dark Side's uh, date. We appreciate you. No problem. Um, so just first question I have, what was your first reaction when you saw Jamie for the first time? One being the worst guy, worst looking guy I've ever seen, 10 being the hottest. Where's Jamie at? I say solid like 6.7. 6.7. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said right. 1 through 10, right? Or you said 1 through 5? No, 1 through 10. Sorry. Yep. Okay. 6.7, yeah. He's not. Are you on, Jennifer, are you on speakerphone? I am here. I took it off. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. You're fine. Um, Okay. So uh, what else, Chris? Um, During the date, was there any awkward moments with Jamie, or was he good with conversation? 
he was absolutely good with conversation. The only awkward moment was when I showed up like 40 minutes late. 40 minutes hmm. late? Oh, wow. It was like 30, actually. Uh, okay. I, I was told by her sister this is and her brother-in-law this is absolutely normal. They all they have to tell her like to be there an <laughs> hour early and then she'll still be late. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's normal. Jennifer, can I just be completely honest here? Absolutely. I think it's kind of weird you invited your sister and the brother-in-law on the date. Can I just put that out there? Like, were you worried about safety or anything? Or is that why? Why are we, you know? Um... Uh, a little. Okay. I've never met the guy before, but I mean, I think this is more of Aaron's like date than it was mine. That's my brother-in-law. Okay. So <laughs> I think he got the best thrill out of all this. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. He got two for basically. Yeah. No. No. Hey, listen. It's it's fine. I just yeah. I just you know I'm curious about that. It was so, a little both. Yeah. Jennifer, so now that you, you spend one night, you know, hung out a little bit, you're going to go on a day date, which I still feel like is not a real date, but that's fine. Um, now, is this is Jamie someone that you could see dating further, or is this just like the day date, like, hey, we're going to hang out, pass the time, grab some lunch, and then I'm going to go back to work type thing, or where are we at? I, I don't think I got to talk to him enough, so I would like to go on a day date and then talk to him, and then I could probably do that better after that. Okay. So you uh, would you would you would say that the day date is not actually a date, it's just the getting to know <laughs> Jamie more. Yeah. So I could Thank you. Answer that. Thank you. Thank you everybody. Okay, so I could answer that properly if I had to like, get to know him more. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Um Well, Jamie, yeah. I mean I, I she basically said what he I told you. He wasn't creepy, guys. Yeah. Thank you. He Thank wasn't creepy or, or or not attractive at all. He was a great date. He was awesome. Thank you, Jennifer. So, I, I, kind of what I told you guys, but yeah, yeah. Like also, I just I'm a lot of drunk right now, so yeah. you guys know that. So yeah. let's say you, let's say you have a great time on the day date. Does it warrant like a goodbye kiss on a day date, or is that like a real like a nighttime date type thing? No, that's a nighttime time thing. Day night doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Where are you guys going to go? We haven't talked about it yet. You haven't talked about it? Mm-mm. Coffee shop? I mean, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. yeah well, I don't know yet. She, she's having a girl's trip in Vegas, so we'll let her get have her you know get through that and get sobered up, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Jen- All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank See you. Guys. Bye. Yeah, that, that, she, she was, uh, she's having she's, a good time. That was uncomfortable. Just going to put it out there. <laughs> I think, that yeah. was perfectly fine. That was yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my ass. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I well, mean, it's basically what I told you guys. Imagine, like, you know, she said she was worried about the danger thing. Yeah. Imagine if you didn't know Jamie like you thought you did. He went alone. There was no one else there. And then the girl went missing. And on this Monday night <laughs> show, you had to appeal. Yeah. For people oh, no. who know of Jamie's whereabouts or this girl. Good point. Like, imagine yeah. that. Imagine that. That would be yeah. great radio. Right, right. Well, sucks for like well, there is a, you know, the, you, you can meet a date at a restaurant and not have to actually be alone at any point in time, you know. So there are ways to yeah. do it. I just feel like it's kind of weird that you brought other people. Yeah, restaurants typically she, have uh, more people. Well, like them. I said, she, I was told she does that every time. That's just her comfort zone. So, you know, I can't be – it's just her thing. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Can we, can we talk about the rating, though? I mean, if you want. I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? 6.7. Yeah. Better than a 5. That's a basement. We're basement. Uh, I won't argue that. Yep. 
So I just wanted to put that out there. Like sixes and below are basement. So if you're in the six range, um, people say that Jamie and I look alike. So this proves that fact. <laughs> <laughs> what was Heather rate you on a scale of one to ten? Oh, well, that's not fair. She rates me a ten. But that's totally stupid. You can't do that, dude. What would she rate? Okay, okay yeah, let's let's have her above. go. Let's have her go back in time. What would oh. she rate you when you first met? Here you go. What would you rate me as looks wise? Here you go. A ten. Well, but what about when you first met? Because he's he's trying to say that him. I don't know how we got to this, but him and Jamie in the same field when Jamie just got rated as a 6.7 well, by and, his date. And Chris says he's ugly as fuck. And yeah. So, yeah, that's what he's saying. Listen, when when I met him, he had burgundy hair and was wearing baggy jeans. And for some reason, I just saw him, and I'm like, I'm going to marry this guy. He's super hot. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, you like that? I mean, All right. I'm not much help. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> what are you rating right when when are we doing when are we doing this? Uh, it's date? supposed to be Thursday because that's the only day I have okay. free and she has free All before right. I leave again. Okay. You know what you should do what? for good content? Send Kiefer there uh, without Darkside knowing, yeah. and, like just on a oh. table on the other side. Yeah, yeah, Kiefer. Um, oh, wait, and no. live tweet it. Hey, this date I'll bring a, gr- a co- <laughs> somebody with me. Yeah. No, no it would be better oh, to have like Kiefer surveilling yeah. it from afar. Yeah. yeah. When she shows up, be like, "This is my friend Chris. I don't feel safe with you." <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody uh, uh the YouTube comment section that says Dark Side is a catch. Y'all are treating him like crap. Well, Yes, I'll date you Dark Side. Heather, what uh what would you rate? Male or female. <laughs> Heather, what would you rate Mr. Side's look with the greasy ponytail and the oh greasy God, stop the greasy the... do rag and now? Like he's probably like a a 4 to a 6. What, what, hold on, I walked away. What what am I doing? Rate Dark Side with the ponytail and the greasy bandana versus Dark Side now. <laughs> be, oh. real. be real. Be real. Don't be real. Be all night. I mean, you're not gonna hurt my feelings, Heather. Yeah, it's about a, it's about a three. I'm sorry with the ponytail. It's very Brett Michaels. Grungy. Get your right on. That's what I was going for. Bandana, right the greasy, the greasy well, band, it. and the greasy bandana, and then now a respectable member of the media. Oh, Truth. he's he's a seven. Yeah. See. Oh, she gave me a higher rating yeah. than Jennifer did. Yeah, she did. But, but, but see, I knew the, the the greasy ponytail bandana thing before, so it like it's a big greasy. improvement. Right, right, all right. Big improvement. Well, thanks. Love you thanks, too, Heather. Thanks to both of you guys. Thanks. I love you, Dark Side. Don't hate me. No, I love you. All right. I don't love anyone in there because they voted for Steve. So yep. all y'all. Can I fucking yep. voted for Jamie you, Chris. Voted for you, Jamie Jesus. voted for you. But besides that, <laughs> enjoy the altar. Hope you keep it forever. Thank you. All right, Chris Key for everybody. <laughs> Uh, all right, Lewis Phillips and uh, Darkseid and uh, uh, Michael Lindsay here on the show. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Vital. But first, I want to mention that uh, Suspension Direct, bringing you the 8 o'clock hour, founded in 05 by Dan Worley and uh, hard-to-find suspension parts, WP Show at Walker Evans, Fox KYB. You probably had some dealings with Dan over the years at Suspension Direct. Yep. Uh, E-Clicks Chalks as well, lifelong project of those guys. Whether it's a Jeep, uh, Ford Raptor, UTV, anything else, uh, Toyota's E-Clicks are uh, more than just electronic shocks. Semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. These things on UTVs are amazing, so please check them out. Made and developed in the USA. The code is PulpMX to save at Suspension Direct. And Michelin, our buddy Randy there at Michelin, whether it's the Starcross 6, whether it's uh, tires for your mountain bike that used to sponsor the wrap-up show, 
Uh, whether it's uh, cruiser tires, sport bike tires, whatever it is, they can have tires for you. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offerings. The Starcross 6, love them. Sand, mud, medium, soft, medium, medium, hard, and hard versions uh, designed to win. They have the 11% more durability than the previous generation. Starcross 6, really, really like that. Uh, so thanks to those guys for making it happen. Uh, Michelin. Uh, all right, Vital MX, here we go. So, Michael, you you're, you were gone for a couple years uh, back yep. at Vital and decided to hire these two. Uh, obviously, Darkseid was a little um, – dropped everything in his life to, to become Moto Media. Completely dropped it. Really Got took a, a chance. He really took right. a chance on us, if he, we're being he, honest. He did. And, and Lewis took a chance on you by leaving Europe. How's everything going? How's it working? Like, Lewis is your guy at the races. He, he's going to the races. Like everyone. No, and, yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's fresh, though, in the sense of uh, Lewis and Sean got here, what, about three weeks ago. Uh, we also have another videographer, Dylan Kelly, which is uh, Derek Kelly Rides video team. Uh, his brother started working for us a few months ago, Jamie. So I'd say on Dylan and Jamie's side, both fresher to media, so still learning a lot. Of course, Lewis and Sean have a ton of experience, so just kind of getting everything lined up with with Dylan and Jamie learning and then also with Lewis and Sean coming in, like executing a lot of these big ideas that we've been talking about over uh, text and phone calls and FaceTime for months and months and months. It's very fresh, but uh, still a long way to go, but in a good way. Has, have the impressions, uh, feedback, comments besides the YouTube people hating Lewis's accent? <laughs> has everything been pretty positive? No, it's been really positive. Yeah. I've been stoked on that ever since I got back. I've been in charge of Idol now for about 15 months and just, month over month just better and better and better all the time uh views numbers comments they just keep getting better and people seem to be pretty stoked on what we're doing as with anything you're always going to find people that are upset but mm -hmm. it's a pretty drastic difference from about 99 percent positive to the the one percent negative yeah yeah you're never going to please everybody so exactly do you give assignments to these jerkies or do you guys come up with your own or like, how does that work? How does the collaboration work? Like Lewis and Sean mostly kind of have, like I said, it, we've talked a lot about what race coverage needs to look like. They sort of know what they need to do. I mm -hmm. mean, they're experienced, they're vetted. They know what they want to do. Uh, we talk a little bit about the execution sometimes and what it looks like, but for the most part, they know what they want to get done. And I agree with it pretty much in full. That was the main reason why I pushed so hard to get them here. Mm -hmm. uh, in Dylan's case and Jamie's case, yes, there's a lot of assignments uh, layout based on what we need done. Right. Also, some stuff they come up with on their own. Uh, but again, that just all comes with experience, uh, contacts, and just kind of knowing what needs to be done. I feel like for like yeah for Racer X, like they give me a few things to do here and there. But for the most part, I'm like, hey, I'm going to talk to this guy, or I think this would be interesting, or I'm going to you know, what about this, you know, or like I, I just come in with sort of things that I kind of think of the sport covering, you know, so I didn't know how much, how much that worked or if you guys. Yeah, I'm the same. That's yeah. what I said from like the first phone call. Yeah. Like I kind of have an image in my head of what things need to look like, yeah. the direction things need to go. Like I already had a list of like 10 things that had to be addressed immediately. Yeah. Um, I'm very demanding. Okay. I think <laughs> both of these two would be very, cool. would admit they were surprised how much of an opinion I have. No, not I'm for not. me. I, I knew what to expect, I think. Oh, not no. me. We had talked <laughs> enough. And, yeah. like, yeah. On, on one side, the biggest thing I appreciate, and I was trying to explain to boss, because, like, the process of getting loose here was definitely not as easy as we probably thought and has taken longer. And the whole time our, our owner, Brad, had asked me a few times, like, well, do you want to get somebody local? And I kept telling him, like, no, if you you got to understand the conversations we're having, the direction, like, I agree with Lewis 99% of the time on what he wants to do and mm -hmm. why, because a lot of what he's saying 
not saying like Lewis comes to the table with a ton of original ideas, but a lot of what he is saying is stuff I wanted to do or I've had yeah. similar ish ideas. I just haven't had the manpower or like the abil- some of the abilities he has that are different than mine to pull it off. Yeah. So seeing that and also knowing that him and Sean can execute it. Like I said, where I, I feel like with their work with, with Jamie's and Dylan's, I'm more involved with Lewis's, some of it as us collabing on camera. And then anything else for the two of them is just me being kind of like, hey, what can I what can I get you guys to right. get this done? What do you need from me to, to help get this moving forward? Because they have, again, the vision of what they want. Are you making them post on the forum? Uh, I think you should make them post on the Lewis forum. Lewis does quite a bit like by himself. Oh, you yeah. like the forum? Yeah, I've never, like, even... Like He's been when I was a fan, years. when I was at MX Vice, I was always checking it like ten times a day. I don't think it's that bad. Like, and I'm not you don't just get, saying you that. don't get ripped ripped into it. Sometimes, no, minimally, like, very. Yeah, I would minimal. say the, form, the, the most is the YouTube comment section. Yeah. Now the people yeah. in the forum love him. I think we announced when I announced it the day that he started. You know, we have an up and a downvote system. I think it got a couple hundred upvotes and got one downvote. Mm. Yeah, the YouTube people hate me, me though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, YouTube comments <laughs> as Marks can attest to. You don't go into those. Jamie, they say that I'm too honest. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> J- Jamie here could uh, interact with the the forum and the community a little bit more. He's a little oh, rarer. Jamie? Yeah, uh, I mean he's right. I don't get on there a lot. Why not, Jamie? He's too big time. Yeah, yes, that, big that's time? exactly it. That's yes. exactly yeah. it. You're too big time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think anybody that knows me that knows that's the case. Head nod. Head nod, Jamie. <laughs> head nod, Jamie. We had a head Some nod. Fist bumps. We did yep. have a fist bumps, single head nod. A single head nod. Yep. One time. Right. Made was made it a big deal. Well, yeah, Michael's trying to push me out of my comfort zone, which is the just the interview. Are you, are you learning better uh, technical te- the technical end of things? I'm definitely better you know? than I was a few months ago. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, there's still things that I struggle with, and yeah, it's it's still yeah. very new. And I'm trying to yeah, I'll I'll get ahead of myself. Yep. And miss a step. And yeah, then Michael, I usually know once I post it, like an article, don't leave the house right away because <laughs> I maybe get a call any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you screwed this up. Yeah. Hey, what, right. What's the number one thing I say? Uh, I There's two things. I yeah, I forgot how you worded it. It's just pay attention to the little details. Little details and click on your features when you're done yeah. to see if they work. Yeah, you have that. What Web 101 is clicking on your features right, after yeah. you post them. Even, right. even I do that on my janky website where I'm like, <laughs> nobody's reading it, but I'm yeah. gonna make sure this works. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. And Lewis, got for five you, views, and I'm two of them. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna uh, go to some GPS if it all yeah. works out, right? You're yeah, I think. Back and forth. Um, yeah. There are seven that don't clash, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then who knows, maybe there'll be a few more. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to keep my, well, that's like my bread and butter. Butter. I don't, uh, yeah. I, as I started saying that, I realized that was the most English thing. <laughs> but um, obviously, I've got the connections there. It's Harry easy Potter. for me. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I can do Potter. those words if his, you like. Remember his, his Star Wars comparison earlier? Dobby the Dobby Elf is yeah, from I don't, Star Wars. I don't Wars. know what that is. So <laughs> that, I've you never seen Harry Potter? Potter? from Harry Potter. I've never seen Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. So oh, I'm, wow. I'm wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of that. But the house self. Lord of the Rings is Fantastic. Maybe well, we're more similar than you thought. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, no, I, I do not believe so, sir. I cannot I do not believe so. Trivia. I um, cannot wait. No, but obviously, yeah, like I've got all the connections in GPs. Mm-hmm. I know the guys. And like yep. mainly, I want to go back there to see my friends. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so you've enjoyed it so far, Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously one is, race only. But yeah, like yeah. this is obviously where I've always wanted to yeah. be. Yep. Um, it was always my, not my end goal, because I've still got a lot of years left to live. So. I guess I should have Hopefully. more goals. Yep. Well, yeah, who knows? You never know. Um, Stank finds you. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, that always happened last year. Um, 
But no, yeah, I've always wanted to get here. Like, I always saw GPs as a path to get to America. Like, yeah. no different to riders. GP riders yeah. want to get to America. Like, I had the same mindset. If yeah. I was a rider, I would have gone to GPs and then yeah. tried to get to America. And we're trying to get a Ferrado Ben Watson Supercross race going? Uh, I don't think we're trying. I think we're being quite successful. Uh, we we got to get a venue. we got to get I think that's fine. bikes. Mumfords? I think we yeah. should just Mumfies? go to Italy. Because there's got to be a Supercross. Like, Pellegrini would have a Supercross track. Would he? Yeah. yeah. Well, then we'll get that track. They can bring their own stuff. Yeah. We'll get... I'll hold a checkered flag. Okay. You can hold a 15-second board. Sure. We can, fly, we can flag. Yeah, we can flag. We each. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. Oh, by the way, that, that, that caller, or the guy who gave us some money, wanted to know the cheapest thing Weege ever did. So I asked him. Weege said, Walmart Auto Repair uh, Santiago. Said, what's the cheapest thing Weege? Walmart, re this is from Weege. Walmart Auto Repair Area has a cash register. I got oil change and some groceries. I knew the auto shop guy would be terrible at scanning groceries. So I put a bunch of expensive stuff at the bottom of the cart, and he didn't even notice or scan them. So he stole. Ladies and gentlemen, why Jason, why got everybody? Wow, we just went from cheap to, <laughs> to a thief. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. A cheap thief. Um, well, good. I'm glad it's all working well, and I look forward to the Max Anstey features coming in. Oh, many. Watson, rolling in. Great. Ben yep. Watson. Yep. However, Max however, Lewis has a, a new rider that he's bringing to the top, pushing Do there. I? Oh, yes. I hand-selected my new oh. Watson wagon of America. Okay. <laughs> a, lo a long process. Obviously, many riders to go through. Alex Ray? No. Okay. You've got to watch with an eagle eye, because I am neutral. So I walked into the stadium. Uh -huh. I looked out, and as a talent spotter, looked for an unknown talent that I could discover and nurture. Mm -hmm. And I eventually decided on the relatively unknown Chase Sexton. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the El Capitan. Good yes. job. I, Good job uh, on that, yeah. Obviously, you need alliteration. S, it's difficult. Yep. It's really difficult. Mm -hmm. So I decided on Sexton ship, and oh. I am the Capitan. Well, that is... Uh, breaking news. That's Yeah, breaking yes. news. And that is real creative. Yes, because and yeah. obviously no one has heard of Chase Sexton. No, no. So yeah. me Fly spotting him is quite um, a unique thing. Yeah, 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 no. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> I like to keep it fresh. Is it time for trivia? Yes. You're, you're I think it's been show, time man. since we started, to Is be it honest. time for trivia? It's your show. So I've got some Ethica swag. Kyle at the Ethica sent me some stuff. I will fight someone for that stuff. Me and, too. And even though... <laughs> we have a new game. Even... Yeah. Oh, never, <laughs> screw this game. <laughs> which one have you guys fight? Which one are you, Alden Baker, and which one is RV? Uh, and and then also to the guys at Scotia are no longer on the show, but we love them, and we have an extra base link modular charging system right here. Man, why are they no longer on the show? They were great. Uh, you know, budgets change. Bummer. All right. Um, all right, so they may come back. I hope so. So we have that up for grabs. We have some Scotch stuff up for grabs. The winner gets that. The loser gets nothing. Wow. That was aggressive. Okay. <laughs> so here's the, here's the game. Star Wars trivia for you. Yep, my speciality. Have you ever seen a Star Wars? Nope. Even a little bit. Nope. Not not a single second. I wouldn't even know where to go. Is it on Netflix? Are you aware of Star Wars? I know it's a movie. Okay. And we got MSGP uh, trivia for you. Again, which is sad. <laughs> you you've always admitted your weekend your weakness is MSGP stuff. For so sure. that's where I Yeah, I, I, I didn't Lose's weakness is anything but moto. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then your weakness is Yeah, I'm MXGP. not I'm certainly not confident so, in this, so. Marks, should I do 30 seconds? I want to, so you can steal the answer. All right. So I, I need a time limit. It's, yeah, is that at and the then end the other, of the 30 seconds? One point for a correct uh, guess. If you offer to steal and you get it wrong, 
you minus three. Oof. Can so you, you do the math on that, or do you need I'm like a calculator? The, I'm do the math we'll, right here. We'll, we'll confident double, in your ability. We'll double check his work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pop, a lot of pop stuff goes sideways. Yeah, yeah these, these games story. never but, go well. But marks thirty seconds. Or? That's a lot. I, I feel like thirty seconds would be long. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do fifteen. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, I think that yep. is a. Is a okay. Bit um, and we have a do a bell or applause or something. Uh, I don't have them okay. on this computer. Well, you got so. you got something. We'll be using that a lot, but <laughs> on the chance of there being a correct answer, is there something And uh, Michael, do not shout the answers out. Don't even like nope, set, you know, because I know how you do it. Wait, um, Jesus, so can I take a poll of a room? Does everyone here know Star Wars? Like, am yes. I the only one? Yes. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, but there we go. So. Oh, come on! You at least know what Star Wars is. I know what it is. I've yeah, never we seen all know it's a movie. So, so maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Uh, I'll just ask you if you know them. Talent, you Star Wars guy? No. What? I do know a guy named Dark Side though. Everybody on that side of the room needs to go away. What's up, losers? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you get nerds. Okay, so, so good one. Um, so yeah, we'll just collect, we'll count the points. One for a right answer. Three for a wrong answer if you steal. One for a right answer if you do get the stolen answer right. In the theme of Arena Cross, if I feel that I have been done dirty, should I punch someone in the throat, or are we not doing that here? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel that Dark Side stole money off your table, oh, well, this so, is worth money. Right. Okay. I'll start warming up for that extracurricular at the end. Okay, so are we ready? How are we feeling? I, I, yeah, I'm nervous, to be honest. You're I, nervous? I, yeah, I, yeah. Am, I am the most He's not nervous at all. I he doesn't... Well, here's the thing. Star Wars has nothing to do with our job. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, no, you have a point. If there. I don't know this, and I've already admitted I'm probably not, then once again, I'm going to get shit on by people. I mean, I, I'm obviously going but to start listening. I do feel... Seventy percent of Moto fans may not know that some of these answers for GP stuff. Yeah, but he's stuff. not a fan. He's no. a worker. Good I mean, point. he's not wrong. I I should know more. I just haven't paid that much attention over the years, I, um, so I can't do anything about that. Let's get into it. This, it doesn't matter. I am the most competitive person in the world, and any form of competition, no matter how small or big, well, I will. I'm going to make a prediction here. Mr. Side's going to take this. Well, you would think, but he's going to walk away trying. with this. Don't look at my questions. Oh yeah, I'm I'm you're, not. No, I'm really questions. not. Yes, I can't are. even see that fucking far. You were trying to shoot Because so, Mr. Side is going to steal the Star Wars. Yep. I'm hoping that's well, going to win this thing. You know, and he's going to get a couple of the GPs. The, prob the problem is, if I don't know the answer to the Star Wars questions either, I'm fucked. No, can I we put a cap on how many steals a person can have, or is that too complicated for the whole thing? Uh, no, that's not complicated. You get one or two. That's, I'm okay, okay with that. Okay, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Thank yeah. you. Good. Yeah, it's Thank not you. a bad idea. Uh, three? Three steals. Okay. okay, let's fight. Three steals. So if you're not sure, back out. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a good idea. All right, here good we go. Idea. Dark Side Lewis trivia game. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Question number one for Lewis. How do you spell Star Wars? <laughs> Fill in the blank. May the blank be with you. I was born on May the 4th, so it's May the Force be with you. Wow. Wow. Hey, good for already off to a great start. Coming in hot. I can't steal I was, it. I was genuinely, my birthday is genuinely May the 4th. So. Did you say 4th or Force? Force. Because okay. I, I get it. He said, yeah, yeah he, okay. he said it right. I was too excited to have one <laughs> right that I may have okay. blended things. Okay, are we ready? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm already shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that, went, that went better than expected. It did. Yes. It did. Jamie, you're right. screwed. Yeah. Here we go. Mr. Side. Historical MXGP question. Oh, that's not that's even worse. There's a little bit of both in Okay, here. go ahead. Who was nicknamed Mr. 875? I, I don't know the answer. I'm going to guess. Let's, Everett's. I'd like to steal, sir. 
All right. <laughs> clearly, I was wrong. Eric Gabors. Yes. Lovely, oh, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. So lovely. he's up. He's up four. Though. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. But hey, you, okay. you got to give him his three. No, he. You. Uh, he stole, so oh. he gets three. Oh, this is going bad. No, you, no, no. If you steal already. and get it wrong, you're minus three. Oh, you okay. only get one. For okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I said yes, that. yes. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Lewis Phillips. Name any three characters from Star Wars. Any three. How long have I got? 15 seconds. <laughs> George Lucas. <laughs> no, no. I'll give him that one. Is that a character? I'll give him that. I it's not. I'll it's give a... him that one. No. Yeah, I, I'm... yeah, 15 seconds. Go. He's out. It's over. No, um... He's out of time. Doesn't matter. I'll give him that one, though. Okay, well, man, yeah, I don't have anything. Going to steal? Yeah. I mean. Are you going to steal? Of course. Okay. Uh, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa. Never heard of any of those people. <laughs> of course, Lucas, three main characters. Lewis, Lewis, uh, George Lucas is the director, so he's not yeah, a character. He created well, the movie. Yeah, he though. created yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. But that's still, he knew the name. I, I mean, think I... he was on The Simpsons one time or something. Okay. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I am. Okay. What is the name of the rider that has represented Switzerland the most at the motocross the nations? Fuck me. The most times riding for Switzerland. I'm looking at the time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 13 seconds. Do you want to I, steal? I could steal, but for the sake of the game, I'm going to save my other two steals for further. Wow, the answer is, is Jeremy Sewer. Jeremy Sewer is the answer. All right. See you in San Diego. Jeremy. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday. Okay. Um, so am I uh, current score? Two. Two to one. Because you didn't take that one. You should have. No, uh, okay. Yeah, he's so confident now. All right. This one you'll never get. That's good. <laughs> but maybe, maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe. You tied up. What was Luke Skywalker's original name supposed to be? Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to steal? Does, Does Dark Side know Jamie? this? I do. I, oh. I know the second. There's two parts to it, right? It's two parts? Like two. I'm not going to steal it. I, I, it's something Starkiller, I think. It is Starkiller. Was yeah. it yeah. just Starkiller? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Luke there was a first. Killer. Nerds. I, I feel like there was another part to that, but okay. Okay. Well. All right. GP question. Yeah. Can't wait. What is Jeffrey Hurling's nickname? Oh, shit. Oh, God. It's, this, is, this is basic. Fuck, I know. <laughs> no, it's not fuck, I know. <laughs> that is not his nickname. There's some hard, some easy. I, I can't fucking remember. I'm out of time. I'd like to steal. Yeah, 50 seconds was not enough. Go ahead. The bullet. The bullet. The bullet. <laughs> Fuck Score my update. life. I know he's... All right. Netherlands, number 84. What? Score update? Yeah, three, you're... Three, one. Lovely. Yep. Oh, no. Uh, Lewis. <laughs> yes. What was Han Solo's partner's name? Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Are you... Um, no. Um, uh, is it a partner as in, like, like relationship, or is it, like, no, fighting partner? Fighting partner. Okay. Um, it's time. S Steve no, yeah, Sky. Time. Fuck time. my ass. Steve Sky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or Alex. Or Alex. <laughs> Alex Ray. Chewbacca. So, all right. Mr. Side stole that. All right. Here we go. Shit. All right. GP question. Yeah. Dark Side. Who has more MX1 world titles? Hurlings or Geyser? Geyser. Yeah, all right. You got it. Tied up. No. Yes, 3-3. Three, three, you're right. Mm. All right. 
You ready, sir? Yes. Lewis, what was the Empire's, the Star Wars, what was the Empire's home base called in episodes four and six? His house. I, I think that's G.I. Joe. That's close. You have <laughs> no, that's G- eight I, more seconds? Oh, yeah. um, the headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Would you like to steal? Death Star. Death Star. I feel and like Dark I side pulls ahead. Yeah. Uh, Wait, no. was that was that question worded their headquarters? No, uh, Empire's home base. Home base. I don't know. That was actually That's actual, not mm. totally accurate. What, what? I knew what he was talking That's about. That's their right? weapon, but yeah. the Death Star isn't their home base. Yeah, they were based on the home the Death Star in, in I'd Star like Wars. the point to be struck from the system. No, no, sir. I knew no. what you meant, but he's yeah, Michael's he's right. technically That's, right. Yeah. You can take the point away if you'd like. It was I no, mean, just the way Coruscant would be where they, where they were based out of. Coruscant is where the rebels were. Not no, they to, weren't. Not no, that was where the head of society, the government was. But once they took over, that was still where the em- emperor. No, was I'd just on. like to point out this conversation is um very entertaining. Nerdy. Okay, all right, all right. Are you ready? Fair enough. Yeah. Before the name changed to Infront, what was the name of the MXGP promoter? Ustream. All right. To be fair, I didn't think he would get that. Credit where it's due. Although I'm pissed right now. <laughs> okay, Lewis. Yes. Star Wars. Yes. All the movies, all of them, are titled episode one through... That's interesting because when you said ten. that in the last question, I thought it was a TV ten. series. Ten? Nine. 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 One yeah, that, through that nine. Right. Have numbers. One through nine. What episode number was the original Star Wars? They, they were out of order. He got he it. got it. Yep. No way. <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs> just picked Hell a yeah. number. I actually just picked a number. Woo. Yeah. Well, would you look at that? <laughs> well. Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, next question. I don't like Mr. Sides. Uh, chances um, of getting this. I still have one still left, right? Yes. Yeah. I, you might have. Oh, yeah. You no, I've one. got one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We each have. Do I have one left or am I done? I don't know. No, I think you might have only done one. No, my I've done my two. My computer sure. just died and went for a restart. That's sick. Oh, fun. All right. Are we still recording? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. Not yet. That's the first time. Should the, does the show, <laughs> Do we, show must mem- go on? Are you on, are you on YouTube? Remember we talked about with uh, having yeah. a backup? It's still on YouTube. Yeah. Can they hear us? Yeah. yeah with, but, oh, yeah. but yeah, but there's but my, no... But, my, but, but my recording and everything. Yeah, right. audio right. just went poof. <laughs> what are just what are the just odds? tell YouTube to hang, out, hang tight. What are the odds that that happens? Huh? Right. Never happened. Just for the record, before this show earlier, yep. we were talking about how we record the show and how I have two different video streams. Steve has his audio stream. Yeah. And Steve happened to say, so if something happened to my computer, you still have an audio stream over there technically. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Look what happens. Do you remember the other thing we we're talking about? Which one? Uh, races getting canceled. Bad weather in California ever since. The Brits showed. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Starting to look like there's a theory or a, uh, somebody some saying no theory. audio on the YouTube yeah. feed. Oh, okay. Well, hit, hit yeah, restart. we wouldn't. We wouldn't. I guess technically. Should we vamp for YouTube? How are you all doing tonight? <laughs> and we then somebody fun. said he has audio on YouTube. Well, all if right. You, if you're on YouTube, very, hang tight. Nobody knows. Very odd, and I do blame Lewis Phillips on that. If you're on YouTube. I'm sorry about my accent, but I genuinely can't do anything about it. With time, okay. it should maybe go. I don't know what camera to address. All right. We're still, got, we're still going. Okay. This has not ended. I'm back up and running. We're I back started the stream again, Mark. So. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, where are we at? Five, four. Uh, yeah, I just did the question about the episodes. Yeah, he got episode yep. four right. So then All right. Mr. Side, who was the rider that beat Jeffrey Hurlings for the MX2 world title 
in 2014 when Hurlings broke his leg. Very dramatic final round. 2014. It was a very... I'll that, give you a clue. It was his teammate. Was it Koldenhoff? Is that your final <laughs> answer? Is that your final uh, answer? Oh, uh, by your reaction, I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, you're already done. Prado. Yeah, you're already yeah, done. I, I don't know. That's right. um, I'll take my final steal then. Uh, okay. Tixier. Tixier uh -huh. is right. Tixier. And took the number one play to Cowie. Lewis? Yes. We have a tie. Who was the name of the character that teaches Luke the Force? I feel like I might know that. You do. Come you on. should. Who was the name of the character that teaches... You can do this. Darth Vader? Ooh. No. It's not this. Not a bad guess. Like It's not bad. Oh, not who terrible. is it? Yoda. I don't know that. I was going to steal, oh. but that's all right. That's all right. Let it go. Okay. All right. Like, I'm actually fairly impressed with... Some of the stuff he, um, my mic's away from my mouth. Well, Some he, of the stuff he's pulling up. He, I like competition. I'm not here yeah. to mess around. All right. Okay. Mr. Side. Yep. What is the name of Antonio and Jill Caroli's clothing company? Racer. Mm. Mm. Ooh. All right. There we go. What's the total right now? It involved I a think wife or girlfriend, one. so he was on that. Six, to Six five. five. Yeah. That's totally how. Yeah. That's totally how we did that. All right. Uh, here we go. Lewis, what is the color of Luke's lightsaber? Did, well, hang on. Wait, which movie? Did, what do you say? Blue. blue. That's that's a correct. There's two option, two answers. I was just going but blue. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could have. say I didn't know if we were talking episode four, or five, six. Or yeah, I actually don't know how I've one got point. as many right as I have to be honest. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Uh, MXGP trivia, Mr. Side, Stefan Everett's father's name is. <sighs> I don't know. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Stefan Everett's father's name. Is I don't know. <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeff, Smith, T Steve, <laughs> Jeffito, Alex would have been right in this instance. Oh fuck no, me! No, it would have been. Okay, are you are you stealing? I, I feel like I should them. get a point for that. No, I thought he I've done used his steals. What? Oh, I've used all three yeah. of them. Oh, sorry, okay. Harry, really? Can I do like a round of applause for the whole Alex dupe there? Yeah, that, was, that, was, yeah. that was good. Yeah. That was good. All right, here we go. Lewis, Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Uh, what's the score? I think you're up by one now. Are tied? I have it tied. Six. Oh, six, okay. Six, six. And we've both done all our steals. No, I have one He's left. Got one oh, left. no, that's not good for me. <laughs> all right, Lewis. Yes. Fill in the name blank the hut. Oh, he'll do that. <laughs> oh, he no. won't get that one. No, I, really? I've got two options. I just don't know what one blank of the answer is. The it's hut. either Java or Jabba. That's, he's right. Okay. Did you say him differently? It's yes. either a B or a B. Oh, you need to choose I'm gonna one. Go I'm going to go with the B. Java. <laughs> you Jabba. are right. You are. Java the Hutt is right. Java, like a coffee? <laughs> like a coffee. Yeah, I think there's coffee a, the Hutt? I think there's a place called Java the Hutt. There is. Yeah, yeah there that's... Is. Yeah. Oof. I'm actually sweating. This is, this is intense. This is going to be close. All right. We might have to do sudden Ooh, death. Somebody in the comment section corrected your lightsaber one. Something? No. That's too late. It's been Who? ruled. Why? The blue one was a hand-me-down. The green was the first but one he built himself. But it was his in the beginning. But the green's the one he built. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Stop. It was his Good in the beginning. Okay. Uh, I believe there's only two. There may be more. Lewis may know this. But I believe there's only two MXGP winners from New Zealand. Name them. Oh. I believe only two. I only know of two. Name them. Small country. Yeah, I, it was Ben Townley from. I'm gonna go Ben Townley. I'm not even positive, and I'll never get the other one though. 
Yeah, so I'm just I'm out. Nope. All right. He can't steal it anyway, so who are they? Uh Josh Coppins and Ben Townley. Okay. Yeah. Coppins. Right. Coppins, my childhood hero. Really? The lizard. Good guy. All right. Last question for the Star Wars trivia. We are tied at Why six. Why do I have two left and he's only got one left? Uh, no, because I just crossed. Oh, okay. I have. Will you stop I looking at my answers? I, I, I can't read one. it. I can see the numbers. Oh yeah, Lewis is up one. Okay, Lewis is up one. Lewis. Wait, so that means uh, that technically I'm guaranteed a draw, no matter what happens with this. Well, question. if what, you get this wrong and what, I and I get it, what, what if he steals? I it? get that, and then if I get okay, my I answer, I can win. Okay. Let's not let's not yeah, count yeah. the <laughs> let's not count the uh, crumpets before they've uh, baked. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. What are the names of the Empire's soldiers? What are the names? What are the Empire's soldiers' names? R2-D2? <laughs> <laughs> Keep guessing. you got four oh, seconds. Oh, I thought I was right. Um, oh. No, I, that, I had that in my back pocket from the beginning, Time. and I was hoping. I oh, that, that's, that's it. No, they're stormtroopers. <laughs> oh. Oh, you were going to steal? Oh, yes. No, we'll, we'll give it to you. Yeah. We'll, we'll I clearly knew, knew, knew it was. Knew yeah. So it's all on this. Yeah. We're tied right now. If I get it, I win. If I not, we tie. All right. This one should be good. And I think Lewis has this. So you better get it. Because well, he I've, can't I've steal my steals. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, it's either we're tied or I win. So you better prepare some sudden deaths. <laughs> I better do some sudden deaths, yes. All right. Ready? Yeah. Name three riders, any three riders, that have competed in GPs from the UK. <sighs> I mean, really? Really? <laughs> This is easy. I've mentioned two of them on this show. And he's mentioned the other, another two. Uh, ben Watson, Sewer, I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> See, <laughs> we just, I, you, were you not paying attention earlier? <laughs> Honestly, it hurts. <sighs> I mean, you could go Jake Nichols. You could go Tommy Searle. You Max could go Anstey. Dean Wilson, Max Anstey, Anstey. Ben oh Watson, uh, uh, Dave Thorpe. Uh, Too much pressure. Yeah, okay. There's pressure, but like you yeah. came out with Sewer. And we yeah. said he was from which, Switzerland. Which was an earlier answer yeah, for Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> oh, dear. We need sudden death. Yeah. Are we, are we just it's calling us a tie? No, no, no. Here we go. No I, got, I, got, I got three sudden deaths oh, for Lewis, and then you can steal. What? Uh, is it a mine Star Wars still? No. Oh. No. This is a different category. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I know it. Okay? Yep. All right. First one. Yep. I'm Fill in the blanks. Yep. Mickey the... Oh. Mouse. All right, okay. All right. I, didn't, I actually, that was hard without the category. <laughs> what character puts the glass slipper on? Cinderella. <laughs> I, can't keep, I can't catch up now, so it doesn't matter. Eh, it's fine, see. it's fine. Name three of the dwarves' names. Grumpy, Sleepy, and Happy. I don't think Happy's one. No, Joyful. I thought. <laughs> I don't know, but he's yeah. a he's a Disney expert, yeah. everybody. He's a Disney I, um, expert. I've got another interest, <laughs> and he's also the winner. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, fair. I mean, against all odds, I'd say. Honestly, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, like, yeah. How yeah. many Star Wars things did I get right? Uh, I didn't mark them, but yeah. I got, I'd still, I did. I got like four. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. He got a few, and he got yeah. close with a couple. So yeah. I conquered the music. Yeah, I conquered Star Wars. <laughs> well, I think, a, you are a real American. <laughs> My mic's down. Uh, I think conquered would be a strong statement. There were people that you know. There were people that defended me and said I did way better than anyone expected. Yeah, you did. Yeah, those people in the music one. I, I question those people. Well, 
Hey, oh, can you uh, can you get me the contact for the guy at Motorcycle Industry Jobs, please? Okay. All right. I'll do that. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Why is Jamie looking for a job in MXGP? <laughs> Probably <laughs> it would not. help his cause a lot. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank the folks at Off-Road Warehouse bringing you Michael Lindsay on the show tonight. Uh, also, uh, San Diego, uh, Phil Nicoletti and Enzo Lopes will be signing at the ORW place in San Diego. So if you want to go meet Uncle Phil, flip him off, <laughs> ask him how he's feeling, uh, go to offroadwarehouse.com, use the code PulpMX when you're there to save. They uh, sell a ton of stuff, and they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires, and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. they got stores all across the U.S. And, of course, the – Club MX team is uh, got the ORW on their butt patch at offroadwarehouse.com. Check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brand. So thank you to those guys for coming on board. Lewis, thanks to Skosh and uh, Ethica for the prizes that you will be receiving. Wait, we're doing both of the prizes? You get both. I thought we were, oh, this is you get, the you best get, night yeah, of my life. You get the haul. Yeah. You get the whole haul. <laughs> oh, joyous day. day. Oh, joyous day. New Racer X magazine, everybody. The World Vet Challenge is in here. I penned it with. I got some quotes from my buddy. There he is, the big three. There he is. Yeah, hey, I big... finally got photos in a published magazine. Oh, this is you? Yeah, I think all those in there are mine. I thought they had a guy. Uh, they asked me for photos. Okay. Look at Mr. Side. Look at that. Look at that attack form. Looking good. To be fair, that's cool. Like, if I had a photo in Racer X like that, that would be, like, very cool. You know what? There's more photos of Side than there is me, and I beat the guy. <laughs> God damn. Look, now you understand look, how... Uh, Noof made it. Now you understand how all the riders feel. When well, the media yeah, I don't know, give right? them justice. Yeah. I appreciate you reaching out and taking some quotes. And uh, yeah. So yeah, this this uh, this is the latest Racer X, and um, it is with... Um, uh, who's on the cover? Oh, cr uh, Colt, Colt, right? Colt Nichols, yeah. So, um, yeah. Good job. I'm going to send this to my buddy Noof. And uh, yeah, thanks to everybody. Pick up the latest Racer X to read my story. On the big World Vet Showdown, where I beat Jamie all three motos rather just, easily. At just that. the constant loser over here. You know? I can't believe I won. I can't either. No, I'm genuinely just. I really wish you would have stuck with Java the Hut. Uh, to be honest, that was my gut feeling because I, I said I, that first. I'm too nice because I would have still given it to him. It's too close. Like, he's close. No, he's not going to get that. That's pretty fucking close. To, he knew, basically. No, no, he's not going to get that. He would, he, would not, he would not get that. There's no way. I just don't know what you can throw at me next time. Yeah, I don't know either because yeah. you're just crushing everything. Yep. Absolutely. A wealth of knowledge. Hey, don't forget, everybody, live shows at Houston and <laughs> Indy on Friday night. <laughs> Yamaha LCQ Challenge tickets is, are, are out as well. So please check those out. Uh, Pro Filter and Maxima, Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, whether you need oil, whether you need uh, oil filters or air filters for your uh, dirt bike, street bike, or, or uh, dirt side-by-side, -side, uh, check out profilter.com. Maxima USA, Pro, uh, again, uh, Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. SC1. Uh, amongst FFT. FFT. I oh, love FFT. it. Man. Well, I use the pre-oiled yeah. pre pre Pro Filter, so I, I don't really oil my filter. I, they haven't had any in stock for the YZ, or I haven't asked for the Husky, so I just oil my own. Wow. Man of the people. With FFT. Yes, FFT. Yeah. yeah, works out really well. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Of course, uh, really thank them for coming on board, and uh, you can uh, simply um, uh, do that and uh, check it out. So, um, All right, uh, a couple more things to get into. we got the motorsports.com uh, tweet at Talon segment as well. The trivia game is over. Um, okay, so, Lewis, for GPs this year. Yeah. You're still a GP guy. Yep. It's really the question. There's only one question. Like VL's here now, and he'll adapt pretty well. But that that MX2 is kind of open. Yeah. There's a couple favorites, but yeah. it's kind of open. But to me, 
is Hurlings up to speed to challenge Geyser? That's the, that's that's a huge question. That's all I'm really interested in when I think about the GPs. Yeah, and apply, is he going uh, to get back up? Apply the same thing to Fevra because he could be that good. Um, Sewer was really good in the second half of yep. 2022. So if he carries that over, then he could maybe be in that mix. But he's had a few years where he started off slow. And yeah, then, yeah. I don't really know what that's about. Like I've yeah. talked to him about it, but there's not really a right reason. Do you think Hurlings can get to the level? Yeah, in talking to him, he seems happy like obviously oh. there's a lot of changes at ktm yeah so i was kind of expecting it to be a bit more doom and gloom because it he's on the same team but it's really a completely new team mm-hmm. um obviously karoli's a team manager now he's lost ruben his man friend trainer guy yep. um, what happened to ruben did he get fired or? no he's gone to understand he's oh. working with kaida wolf now oh he is yeah oh basically, like there. Kid. Um, basically they were waiting for ktm to make ruben an offer it took so long that in the end the star just, made him an offer and yep. and to be honest like i look at it as if Ruben had committed to Jeffrey, that's what, two, three years? Like with Kaida Wolf, that could be a 10 year thing. Yeah. So it makes sense from a, like, mapping Good out your next move. decade. So Hurlings wasn't paying Ruben? No, KTM were. As far as, well, yeah. as far as, unless yeah. everything's completely wrong, KTM were. So basically, practice bike guy and man yeah. friend and KTM pays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. It doesn't happen Hurlings over here. Hurlings is a smart money man. That doesn't happen over here. Doesn't no. spend money when not needed. He has 59 houses, so. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, d- okay. He's happy, and you think he can do. Yeah, you know, he thinks he can do it. But yeah. do you think he can do it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah, he hasn't raced in a year, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and like definitely worrying. And obviously the new bike, which isn't so new now, but yep. it is new for him. Yeah, new for him. And talking like he did ride a little bit in the middle of last year, and obviously he did preseason. And I don't think they were stoked on it. And I think they've had some issues recently with him. But I think he'll be fine. I think he. I think he's one of those guys. He's like Webb. When it comes time to race, yeah. he finds a way and he can kind of yeah. map his mindset to make it work no matter what the situation L- is. Lewis, didn't he tell you they were trying so much stuff they were trying air forks again? Yeah, they were they were trying air forks. He had a not he basically when I spoke to him the next week or something, a full air fork test was mapped out. Um hmm. so I don't know what happened with that, I should ask. But yeah, obviously that is a big question and having Jeffrey back does make everyone a lot more interested in GPs again. Like, yeah. Truthfully, yeah. it's no one's fault, but 2022 was a low year for interest and excitement. Mm-hmm. And obviously 2021 was the best year ever. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. happens. Uh, I, I'm skeptical of Febra reaching those levels again. Yeah, because I, cause I don't think he's ever really been there anyway. Right. He caught Matt, he caught it in a bottle, right? And, yeah. and was as equal as those guys, t- you know, as yeah, the, but that year he was equal still. Jeffrey missed, right. Uh, around or three uh, around and then no two rounds he missed i think and guys that broke his collarbone and fevra yep. had no issues so yep. still he was there yep. on consistency not on yeah. outright speed i think guys can go to another level i think he mailed it in last year right yep. hurlings can get to his level and yep. i think they can leave fevra behind a little bit yeah i think they i think yep. that sewer has a better job a uh, better chance, chance at challenging those two than fevra does right right i think fevra's on a lot of money at kawasaki and this is the last year of his contract. So I feel like there's pressure from that side as well because if he wants to keep that much money, yeah. which is a lot, yeah. Um, then, yeah, he needs to really perform. And who do you think is the favorite for MX2? Do you have one? Like, Gertz, would, Gertz is the favorite on paper, Yeah, to obviously. me, Gertz seems yeah. like the obvious pick, right? Um, He's been so close. And yeah. If you want me to pick, like, uh, a contender who I think could be good, then I think Lagenfeld is really good. Yeah, Lagenfelder should come to America you like, think? as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. How old is he? Uh, I'm not young. He's yeah. been in MX2. For, I think he's 
he's young. Yep. Um, I pulled him to the side a few times last year and said, like, you need to go to America. And he just kept looking at me and going, Supercross is scary. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Yeah. But he did, um, he did straight with them on a 125 sometime, like, a while ago. He did? Yeah. Like, oh. US straight with them or one over there, you're hmm? saying? No, Red Bull straight with them. He was a Fox guy, a Red Bull guy, KTM guy. He was. I he do did not the remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's yeah. got the style for it. He so would be really does good. he have? Uh, is KTM looking at him for that or? No, he's not interested. As far as I can tell. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's he, generally yeah. not interested. Outside of the the Conan brothers, who do you think will be the most likely to come here? Maybe Garrett? Uh, Beniston. Beniston. I think oh, it's in Beniston. I think it's actually in Beniston's Yamaha contract somewhere as a clause. Mm-hmm. If he but wins, if he does something, something he, he automatically gets, gets a right. And the Belgium start. twins are coming. Yeah, Mertz, yeah, Mertz's guys. Yeah, they're coming. Conan brothers. Um, I think they're definitely coming at the end of twenty three. Yeah. Because they were going to do a year uh, on that Diga team, which shut down. So then they were talking about pushing them over early, but they had a KTM or an Austrian contract. Yep. So it was a bit messy. I, um, I asked Mertz. I think he said end of 24. I think he said they're staying for two years. Well, that would make a lot more sense because Lucas, who is the Husqvarna right? guy, he could be a world champion if he yeah. stays there for more than yeah, one that, year. Yeah, is that good, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, The other brother or twin or whatever, Sasha, he's looser but has the potential to be better yeah like but he crashes yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. um so gertz is your favorite langefeller watch langefeller yeah but kaida wolf should be good as well the wolf yeah um, of course yeah beniston will be good as well yep yeah no kaida wolf questions so i might have been able to answer those i met him at mxg or at the mxdn mm-hmm. i like the kid well Netherlands. If the question was, do you like Kaida Wolf? Maybe yeah, you I could have got that right. <laughs> Where, where's Kaida Wolf from? Um, Netherlands. Could have got that right. Um, right. I forgot what I was going to say. I had. Oh, interesting one, which I haven't been able to fully pin down. Uh-huh. I think Yamaha have put a stop to star engines in MXGP. I heard that. Too political. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, political. I think because, because when of I, Lewis. I got, <laughs> I got in the shit for it bad. But everybody um, knew that. I don't yeah. understand. So like, I, wrote, I wrote a story in April of last year, basically. And, and the last sentence I just put, and so-and-so's on a star engine. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I'd done the worst thing ever. Like, yeah. Yamaha called me immediately and said, no one knows that. And I was like, no, no we everybody. all know that. Like, yeah. This isn't, even, this isn't journalistic <laughs> yeah. insight. No, we star all know guys that. over here knew that. They were telling people yeah. over here, yeah. So then yeah. they pulled me into a meeting and said, like, this is really political with Rinaldi. We can't have people knowing this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and now, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that for everyone. Well, that'll won. be interesting to see how that works. Yeah. yeah. But Sewer was on Rinaldi anyway. Well, yeah. those kind of things um, won't be tolerated over here at Vital MX. If you want to talk about things that weren't, aren't <laughs> going to be tolerated, you take a look at your results to the, uh, your <laughs> answers to those questions. Um, yeah, Sewer was on Rinaldi anyway. He did two laps on a star engine, pulled in and said, nah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. But Renault and Koldenoff and Vlandrin yeah. were on stars. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about MX2. I feel like MX2 might have kept it. But M- 450s, I think, is they, gone. They, they switched yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all right, got some phone calls. Uh, Frank wants to know about Beta. Frank, what's your question for Lewis? Lewis, uh, Beta and Triumph coming into the United States maybe next year. I want to know about uh, Beta in Europe last year, Van Horbrook and Lapino, how they like the bike, and how will Watson do this year? Well, wa- his answer on Watson is incredibly biased. But well, I believe well, that they're already carving the number one plate with Ben Watson's okay, name. All right, so, okay, all um, right. No, the, the reviews on the Beta are really simple. Basically, it's slow but it handles really well. So all of the riders complain about starts and stuff like that, but it ha- apparently it handles amazingly. So maybe that means it will be good for Supercross eventually, I guess. Um, well, 
all slow bikes handle nice. That was that's, that's, that's same a, thing. a that's common true. refrain. Slow bike I don't think yeah. it's va- right. I don't think it's that slow. Yeah, <coughs> and they, for whatever reason, they don't really have any electronics, and they aren't really investing in electronics, so they don't have much data and stuff, I guess. Yeah. So that's another problem. Careful with the guy in the corner there. He's yeah, I know. I feel like I'm going to no. get corrected any second. USA CEO. Um, but yeah, no, like it's not. It's not like the riders hate the bike and say it's the worst thing ever. Like yeah. it's not like when Coppins rode for a Aprilia. Aprilia right, yeah, right. like it's more competitive than that. Right. Um, Ben's happy, I think, and even if you watch his Instagram videos, he's definitely, he definitely looks better on it than he did on the Kawasaki for whatever reason. Um, so I think that, I think that it will suit him nicely. Less pressure, um, kind of an opportunity to prove everyone wrong. Like good, I, good I think money. Be good. Uh, well. Because I heard Van Horbeek was big money. Yeah, Van Horbeek was on something like 300 a year. Yeah. It's, it's gone down from that. Okay. Um, yeah. Van Horbeek is notorious for demanding a lot of money no matter where he goes. He basically said to Beta, you pay me X amount or I walk. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah Beta aren't like paying ta- that. Ta- that's what Talon says. Yeah, yeah, all Beta guys are like Does that. the yeah. team structure change this year have anything to do with them not investing as much in MXGP as they get ready to go US? The team over there, are they taking on more of the financial burden the new one i would i would imagine so because marchetti is a more more solid team structure than the old team was but they're both italian teams so i just see it as the italian industry play their own little (coughs) play their own little game and just kind of mess around no one knows what happens in the italian circles like one guy one time this ferrato guy popped up no one knew where from and no one really even knows. god created him okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. I'm glad we managed in, to nail in, that in one down. the picture of a perfect motocrosser. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you asked Alden about him, any chance he knew who you were talking about? No. 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 No chance. All right, Frank, anything else? That's it. Good luck. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, just shut down, Marks. Not now, but the first Right, time. yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's weird. Uh, all right, we have uh, some guy named Nick on Moto Online 2. Nick Way. Nick. What's happening? What's happening, Steve? How are you? Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I uh, I have a question, okay. and my question is: uh, with our Vital MX, you know, people we have here, Darkside yeah. and Lewis, yep. who is going to be the longest employee? Who's sticking around the longest? Does Michael Lindsay count? No, it's between you oh. and Lewis. Huh? What are we supposed to answer that? I think I'm yeah, supposed to answer. Oh. Yeah, Steve. Marks, what do you think? Who's sticking at Vital longer? Um, that's a damn good question. I'm gonna say Lewis. Is it based I have on no, getting I have fired? No reason, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say Dark Side because Lewis might, you know, move on. Move on. Get there, there's, there's a lot there because I feel like Mr. Side can't go back to his old life. <laughs> he just can't, right? Like digging ditches, bandana pony. The bandana pony are gone. Like that's gone. Forever. Even if I go back to digging ditches, really? Yeah. You don't think you'll slip back in? No, like that? no, like, no. It's not like a drug <laughs> you know? addiction. No. Right, right. So I think Mr. Side has seen the light. He enjoys his job. He loves moto. He's got to get out of that fucking East Texas town. But um, so he's gonna want to stay forever, and just do that. But then I think of myself coming from Canada to be a mechanic and doing anything I wanted. to anything I had to do to be a mechanic and how I loved it and soaked it in and couldn't believe it. I was a foreigner in the country that I always read about and dreamed about being in motocross wise. And that's Lewis. 
So like both are like that's a re- like you know I've made cases for both of them. I'm sticking in them. I'm never going back to Europe. So that's never. I don't ever need to. Okay. Unless unless Ben Watson calls me over. Yeah. If he needs help. Well, Rube, <laughs> Ruben made a living out of it. Why couldn't you? I'll be there. Yep. Yep. I'll leave right now if he needs uh, me. Right. Uh, You're just bailing on Chase that quickly? Yeah. No, so, because uh, I'll be back in time for San what, Diego. Is, it's fine. Is Ben up yet? Is Ben up? What uh, time should is I it text ben? him? Yeah. I'll text him. Uh, what do you think, Nick? I, th- I think Darkside. I think Darkside and ML create this Stephen Wage. I reckon that. I reckon ML and Darkside are going to be the new Stephen Wage. Wow. Okay. That I, could happen. I didn't it's know that Stephen Wage were like a thing, like a super team. I didn't know that. But okay. Does that mean that oh, it Nick is, thinks it is. I'm yeah. shit? I think Nick, Nick yeah. thinks you're JT. <laughs> I think Nick wants me to die. <laughs> Nick is the YouTube commenter. Yeah, <laughs> this whole time. Nick doesn't like your accent. Says yeah. the man who has an accent. He doesn't like. <laughs> Nick doesn't like foreigners. Hey, I can't. Yeah. I can't knock the accent. I can't knock the accent. What's What's with the YouTube? Who, have you been getting death threats, Lewis? Yeah, one person did comment, I want this Lewis guy to die. And despite his very polite <laughs> request, I opted to not do that. Although, <laughs> if needs be, or if I go disappearing. Um, look out for that guy yeah. because that was day one as well. That was pretty much the first day comment. one. Yeah, yeah. wow. Mm. Yeah, you got to stay off YouTube comments. Mark's knows. I um, we, oh, we knows. comment to everything. I tackle them now. Everything. There was one guy that commented, "My man Michael seems to really hate this Lewis guy." So I just replied with, "Yeah, your man Michael hates me." <laughs> and then Michael replied saying, "Oh no, Lewis is great." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I replied, "No, Alex, your man Michael is lying to your face. He really does hate me." <laughs> Alex never returned. Alex never returned <laughs> no, after yeah, that. That was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Nick. Anything else? Uh, that's it. What can we can we get Lewis and Darkside to like do an arm wrestle? Can we get that live? Can we, can we do this? I'm Mark, out. I'm out. No. Yeah. Mr. Side is a respected member of the media now, Nick. He doesn't have time to argue. He has no people. MXGP knowledge. Yeah. yeah. He has some. He got used to it. Right? It's very minimal. He got used to him right. Get, it's going to get better, what though. What else did he get right? Uh, his name. Uh, what else did you get right in the, in the, in the, in the GP knowledge? Uh, Honestly, I don't know if there was yeah, another one. <laughs> there was, there was, I think I got two or three, right? What were the questions? Oh, you got, uh, you got the racer, racer Clothing Company. You stream. I don't racer. think we can count you got, that as you, you like, got who got more MX1 titles. I thought that would trip him up. Yeah, because Hurlings has more titles yeah. overall. Yeah, you know? so I thought that would trip. But him less, up. yeah, less right. in the MX1. So you got three. Yeah. All right, Nick. So you're here. You're in studio next week, Nick. Right? Yeah, I think we're trying to make that happen. It, the uh, if that is, if we don't, you know, get like rained, rained out of California, but okay. should be good. And we'll uh, we'll right. we'll see you guys on the weekend and sounds good. Some more racing, which should be good. Awesome, man. Thanks for calling in. All right, see you, buddy. See you. see you, man. All right, that's Nick, no longer of Moto Limited. And he's not of Moto Unlimited either. He's now Moto Online. Moto Unemployed? Moto. Have we confirmed this with Alex Gobert? Can we claim that? I, I saw him wearing the shirt. It's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, all right, motorsport.com, tweet at talent segment. Let's do this. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com, tweets at talent segment. Motorsport.com, please check them out. OEM and aftermarket parts. Go through the banner on Pulp MX, uh show. That would really appreciate it. Got your fly racing stuff on there as well. Get a pro filter, get FMF, get guts, get W, works connection, all those guys. Really appreciate uh, you uh, supporting us through Motorsport, through the banner on Pulp MX. It's really working well. So uh, great return policy, great shipping, pol- great shipping program and all that. Motorsport.com, these questions are submitted at Pulp MX Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner picks the best ones. Remember, Talon, just the best ones. Oh, and, only the uh, best ones? Yep, and then uh, and asks us. All right, fire away. 
First one from Charlie Worley for you, Steve. Where do you get the most juicy info? Riders, mechanics, man friends? I guess that could be for anyone. Wives. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your move. Um, yeah, all of it. All of it, yeah. Riders love to tell on each other, first of all. They love to rat ball each other out. Uh, the gear guys want to tell you things so that you could talk to about the rider who will wear the gear. So they're excited to let you know about things like that. So, yeah. I, um, I'll say this in GPs we don't or they don't have oh weird yeah. break my heart now yeah. um, they don't have like gear guys or anything like that so all of the gossip I got came direct from riders yeah like because there is no yeah there's no um, layer right? yeah there's yeah. no like additional source or anything we got motorhome drivers we got gear guys we got goggle guys we got energy drink guys yeah. man friends man friends because like even mechanics in Europe most of them don't speak English yeah, so it yeah. was literally like yep. um, I would find out about another rider from another rider saying oh have you heard this blah, what's blah, blah. the guy truck drivers US are great I find them wrong a lot <laughs> I need um, <laughs> um what's the guy Damn it. I think his name's Ben. English guy. KTM mechanic. HRC mechanic? What? In, in Europe? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Ben. Yeah. Skywalker? Skywalker. <laughs> He's English. You say Ben. ben so I think Watson. Bigger guy. Like, like taller. Bigger. I can't think of anyone. Works for KTM. I see him at all the rest. I see him at Bercy. I see him at GP. I see him at Destinations. Really good guy. That's my point. I know that guy. He's probably my friend if he exists, which is bad that I can't think. Wow. Maybe Steve has the wrong name. Just go with that. Yeah, I, I might, can't think of any. Maybe I, I, may, I may have the wrong name. Uh, yeah, no. Beard. Had a beard last time I saw him. KTM. I don't think there's a Ben. You say Ben. I no, say I, say I could be wrong with Ben. Oh. Thought his name was Ben. See, I'm thinking of Griff. Alex. <laughs> okay. um, did we get one right? right this was an enjoyable conversation <laughs> really good yeah. great radio great radio bros okay from Jim Bob Rooney get a blowjob before the main event for Lewis now that you're US focused can you be objective and tell us what you'd like to see changed with the MXGP series first of all I feel like I was always objective because I got you're pulled into quite objective. a few. Yeah, I feel like um, you're fine. Yeah. yeah, I got pulled into a few meetings about being objective. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote an article about this, which got me in a lot of trouble. But they basically need to make it more fan friendly. Because as we saw in 2022, without the good ra- racing being good, no one cared. So they need to kind of open the doors to make it more inclusive of fans. Because at the moment, they basically go racing. And that's it. And aside from, say, the podcast that I was doing after the races, no one heard from the riders, no one knew who they were, blah, blah, blah. So they need to all incorporate more of the show from Supercross and stuff into MXGP to make the fans want to root for the riders How do they more. do that, though? Do they make videos, or what do they do? Okay, well, I'll keep it short. Okay. Get rid of the qualifying race. Saturday afternoon, you have, uh, like, an F1-style shootout. So 10-minute uh, session, top 10 riders tr- uh, advance, and then another 10-minute session, times get reset, top 10. And then that adds a bit more intrigue to qualifying, less riding still, and everyone could do a fast lap, blah, whatever. Then Saturday morning, I'm trying to keep it short. Yep, like uh, knockout format. Yeah, yeah like yeah. F1. Right. Uh, and then Saturday morning, I would dedicate to fan experience, opening ceremonies, get the riders doing a hot lap, um, sing the national anthem of the country you're in, have encourage the teams, riders, energy drinks, brands to do more in the pits, uh, pit party, signing, live Q&A, whatever. Just make it so that the fans see more of the riders. And also, if they do that, that would open yeah. it up for the media to be able to do more. It's definitely turning more F1, you know, with from the pit enclosures to yeah. the way it goes. And I think motocross people, by and large, we're redneck 
guys who enjoy race, getting dirty and racing motocross. And we should never forget that when it comes to our sport. We shouldn't turn our sport into an elitist car racing where you need money to compete. I, um, I've never been to a national, but everyone from riders to mm. suspension guys, everyone who's done both has told me that a national is like miles down on the, I don't know, professional scale. I don't know what. Presentation. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Is it true? Like, because people. Not he, miles down, but yes. Yeah. Okay, it's not like, that much different. Yeah. At A1, someone said to me that being at a national is like being at a round of the Dutch championship. And I was like, I've never been to a Dutch championship, so I can't yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we don't have a nice pit lane like yeah. that. We don't have wash bays. Where will I stand? It, it, they it, don't, it will, they don't give a fuck where you right. stand. Right. You'll, stand in, the, you'll yeah. stand in a river at yeah. times. Yeah. 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 Okay, I might need to yeah. book that flight. Yeah. yeah, they don't really care about people who, like us, if you don't take photos, yeah. they don't really care. You oh. just have to go wherever. Oh. Yeah. Luckily for me, I get to go announcer's towers. Well, I will be yeah, following that, you, you know, up there. That so. sucks yeah. for you. I mean, it sucks for me to see you up there. I'm like, fuck him. Yeah, well, I work for the series organizer. Yeah, fair point. All right, next question. From Jet Jet127, how much longer does DeCoster stay in his role at KTM? <laughs> Could you see someone like Dungey step into a similar role? Well, Ian Harrison is, is the grooming, right? He's now the team manager. I thought Rod would be gone by now. Yeah. I, I think you he's know. stepping back, obviously, a little bit. Yeah, and maybe a couple more years. It seems like I still hear he's in the shop working the. Yeah, he may never know? stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he may just, not well, work there honestly, anymore, but he'll still yeah, come yeah, and work yeah. there. The from honestly, <laughs> we have the man for the job, though. I don't know if you've heard, but Lewis Phillip is the perfect combination of Roger DeCoster and Alden Baker. Oh yes, as quoted by I think, oh, I've been Lewis called yeah. um, a combination of DeCoster and Alden Baker with my eye for talent. Okay, mm-hmm. you well, said I, that though. Yeah, yeah, but still, it was quoted. Yeah. From Yimdim831 for the Vital Crew. Between Michael, Lewis, and Darkside, if you add all three of your ceiling heights together, how far does it fall short compared to the Pulp Mansion? Well, I will say this. The I'm the only floor. one that owns a house. I will say this. this I, true. The whole <laughs> argument about the ceilings and how like Steve just doesn't have a second floor and that's why his ceiling is tall, it is true. Thank but you. we're on we're, the second floor. We are floor. on the second floor. Yeah, but okay, I don't but have enough money extend. to go all the way across. <laughs> they haven't yeah, finished it yet. Built this, no. Because you built the ceilings too tall, no, so you don't have the money my to house, My house is just like not as good to have a second floor all the way across. That costs money. It's one of those houses that doesn't have a second floor all the way across. Yeah, it's a loft, basically. Right. I have a loft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a second floor. But you have a bedroom that you have to but access from a railway outside. Like, a railway? That's a, that's a, weird, sorry, walkway, that's the walkway. weirdest thing about this house is that that's the only way to get to it. Your bungalow. We don't talk about that room. Oh, yeah. What okay. does he get used well, to? J- JT's in it right now. That's where he stays. So <laughs> He's there. Lewis, thank you for the ceilings mm-hmm. is an overreaction. Mm-hmm. A, it, a, it, a, it's, cool. it's, it's a myth at this point. It does look very cool, but it has a very logical yeah. explanation. All you have to do is look at my picture on Instagram. You look out your windows, they're eye level with the top of the mountains. And to defend you again. Thank you. I felt oh, uncomfortable. Welcome back in. I felt uncomfortable that your friend here posted a photo of your house. Uh, I, have you, yeah, have I, you seen I, things I, he's posted I, on me? I feel uncomfortable <laughs> as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I, I feel that crossed the line. Oh, and you. I'm sure that although you're not vocalizing it, on the inside you are... Boiling. Silently, yeah. Boiling at him. And well done for keeping yep. it cool. Over yeah, there. thank you very much. I'm going to go and take a dump in his shop. <laughs> a big dump and take a photo of his shop with my dump in the middle of it and be like, hey, look, I'm at Darkside's yeah, shop. My, my shop ceilings are about half the height of your house ceilings. 
Okay, that wow. means nothing. How but aggressive no. and rude is that? We go from we're talking about a sex story, but we all keep talking about how nice your house is, and then you're like, I'm gonna go to shitty East Texas and take yeah. a shit. In East I didn't say shitty East Texas. You said it earlier. Yeah, I don't think he, he said called shitty. He I called didn't say shitty. He always said Texas. terrible East Texas. Yeah, that was, terrible town. Always Small said. town. No, that's not what you said. You've been pretty it's more derogatory than that. But. I'm with Lewis. You posted an unauthorized photo of my dwelling. Did you make him sign an NDA on the way in? Uh, considering how many people have been here with the jokes about the ceilings, and no one has done That's that. That's a lie. There's been multiple pictures of the ceilings. Has. I've seen pictures what? of the ceilings before. No. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe it was me last time I was here. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> My you employees are under strict, strict orders to not... You know. Like, I was here last year. I could have taken that photo, mm -hmm. but I knew. No, you, you know what you are? Classy. Yes. Look, Classy. all I was doing was taking a picture of the mountains in the distance. All I know is Jamie doesn't know, understand what he's supposed to and not supposed to take pictures of. That's I clearly witnessed that yeah, the first round right. Supercross issue. Yeah, I'll, honestly, it won't I'm be sorry long. that I was expected to know something that I've been never, I've never been told. It's common sense. It is. I don't think so. And as a matter of fact, looking through pit bits in the last couple of days, I have seen endless fucking pictures of guys with their bikes leaned over, changing clutches. Really? Where? Go look. I will pull them up. That's a question. My, but my battery, corner. my battery on my Mac is dead. The levels are peaking. Yeah. Aggression. I yeah. feel unsafe. Yeah. Uncomfortable I for feel, the fourth I feel time. Triggered. All right, next <laughs> question. Uh, from Lax Defense Coach Michael, what content area are you pushing to grow Vital's uh, footprint? Everywhere. As lame as that sounds, I would say primarily goal, though, I'm always trying to build YouTube. Lewis has a huge focus on our social media, trying to improve our written content, working on the forum community, everything. Can I comment quickly? One of, my, yep, uh, one of my main goals is just to focus on quality across the board and reinforce and remind everyone that Vital is a quality news outlet, and that's it. Like, and that, I think that comes from social media, that comes from content, that comes from everything. Everything has to be in order to remind and reinforce the fact that Vital is a quality news source and a quality content source. But do you not feel like it was that before? No, uh, of course, but I'm saying remind people. Okay, okay. Well, I want no, the public they, message to they, be clear. They, yeah, yeah. you know, it, and I'm guilty of this too. You guys get branded as the forum, right? Sure. You guys get that. There is some the, of that. Because some of that stuff on the forum is outrageous. And you get painted with the brush of a bunch of whack jobs. There's some good people in the forum too. Yeah, of course, wrong. very good. But people. you get uh, you get painted as these uh, you know people that accuse people. And, but these and same whack jobs are on Instagram. These YouTube. same whack jobs yeah, yeah. are on Twitter. Yeah, 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 the yeah. YouTube people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But you're painted in that brush. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that is true. There, yes. But I think the the content. I'm gonna pat myself a little bit on the back. The, the interviews I've been putting up. Michael staying on top of me to make it better. And I, I mean, the, the unsung hero that's not even here tonight. We mentioned his name, Sean. The, the visual stuff that he's doing for Vital is, is unreal. And yeah, that's, that's why yeah. I was keen to bring him with me because yeah. I knew that between us, we, like, we have the package. But now he just said Michael staying on him and then yeah, he, said he Sean, left me out. And then he went like this well, and didn't. I, I'm him. sorry, he skipped Lewis. He, went, Lewis. he, he mentioned like everyone but Lewis. Yes. Is, he I, is getting aggressive. I didn't say Lewis's name, but Lewis clearly, I, I was a fan of Lewis before he came here. It's not true. From he being on. I don't hate him. He thinks everybody hates him. But I think what he does is fantastic. And, and his ideas, when he talks, I, I'm, my mind's blown. I'm like, holy shit, like, when are you going to sleep? And he doesn't, basically. Him his and mind Michael is blown because he can't don't understand. Don't sleep. Like, yeah. and one, it's a, it, one of the first group meetings we were in, partway through it, me and Lewis were just going back and forth for like 20 minutes. He finally was like, uh, I have nothing to add to this. Can I go back to work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that was their yeah, just that like, was, that ah, was the, ideas. Ah. That was a Zoom <laughs> thing. Yeah, I was just sitting at home just going, ooh, boy, yeah, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> All right, next question. From Randy Hyde for Darkside. 
How much more asshole shit are you going to take from Steve before you punch him in the mouth? He's not your employer anymore, so any time is good. Well, <laughs> I am not, uh, as I said earlier, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And I've said on here many, many times, people don't listen. listen. Steve is really good to me off the air. The, the ball busting, listen, when I do my show and my co-host TJ and Scotty, I talk shit on, on them. I make fun of them and I bust their balls because that's most of the time as guys, we bust our balls of our friends. That's what we do. Steve busts my ball. Steve gives me shit. He somewhat crossed the line one time, but I gave With him permission. Money, the, I gave you, you permission, you not thinking you'd go where you went. So that's partly on me. So I, I don't really have a problem with the things Steve has said over time. Yes, I'm human sometimes. I'm mean, like, fuck, I wish there'd be some positives. But it is that a friendship? If you guys heard Steve off air, how much – before I even worked for you, I would call you and say, hey, I've got some podcast questions. I'm having technical issues. And you'd be like, let me send you some equipment. Let me help you. Like that, it, you didn't have to do any of that. You're damn right. And so <laughs> Look what I've created. Yeah, I, I have never been <laughs> mad at Steve – uh, he but just. But then, when you run your forks below your clamps, I have to say something. But you and understand, and you, and you understand that my suspension guy even called right on the wrap-up show and said, "Hey, that is what I do. This is okay. The guys at the car doing it. There's guys at GP doing it. It's okay." I tried it because my suspension guy from Race Tech, Clay at PDR Performance, I don't think he meant that. Said, I think no, he, he meant just he, no, he did. He said that's exactly what he does. Completely flush. He sends a photo of, of his and tags yeah. you in it. And then other people were sending. Photos of guys at the car, guys in the GP doing the same thing. So yeah, but it, the re, the what I'm trying to say is I don't feel like you're doing it out of maliciousness, and it, I don't really mind that much. Sometimes it gets annoying, but yeah. So I'm not going to punch you in the face anytime soon. Okay, thank you. From Moto Fan 92, Steve, would you rather have the nickname Stank Dog or Dark Side? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, Dark Side. I'd much rather have that nickname. Yeah. Are we? Maybe we should talk about. Maybe we should talk about changing your Twitter handle and stuff. I would like that. Hair As man. a colleague, I would like that. I no more. That. No more. That's Jamie right. Guida. I'll do it. That's no fine. more nicknames. No problem. I'll do it. Jamie MX or I don't. There's something like that. Like, you know. I've been saying more often Jamie at Vital, and in all my articles say right. Jamie Guida at Vital. Very nice. Because right, right. the first couple of podcasts, this is Dark Side. Now it's I'm Jamie Guida from Vital MX. I think I do say Dark Side sometimes. Yeah, well, so I have um, it, but when you ask questions tonight, you always introduce yourself, but I can't remember what name you use. He said Jamie from Vital. Okay. Yeah, I did say to Alden. I think okay. it was the one. Yeah. Alden and I don't know if I said yeah. my name so, to you Chris. Know, maybe, we they just, know me. maybe we just drop but the still. nicknames. There are a lot of people that don't want me to do that, that have been fans of our stuff for a long okay. time. All but right. I, I'll change the Twitter. Okay. I don't, I don't I, really uh, care that much. Right. I'd like to announce that from this day forth, I am now Lou Dog. <laughs> okay, all right. Wait, dog. is that I'm like Troy Dog? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, we don't like Troy Dog? Yeah, well, I love Troy Dog. Oh, what's, he, what's the. I think he might. Oh. Oh, yeah. Lewis okay. has strong opinions on lots of people. Okay. What about Mark's but dog? Mark's dog's in the corner there. I right? like Mark's. Yeah, I, re I didn't realize the dog name was so taken. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll workshop it. Okay. All right. All right. Loops. Like noops. Loops. <laughs> Jesus. Loops. Loops. Uh, from Slow Ride 858, what exactly happened last year with the SGB team? Uh, they had no money. They ran out of money. They didn't pay anybody. Yeah, they, they yeah. Just, a lot yeah. of the riders didn't get paid. Yeah. Uh, some bad blood. I think show. the guy running it, I can't remember his name. It wasn't the owner, I don't think. No. The guy that was running Jason it. Jason bowed out. Yeah. Another guy took control. Like yeah. Yeah. investor yeah. guy or whatever. The rig's back at club. Yeah. yeah. This is a disaster. 
Yeah, so that's some backstory Don't of some of those privateers that you guys see out there that they're just trying to survive, and you wonder why they're doing things they do, and then they're not getting paid yeah. other than the purse. All right, from Steve's Middle Class Home for Dark Side, give us a rundown of what it's like transitioning to a full-time Moto Media member. I'm not really sure how to answer that. Um, right now, it's been learning new stuff, the technical side, the computer stuff, but um, it's it's really cool. There's a lot of... A lot of perks. Uh, it's kind of nice not having to pay for for people. People want you to wear their gear. That stuff's really cool. It's, but it's a lot more work than I thought. Like these guys, when you work with Lewis and Michael, and really the only thing they're concerned with is moto, 18 hours a day, mm-hmm. especially when I'm staying with Michael, and I, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go work out, and I come back, and he's still working. And then I'm like, at the night, I'm gonna, hey, I'm going to go run to this. And you come back, and he's still working. You feel like a piece of shit because all they're doing is working. Um, Did you think that everyone, like Vital, Pulp, Racer X, everyone was more 9 to 5 then? Like, honestly, Not 9 to 5, no, but um, I think all those guys probably have a li- other things in their lives that they spend some time on and con- concentrate on. I know they do. Lewis doesn't have much. No, and, but neither does Michael. Oh, yeah, his, Michael's girlfriend you know, is, is on the East Coast right now with her family, so that's pretty much his focus. And, right. and he, his focus is making Vital better just like Lewis's. And mine is, too. Oh, I guess your but, focus isn't quite there, <laughs> no, is Mine it? is, too, but I will 100% admit they put a lot more time, a lot more stuff into it, and it's stuff i got to get better with. Right. I, I don't know that I could ever put the time they do in. I don't see how you could have a relationship or right. any other interest like that, but it's it's eye-opening um one thing that was a big change for me when i did the moto x pod show only i would go to a race i do like you post race interviews but afterwards i might go hang out with buddies and i'll post that stuff tomorrow that doesn't work at vital now hey you gotta you gotta build the the title image you you've got to get all these separate articles or or uh not articles what's the word i'm looking for features together for each one it's very time consuming you can be up till 2 3 a.m yeah and you know you get to the stadium at 7 38 a.m and all that has to be done, expected, and it's expected to be right. Uh, it, it's yeah. it's eye-opening. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I don't know if I answered this question. I, but I think people – well, I've seen so many people over the years come and go yeah. who want to do this, and then they're just like, I don't really want to do this. Because right. Because it's you know, either a mechanic or a media guy. I've heard you, like, you talk about getting burnt out, and you realize, okay, it's, it's not a hobby anymore. This is literally a job. Yeah. And – yeah, you love it, but yep. it's at times when you're going, fuck, I want to go to bed. Yeah. Or, I, I, or at Motocross and Nations, and I'm fucking hungry, and I want to get out of the, the, the venue, and it's midnight, and hit, and, uh, and you're hangry. And, and Dylan Kelly and Michael Lindsay are still working, and I'm going, dude, you could do this shit at the fucking hotel. Let's go. But no, they're That's they, aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> that is still of you. That is one of my favorite memories yeah. is you over telling Emery how hard your life was and you were hungry. <laughs> yeah. And Emery had red eyed from a wedding. Yeah. He did a Honda thing all week. Did a McAdoo. wedding. Was it McAdoo's? McAdoo's way. He did a Honda event, flew back to McAdoo's way, red eyed to destinations, was just sound there pounding out photos. And Darkseid's walking back up. And I go, man, I'm I'm really hungry. This is how we get out of here. <laughs> He's over telling that to Emery. And I look at him all like, do you know what Emery's been yeah, through this yeah. week? Yeah. I, I <laughs> feel, my last couple of years i haven't worked as hard as i once did for a long time just not doing as much racer x stuff not do as much features yeah and i I don't do the race reports anymore that we have uh, mitch and kellen are stepping up on the website of racer x side i don't write stuff for pulp anymore as much as i used to so i have definitely stepped back the last couple of years and been like i have to have a life here yeah yeah I'm, i'm done with the grind grinding see so far i would say age-wise like i understand where lewis's head's at because 
I'm still – Lewis is not earlier than me right now. I definitely am a little mellower than I was, but I know a couple of years ago I had 100% the mindset he did, but kind of gets like, I know I'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. I'll need balance in my life, but I fucking love it too much right now. Yeah. Like it's the only – I really do wake up well, every day just thinking you, about it. You left Vital, tried your own thing, right? Did your yeah. YouTube channel and all that. And then you also went and did the team, which is a horrible decision. And <laughs> I learned a lot. Horrible decision. Lost yeah, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. lost money. Horrible decision. And now you're like, okay, I got this back. You know, I'm yeah. going to make this work. I love it. Like, I appreciate this more now than I did yeah. before. Right? A little bit? Yeah, yeah. And I'm truly grateful also for the opportunity. Like, at the end of the day, I could have stayed where I'm at and I would have got this position by even taller owners. I don't know if they would have appreciated the work I did till I left. Like, they yeah. kept hiring people and still couldn't produce the right. same amount of work I did by myself. And then, and I think Racer X found that too when, when I went to Transworld for a year. Yeah. I think they found that too. They were like, yeah, that guy actually. So, like, did a I lot. came back. I definitely had sex paying off the debt, but at the what same time, say? I I said oh, it sucks paying off the debt. Oh, but oh, right. I came it back like better. You, said you had sex with something. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you said that. you had sex with a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah, was. Oh god, everybody uh, heard I, the same thing. Yeah, that's why. I, that's uh, why I called but, you. I called no, you. Thank you. Thank you for making me repeat. Okay. Um, but no, leaving to come back stronger. But I'm super grateful for what I have, and I even tell our owner Brad this all the time. I'm super grateful for the opportunity not only to come back, but be given the keys to the castle yeah. and be allowed to yeah. pretty much do whatever I want, no questions asked, including spending three quarters a year trying to hire people from overseas right. when we didn't have staff. And I probably the responsible thing would have been to hire staff instead of working by myself almost for a chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the the belief in me that. I had idea to make things better and bring these people together and the trust. The, the whole thing just makes me super motivated. All right. Next question. Uh, last one from Sport and Wood 303. Lewis, do you ride? If so, will you be testing bikes like Darkside? That um, is, that's been a fun question. I did ride. Like, growing up, I raced every single weekend, um, rode in the week. Like, I had my own practice track and stuff. So I'd go riding after school and then race on the weekends. So, like, it was... Yeah, I, I rode as much as anyone from like the age of five to 15. Um, and then I started traveling to MXGP. So then it became harder to ride. And then when I would ride, it would be worse because I'd get tired quicker and I'd get arm pump quicker. So in the end, I was like, if I'm not going to be all in and like comfortable, well, not comfortable, but like be able to fully enjoy riding because I'm doing it regularly enough, then I'll just forget about it. So I haven't ridden in... Uh, seven years or something, but I did ride every single weekend for up until I basically couldn't. I think people find that surprising. Ben Watson, for instance, laughed and laughed and laughed when I told him that I raced every weekend, which was nice. Mark's question for you. Will Pulp Fantasy have all players available since it's technically week three? No. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> no, the rules on the site say you cannot pick the same riders consecutive uh, events. Can so we get the committee this together? Is the next event can't pick the riders you uh, this, quest- this question is good can we call dark side dark cloud from now on listen to the pre-race press conference all that dude could talk about was the bad things that happened to the riders pierce brown, pierce pierce brown oh yeah <laughs> hey look i i'm trying to ask questions that aren't how do you like your bike yeah you know, <laughs> i'm, I'm I, I got a lot of compliments <laughs> on questions even we just like hey good job you know trying to help ask questions because others weren't i'm doing my best not to ask the same uh, repetitive questions, hey, softballs. I have to throw one. They, screw, this, up. they I, screw up sometimes. I did laugh. I walk over to the TLD 
uh, rig afterwards. I hear Blair talking to uh, Pierce Brown, and I thought he saw me, so they were just being smart asses and saying this out loud about the terrible questions that Vital asked Pierce during the press conference and how angry he was about it. And I walked up, I'm like, what happened now? And he looked at me and goes, oh, one of your guys to- asked me why I had such a bad season or something. I was like, one of my guys, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to defend myself on that, and it's not a proper defense, I know he finished third overall in the season last year, but his overall individual race results were not what I think he's capable of. There was like some sevenths, some eighths. I mean, he got third basically by attrition. And I think he's capable more of that. More of that. I did not word it well. Yeah. Uh, and that's – anyway, I, I, I thought I'd get the Metallica question. Uh, for Lewis, how many times now have you, you been to Chipotle since entering the land of the steak mm. and home of the um, rock? <laughs> Can't count I've been that. here for three weeks. I've probably missed four or five days. Really? Yeah. That's actually more than I thought you were going to say. Um, there's a Chipotle two minutes from where I'm staying, which is very convenient. Uh, Mr. Side from Shane, what's it like to have new life thanks to Tall Ceiling Steve? It's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't give you – I'm giving you some credit. I can't give it all to you. Chris helped, and Michael took a chance. But, um, yeah, you get, you're, you're a big part of it. I can't – it's very nice, and I appreciate it. You should thank Weege because I'm – correct me if I'm oh. wrong, Steve – wasn't Weege the one? Was it you or Weege that suggested in the group text? Wasn't Weege? What? When I when I was joking about uh, in, interviewing terrible kids and about all this joking about how much we worked for how little at the oh, beginning. I don't know which one of us. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was Weege that said, "Well, what about Dark Side?" And then you responded to it. Yeah, what about Dark Side or something? Mm. So I say Weege gets gets a little credit there. Mr. Side, now that you're on the way up in the industry, will you search out a fan of your work to change, to mentor and change his life as Steve has done for you? I'm not as nice as Steve, no. That's what he's doing with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's one about Metallica I'm trying to find. But yeah, a guy asked me uh, what album's better, Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets. And we all know it's Ride the Lightning. Uh, no, answer your question. Sorry. Okay. Um, I I, no, Master of Puppets. Ride the, lightning, Ride the Lightning has my favorite Lewis, Metallica song. As I like everything that the Metallica band slash artist slash person does. Um, so I'd find it hard to choose whether that track or album or CD or whatever it is is <laughs> the best. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very well said. Yeah. Did you get, tra- did you get text Ben? Uh, not yet. Okay. It might be. It's All just right. coming up three minutes, I reckon. Maybe we'll get a reply. But, uh, okay. um, yeah. um, I'd like well, to add something sides. quickly okay, sure. to the... To the whole um, media working hard, mechanics working hard. I think it's the same for uh, mechanics, media, whoever you are when you get a position in this industry. Like, it's not a job. It's goal-driven. It's like being a rider, isn't it? Like, you're not just punching the clock and you're not just doing a job. You are. You're in it because you have a goal to be the best at what you do. And, like, for instance, I'm very keen to make all of the YouTube people like me. So that's a goal. I want to make Vital great. That's a goal. I want to make my profile as good in America as it was in GPs. That's a goal. Like mm-hmm. That's why I work longer than the typical hours because it's goal-driven. And I think it's the same for you, any other media person, any yeah. other yeah. mechanic yeah, or like whatever. Yeah, like works at Macy's and just punches the clock and goes home and never fr- never thinks about Macy's after yeah. work. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. like... um. Yeah, like even if you stop working, you think, oh, yeah. well, so and so, yeah. so and so will be judging yeah, this. So and so will be thinking or, this. Or you come up with a new idea, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's I think that's basically what it comes down to. It's not a matter of just like wanting to work. It's not work. It's goal driven. It's mm-hmm. like doing a sport or doing a hobby or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's motivational. Said. That's the answer is Master of Puppets. Perfect album. Okay. Master of Puppets, Lewis. Yep. So fade um, to black. My favorite song though, Off Ride the Lightning. 
favorite Metallica song, period. If if we if we ever get the Ferrato versus Ben Supercross challenge, mm -hmm. both you and I have to make significant bets. Yes. Like I'm talking like I'm I'm talking like we both put down five k. Oh damn. Okay. And like we make like we go all in. And we don't get to watch them practice first or anything. We just have no because we are auto. I feel like yeah. we're automatically yeah, yeah, like yeah, it doesn't okay. matter, matter. They're your guy. Like yeah. my guy is the better Supercross rider, but he's yeah. on a beater. Yeah. So like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good point. But I feel like that's what what has to be done to right. make it more interesting. Okay, fair enough. Uh, ride Engineering, ridedeathengineering.com. Uh, Team Solitaire guys use Ride Engineering. Uh, they've been using the triple clamps, bar mounts, links, braided steel brake lines, axle blocks, and other bolt-on parts since the team's first Supercross race long ago. Uh, they've been uh, really, really depending on the guys at ridedeathengineering.com. Use PulpFan20 to save. Thanks to those guys for coming on. Chris Elliott, Ryan Clark. Big fans of Ride Engineering, and Ride Engineering supports them with a ton of products. Ridethat'sEngineering.com. PulpFan20 is the code to save. All right. Uh, I'm going to read off my sponsors. For we're, trying, we're trying this again, huh? First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. I'll start with you, Michael Lindsay. Okay. Motorsport.com. Uh, excellent people, excellent customer service, and they support Phil Nicoletti. Fly Racing. BOA. Decal Works. Graphics. Race Tech. Love Rob. X Brand. GNCC Proven. Renthal. Pole. Michelin Motorcycle Tires. Our favorite person, Randy. Easy Mounting. Acherbys. Brian Fullerton, Talon Volan. Great, great people, great company. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Max Hansty. Maxima USA. The beautiful uh, can that is now missing from this room <laughs> that was on the wall. Okay. Pro Filter. I would love to have some for my bikes. Kirk, hook me up, please. Good filters. Uh, obviously, good stuff. Maxima. Who's Kirk? <laughs> uh, it, what? Some guy who's no, I'm thinking of Kirk Alves. Yeah, I'm thinking of Kirk Alves. Yeah. Mix that up. Pro Sorry. filter is Trevor. Yes, yep. it is. Reese. Wow. Uh, well, so I probably <laughs> won't. Hey, yeah. there with my filters. Yeah. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuels. Max Anstey. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> How many uh, more can you talk yeah. to? <laughs> ORW. Uh, again. Bill Nicoletti and our friend Thomas Fitcher. Ojo Power Sports. I love my 9800. I need a new one. FMF. Little D. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, is it Newf that run? Yeah. Newf. Newf. Newf works. Guts Racing. Andy Gregg. Seat, gripper seat covers. Now in teal. Oh, wow. Yep. I did not know that. Uh, works Connection. Pole shot device. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Uh, potential new uh, new position of mm -hmm. Idol MX that hopefully has some knowledge of MXGP. Yeah. Well, I had get, some, and, some, and there's going to be more. More uh, than average. Get Data. Uh, Dan Truman, Get Data is now with Honda. HRC Honda. WUSA. Talon. Ride Engineering. Uh, I had a creative one for them, but I'll mm. go with what you said. Solitary Yamaha. All right. Intense Cycles. I sure would like when I rode yours last time I was here, yep. and they are amazing. Mm -hmm. So much fun. It's fun, yeah. It's so much fun. Suspension Direct. Suspension. Weisco Piston. HRC Honda. All right. Uh, fair enough. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. Uh, Kay Clayson, Alden Baker, Denny Stevenson, Chris Elliott. Best interview tonight. I like, I like Chris. I'm a, bi I'm a big Chris Elliott fan. I will say this. I didn't Obviously, I didn't know much about Chris beforehand, but... Listening to him talk made me more invested in his team. All right. I like that. I would agree with that. I'll go Alden Baker. 
Alden was good. I always find him a good has interview. He, yeah, yeah. Has he always talked that much? I feel like his answers were longer than usual. I saw that on YouTube too. Some people were like, it's, wow. Uh, it's this, the, you know, the bond I have with Alden. Okay. So. All Working right. Working closely together, uh, building champions. Vital MX Takeover. You know, I had a dream, an idea of me literally leaving this Today, chair. Today, I had a dream. Martin Luther King Day. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I had a dream. Martin Luther King. Of leaving this chair and letting one of you co-host co and me just like going to sit on that couch or talking to Pookie or taking Augie for a walk. And then you saw my tweet. No. I said, if you let me run the show, oh, I would yeah. burn your no. show to the ground. But, like I, racing. I, but uh, no, it, it didn't work <laughs> out. But that was my original plan. But thanks for coming up, you guys. Good luck with everything. Uh, all three of you guys are my buddies uh, doing good work for Vital MX. Stay off the form. You know, don't don't get in there. <laughs> we can't go on our own. It's form. deep. It's deep. Uh, but you should no. come on more. I, I yeah, I probably should. Uh, my brother is the one who says, "Hey man, you're getting ripped apart in a thread." <laughs> like that's that's my source. I feel like that hasn't happened in a while. Uh, yeah, it, I, I don't remember, but those are the texts I get. We're like, "Hey man, you're getting destroyed right now." Well, those are the kind of texts the that Dark Side no, gets about Pulp MX. No, the last one was <laughs> uh, uh um, Claimgate. Like I got ruined for that. Claimgate. So that, oh, was, that was August yeah, last year. That wasn't too that long. That was ago. less than six months. I ago. forgot you got a little bit of heat on that one. Yeah, so. Actually, I feel like Ke was it Kiefer got the most. Was Kiefer on for that one? No, I, I don't think so. I thought he was about. No, yeah, he was. I think I thought he called in. Yeah, he actually got more heat than you did. Oh. in the threads by far. If oh, I remember, I, went right. in, I jumped in there, and, but you're not. You guess what? You're not changing anybody's minds. Mm -mm. No one writes back. Oh yeah, you're right, man. Well, yeah, right, I would right. do my best with the YouTube commenters. You yeah. are if you're a writer. I don't know if you've ever seen writers come on the forum. They oh, immediately yeah, 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 get told, yeah. right. "You're so great, man. Yeah. I love you." Yeah, you're great. <laughs> uh, but no, thanks for coming in, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, good times as always. Uh, appreciate you. And we'll see you in San Diego and uh, you at Anaheim too. And then you're, you'll bounce. Yep. So back uh, to that little town in East Texas. Yep. Back. Bumfuck Texas, East Texas. Bum That's what you always say. That's what you said yep, earlier. Yep, yeah. Yep. And there's just a. I just picture it as a Hooters. And a tumbleweed. We don't have a Hooters, just, and we don't have tumbleweeds. It's not West Texas. It's East. How do Very I green. claim my prize? Do I need to contact a some sort <laughs> you'll of be prize department? A you'll be given a code. Uh, send a certified a letter. Mr. Tits Legendary okay. runs the prize department. I don't know if I need to take a ticket. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, no, thanks for coming in. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank Beta you. USA over there. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for our guests. Thanks to Pookie, Swiss Corps, Moser, all of everybody. Roto as well, of course, for helping out. And, uh, yeah, next week, uh, Kyle from Ethica, uh, Seth Rarick, Ryan Sipes in studio, among others. I think we've got some Aussie couple coming in, too, husband and wife. That's cool. I don't know. And I, you've I got, love Aussies. And you've got Nick. And Nick's. So that's Nick six. sounded like on the fence. Oh. Well, you never know where yeah, he's going to be, really. Right. He may be looking for a way to get here. He sounded like he, he was on the fence. Because I don't think Gobert's is going to bring him. Right, right. Okay, so we'll see. Hopefully Nick from yeah. X of Moto Limited will be in here as well. Uh, so thanks again for listening and watching. Appreciate everybody. See you next week. Lipstick on your dipstick?